Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from Westfa, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD. Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This is the Sunday League Show, episode six. Tonight, no cup draws. We're back to the nuts and bolts uh, this week. We've done the cup draws and we thank Westford for their Plumpton Challenge Cup draw and the uh, Quarter Municipal for the League Challenge Cup draw. Two brilliant cups uh, and we've been able to be part of that. For the last couple of seasons, we've done that. So really chuffed uh, with that. I'm joined by Roger Graham. Jamie and Gibbs uh, throughout the show tonight. Sorry if my voice sounds a little bit like I'm doing a bad Mike Reed impression. Uh, <laughs> I have got COVID, sadly, uh, so we're not in the, we're not in Selk Towers. Everyone will be recording uh, via Zoom. Uh, first up this week is Roger and the Quarter Municipal League. How you doing, sir? Um, I've had better Monday mornings. If I'm, I've met Monday afternoons now, whatever it is, but um, yeah, I'm not too bad. Um, if we can, if we could just just skip past my result, I'd be much appreciated. <laughs> another tough start, another tough start to the season for Sahar Eleven. It's looking like yeah. but not, but nothing uh, that you haven't got over before. I've just seen yeah. the result. I noticed yeah. why you didn't tell us in the group chat yesterday what the result was. We will get to it yeah. later on in the show. Um, at least it can act as a kick up the bum, perhaps to some players um, who aren't pulling their weight. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to the the London Cup games uh, later on. Let's get through uh, the league games first in the Michael Donovan Premier. Um, it look It's looking ominous now for all the teams chasing uh, Quid and JFC, Rog, in the Prem division. They beat Addiscombe Casuals 3-1 yesterday um, yep. at the time of recording. Uh, brushing aside who many think are their closest uh, rivals in the title chasing the Michael Donovan Premier uh, 3-1 teams are going to try and get Quid and JFC at half 10 every game now aren't they definitely definitely and 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 on on current form who who could blame them um, yeah you do not want to play Quid and JFC on a 12:30 uh kickoff on a sunday morning afternoon even so yeah um they have set their stalls out they've come flying out the traps um 
it'd be interesting to see how that how, how they fare at a 10 30 kickoff um when when that comes around because i'm sure it will yeah um and whether they can keep this up you know they, they had spells last season where they where they um where they were beating teams comfortably um so it remains to be seen whether they can be consistent over the over the course of the season consistency the only thing that beat them last year we yep. we, we know they got to two cup finals uh on their day in the league they were a fantastic side um Arguably the best side on in the league on their day yep. last season. Still, and we're seeing that getting turned in that sort of form being turned uh, into reality in the early parts of this season. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals again they started slow last season, so don't write them off just yet. Um, but Quirin Darcy is looking a little bit ominous there. Uh, a six 0 win last week, I think, against Selsden Town, uh, and a three one win of Addiscombe Casuals. Two teams who will be. Uh, in and around the top half of the table, um, we we think. Um, yep. But yeah, that's looking. It's looking a bit scary. You definitely want to play yeah. Quirt and JFC uh, at half ten if you can. Definitely, yeah. I'll be I'll be begging Russell for it. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do you any favors, will he? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> uh, next game, Selsden Town, uh, London Warriors was next up, and Selsden uh, nearly. Get, they've won 5-1 yesterday. It's a brilliant win for the boys. 2-1 at half time. Obviously a tight affair uh, in the first half. Second half, Selsden won uh, 3-0. 5-1 uh, overall. Uh, that A much needed win for the for the Selsden boys after that pasting they got last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were, they were desperate to sort of get their campaign up and running. Um, you know, they were... They were they were, they made no excuses for for their for their defeat last week. They they just said JFC were just just the better team this week. The manager was was complimentary of London Warriors. He said they were good going forward, um, and they created problems. But they, they their defence was strong, and they managed to, to hit them on the counter. Um, you know how much of that's true, I don't know. But yeah, you know we we knew Selsden would find their feet at some point. Um, I'm just hoping that they're not too comfortable for our plan next week. But yeah, a, a great result for Selsden. Um, London Warriors, you know, doesn't there's, there's no easy games in this division for them. Um, they'll be hoping they can sort of find something soon. Well, for them, you hope so because it's a long old season. If if you're not able to uh, get a couple of um, good results on the board, uh, but yeah, Selsden won't care. That's a great result no. for the boys over yeah. there. Um, well very done, boys. A great a great response to uh, losing to a very good team. It has to be said in Quid and JFC, uh, but that's exactly how to do it. Well done, lads. Uh, Spartans. Uh, Quirden Municipal team, uh, the benefit benefited from a home walkover. Uh, Cobbs giving them the game. Uh, we did speak about this, uh, Rog, that uh, Cobbs now have had, they had an extra week during the uh, Queen's funeral uh, game suspension um, to get their admin in gear. It seems it's bitten them on the bum again this week. Didn't have enough players registered. I think. I think that. I think there's a rule that states that teams have to have a certain amount of players registered before before their first game. Yeah. Um, but they still don't have the players registered, so they are working through it. I, I do know that. I know that. I do that there, but they just 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 didn't have the the required number um, for that game. So um, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping, and I've seen that they are registering players now. I'm hoping that they should that sh- this should be their last week, and they should be back to normal from next week. Um, but yeah, teams. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. Admin is 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 very important. It's not it's not hard if you keep on top of it. It's it's not yeah. hard at all. And registering players is very easy, so they've got no excuses really. Lose game. I mean, it's all well and good. Lose games of football on the pitch. At least you get the exercise and the 
and the social aspect and getting out of the house and, and all that yep. stuff. At least if you're losing games of football on the pitch, you, there's some benefit, but there's absolutely no benefit to a team to be losing games of football um, no. because of admin. And, and that's, um, that's sad to see completely unavoid, uh, completely avoidable, should I say. Yeah. Um, and I'd say that Russell and the boys at Spartans wouldn't want, you don't want to be winning games like that in September. No one's been able to get um, momentum going in the quarter municipal because of the, the Queen's funeral in two weeks now. So stop, start, stop, start football is not doing anyone any good. Uh, and yeah, Cobbs will be probably as disappointed as anyone else uh, not to be able to play that game, I imagine. But something so unavoidable, something so avoidable uh, should be should be sorted. And I, I hope you're right that that next week um, that doesn't happen again. They've got a good game next week. Uh, we, yep. we want to talk about late in the later part of the uh, in the second part of the quarter municipal section. So uh, come on, boys, pull your finger out. Um, in Division One, uh, one of the best divisions. Uh, that we that we cover on the podcast. Uh, first up, Rog Shirley getting a home win awarded to them from mm-hmm. Elbow. Yep, uh, two games, two games in a row. There, I don't know the circumstances. Elbow, um, once again, they've once gone again. in. Yeah, score. Sorry, I'll let you finish. They've gone in as our league, league, league favourites, and uh, started the started the league terribly. I mean, this yeah. they couldn't have had a worse start. No. No, once again, just poor admin. Um, uh, this time there were they they had um, uh, some sanctions from County FA, some fines that 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 hadn't been paid and and they were suspended. Um, tried having a go, but they tried to to sort of appease to the committee, committee and ask them to play. But of course, it's out of our hands. If they're suspended yeah. by a county, they're suspended by a county. Um, you know, they was making excuses. That they couldn't, they were having trouble with the whole game system, but it shouldn't be left to Saturday when I was chasing them up to get it done. Um, you know, we 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 sort of set a deadline and and then that was missed. So we, you know, we can't leave it to the last minute to let Shirley know. No. So we let Shirley know the game was ordered. Mm. Uh, and then they finally got their admin sorted just after eleven o'clock, asking for the game to then asking for the game to be reinstated. But that but by that time it, it they missed their chance. Um so once again. Teams have to be have to know that they've got to keep on top of their their admin work. Um, whole game system should be checked once, twice a week, um, at a minimum. Um, and and you know, it's, it's I mean, the fines they had or the the, the stakes they had on there were, were minimal. Um, it wasn't a lot. Um, they just hadn't they just hadn't done it. Um, so you know, they've only got themselves to blame. Same with Cobbs. Um, it's cleared now. Like I said, um, hope hopefully they've learned their lesson from it. And going forward, they'll check it. They'll check the whole game system. I, I mean, I'll check mine Monday, Monday and Thursday. I'll check mine every week religiously. Um, yeah, I said it's not hard. You do need to have those set times. As you say, it might be a Monday, a Sunday evening, or Monday morning, or whatever, to put all your stats and stuff onto full time, onto yeah. the whole game. Sorry, or full time, however, whatever it is, and then check your fines the a couple of days before. Uh, deadlines uh, b- before your games get cut off, and that and that's obviously what's happened here. Uh, Shirley, with a with a uh, a sore start to the season uh, last week, will probably be pleased with the three points. Elbow now yeah. six points adrift, uh, or, or two losses on the bounce now uh, in in a league campaign where we put them uh, as favourites, and we're talking about them being potentially good enough to have been in the Prem Division this season, but. Uh, these these sort of they're still a new team. We need to remember that. So these mistakes obviously 
proving that they've, they're still finding their feet and that's okay. Um, and they, they, they'll learn from these mistakes and that, that probably won't happen again with them. Uh, but surely getting the three points this week. Uh, Addington United played Santola in an all-Division 3 uh, from last season tie. Uh, both teams now find themselves in Division 1. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tight game. Uh, 1-0 to Santola. I've got a feeling we're going to see we're going to be seeing quite a few of those types of results from Santola. I really do rate them. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I saw firsthand um, last season what they're like, and, and as we as we've said before, they can mix it up. Um, they've got some good footballers with good technical ability, but they've also got players that don't mind sort of sort of mixing it up with the dark art side of, side of the game. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think I think they're going. I think they'll grow into this decision in this into this division. Um, you know, they've had two two good wins now. Um, like I said, I think I think they'll 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 be. I don't I don't necessarily think they'll be challenging for the title, but I think they'll they'll have a say in it. Well, when you look at the results happening around them, um, Dynamo Dupper's getting beaten heavily uh, last week. Doesn't it? Doesn't look like they played the league game this week. Um, Albo lost two on the bounce. We're we're seeing. Surrey Park Rangers, we'll speak about them in a minute. They've lost one uh, and won one. Uh, Woodside, who we fancy, they've lost already this week. It could just be about consistent results. Maybe there's a standout um, contender in Division 1 at the moment, it seems, uh, who who you'd probably put your money on. But that second place is still going to get um, someone promoted this season yep. or, or third. Who knows what happened? But... Um, yeah, Santola at the moment going about their business nicely uh, in a, yeah. in a in a in a humble way as well. We don't really see too much of them on social media, but they're getting good little one nil wins or or small wins, uh, which is good. It shows um, what a good team they are, and good luck to them. Uh, Kaizen lost six nil to PSG reserves. Uh, PSG reserves with a tough <clears throat> a tough result last weekend, uh, bouncing back six nil three nil. They won both halves yesterday. Uh, against the Kaizen team who won their day, Rog, we know are decent, but that's emphatic from this from the Silk Grassroots sleeve sponsored PSG yes. reserves. Yeah, a, a, a surprising result, if I'm honest. I, I thought Kaizen would win that, um, but yeah, I mean PSG. I, I know their first team didn't have a game, so whether they whether they've got any registered from the first team and, and played them, I don't know. But either way, that's a, that's a fantastic result. Um, again, Tommy. The, the first team manager was very complimentary of, of Kaiser and said they, they've got some very good, very good footballers in the team. Um, yep. uh, and they, they, but they, they, they said their only problem is they, they like, they like to play high line. So I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving you secrets away, Kaizen. Um, Kaizen <laughs> liked, Kaizen liked to, to, like to be on the front foot. So they'll play a high line and, and they just got caught out. Um, and then it got to a point where it's, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not going to say they give up, but when you get to sort of three nil, maybe at half time, you sort of think it's a bit deflating. So, yeah, but um, I mean, take nothing away from pa- Palace Saint Germain reserves. Um, yeah, fantastic results out for them. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting big things from them now. Yeah, I mean that's that's a massive uh, a statement of intent, as we say on another part of the podcast. That uh, a six nil win against Kaiser, who are no slouches at all. Yeah, that makes PSG, that's PSG reserves have welcomed themselves to the the quarter municipal league with that result. Definitely mm. one to keep your eyes open um, this season. Uh, Surrey Park Rangers can't capitalise on their good win last week. 7-6 winners, of course, against Albo United this week. Um, they lose 2-1 to Gold Coaching. Uh, and Gold Coaching, that's 2-2 two two for them now, isn't it? 2-2, two two, yeah. 
They're yeah. looking like a good side. We know on their day what a good side they are. They, again, consistency is the only thing that beats them. Uh, and maybe yeah. this season, they could be uh, dark horses. Yeah, yeah. A, a flying start for them. I think that it was a 6 or 7 nil last week. I think it was. Um, Did they beat PSG Reserves last week? Didn't they beat Dynamo? Was it Dynamo Duppers they beat? Yeah, that's right. That's right. They beat Dynamo Duppers last week. Um, Surrey Park Rangers this week. Um, and, you know, and Surrey Park Rangers have score goals. Um, so to sort of to only 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 concede one against against Surrey Park Rangers is is shows that they they've got a mean defence. Um, they're scoring goals. So yeah, it bodes well for for goal coaching. Um, like you say, it'd, it'd be it'd be interesting to see whether they can. Keep a consistent, find consistency in their game, um, and and hoping and they'll be hoping they can sort of make make a play for the for the promotion. Absolutely, but a good win for goal coaching first for me. That goes down as a good win. Uh, sorry, Park Rangers again with that big win last week. <coughs> Much like PSG reserves, just putting their name on the map. Basically, we know what they did in Division Three last season, but this is this is a, a proper step up for them. So we yep. might we may find. Uh, teams like Surrey Park Rangers and Addington United uh, just finding their feet a little bit. I think from seeing Santola, I think their their style probably suits playing at a higher level too. They can go both ways where you feel like Surrey Park Rangers and Addington perhaps blew teams away with their with their attacking strength. Yep. Um, we felt like, I feel like having seen Santola in the flesh and I haven't seen Addington uh, and Surrey Park Rangers, but you can see that they were goal, they were an attacking side. Santola being able to go both ways is probably going to hold them in, in better stead in Division 1. That's my opinion and I'm, I'm happy to be shot down on that. Obviously, I've, I've not seen Addington or Surrey Park Rangers, but it, this is a big step up for both teams. Um, the last one in Division 1 put together two teams who... Uh, have been touted as title favourites in the league. Um, Woodside nil, South Sea Wanderers three. Now that is ominous. Like in the same way, in the same way the Quirden JFC result uh, in the Prem is ominous. South Sea Wanderers are at it straight away, and they look like a machine early doors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, a fantastic result. Um, I'm unexpected from my point of view. I, I thought I thought Woodside. Would have been strong enough to 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 get the result done. Um, just shows that South Sea Wanderers mean business this year. You know they they said on social media that that they had regrets from last season that they weren't happy with, with how how it played out. Um, yeah, and they, and they they they, they look like they mean business this year. Um, Strengthened in the right areas clearly um, yep. with the right level of player from champions in this division last season. Uh, I wouldn't have. Based on last season, we we know what a good team Woodside are going forward. They're probably more pleased with the clean sheet against a team like Woodside uh, than the three. They probably would have taken 2-1 or something like that. But to beat them 3-0, uh, uh, title rivals uh, this season, Division 1, that's a huge result in this division. Yeah, emphatic. Emphatic. They, they, they are, are going to be the ones with the target on the back, I think, now, this yeah. season. Absolutely. What a good division it's going to be. We're going to have so much to talk about uh, in Division 1 over the space of the season. Well done to South Sea Wanderers. Uh, back to uh, earning that shark tag that they that they got a couple of seasons ago now, I think. Uh, in Division 2, uh, five games in Division 2. South London Union winning 2-1 against Gold Coach in seconds. Um, a good win for Union. That's their first game, I want to say, Rog. Is it? Is, yeah. I think so. Uh, so a good win against uh, goal coach in seconds who have improved from last season, uh, South London Union back 
uh, on the pitch and winning 2-1. A good result for them. Um, a huge result, this one. Addison Corinthians uh, called the Sharks by most team, by most people that know um, their stuff around the Quirda Municipal. Uh, beaten 4-0 by Fulton Heath Rangers, Rog. We didn't see this one coming. Fulton Heath, uh, sort of bottom of the the bottom half of uh, teams last season in Division 3. Uh, now they're in Division 2, obviously, since the reshuffle. Uh, but beating title favourites, Addiscombe Corinthians, 4-0 is massive. Nil-nil at half-time. Don't know what happened in the game, whether there's a red, whether there's been a red card or something like that. But Adrian Spence for Fulton Eve Rangers, uh, full-time is telling me, with a hat-trick, he'll be yep. pleased with that. What a second half from Fulton Eve Rangers. Fantastic. I don't know if I was saying on the podcast last week where I was talking to someone else, but um, Thornton East Rangers have signed some good players. Um, you know, there was a player that I had on trial um, that they've taken. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I, I had I had, a, I had a feeling that they might might um, be in, in, in for a good season. Um, and off the back of this result, um, I, I, I'll stick to that. Yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic result. Um, Corinthians, I think they won handsomely last week didn't I think was it was it did they put seven past their opposition last week Corinthians um, we can check we can check if you like let me just yeah. check that quickly for you uh, the 25th no that was this weekend the, the 18th uh, let me just check uh, Corinthians beat KFC 7-1 last week yeah yeah so it's a fantastic result for for Thornton Heath Rangers. Um, Corinthians is probably a. Um, um, I, don't, I don't think it'd be anything to panic because they've not played football in such a long time. Just um, feet back on the ground, maybe maybe yeah. just a, a, a smack round the bum and just you know take notice and remember yeah. remember that they're playing football again now. They have dropped down a level, but just a little reminder that there are some decent teams there. I think yeah, that that's 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 it. Um, but you t- take nothing away from Fortney Rangers. It's a it's a it's a fantastic win, um, and I expect them now to build on this and and to really some gather some momentum. Absolutely, and well done to Fortney Rangers to, for keeping going. It could have been easy to throw the towel in, and just join the other teams. They weren't terrible last year, but they definitely underachieved. So these types of results are what we've probably should become expect, expectant of um, Fort Neath Rangers this season. Well done, boys. Uh, a massive game in Division 2 in terms of score. Uh, Croydon United, 8. KFC, 5. 3-1 at half-time, Rog. That means it was 5-4 in the second half, which is what a mad half. second half. <laughs> uh, Croydon United with a good win. 8-5 for the boys. Um, that sounds like a crazy game. Yeah, absolutely mental. Um, you know, Croydon United when they first stepped in the league last season, they were they were sort of the whipping boys. They were getting tonked every week. Um, midway through the season, they sort of found their feet, started picking up results, and and it, and they sort of carried that on this season. Um, a great result for them. Eight scoring eight goals um, is is fantastic. Defensively, they probably need to start shoring up a bit. Um, but yeah, fantastic result. KFC. They've not started the season well at all, have they? Um, I kind of feel for Nick uh, over, at, over at KFC. Um, I'm hoping that they can sort of put something together soon because otherwise it's going to be a, it's going to be a long arduous season for them. I mean, to score five goals and not win a game of football is is tough for any gaffer uh, to take. Um, but KFC, I mean, don't forget, um, Croydon United finished in the bottom the bottom three or four teams in Division Three last year. KFC. Or were a steady Division Two team, 
Um, so that's a big step up for for Quid and United, who have obviously improved um, quite a bit over the summer. Uh, KFC will be gutted, yeah, as I say, to score five goals in any game of football. You should not be walking away uh, the losers, especially with that spirited um, second half display. That probably gives the gaffer a little bit of hope, Roger. I know they've lost the game, but that second half display um, to come back, they've obviously got something there that they can build on with, with, with just, I know they lost uh, 5-4, but to, for that response, uh, it's decent. So hopefully um, they can pick up some points in other games. Yeah, fingers crossed. You know, like I said, it showed showed they've got some fight there. Um, they're not going to sort of throw the towel in. So yeah, you know, it, it gives them it gives them sort of sort of shoots of recovery, um, so to say. Yeah. So everything's a project. They might be resetting this season and going again. Uh, I don't know too much about KFC, but yeah, uh, well done to Quid and United though. The, the day belonged to them yesterday. Uh, FC twenty five lost six three at home to Huxley Guards. Huxley Guards. Beaten last week. They've returned this week with a win, uh, Rog. And FC 25 continue um, to underwhelm in that division. We've expected so much all this time. And I say yep. that every week about them. Uh, but yep. Huxley Guards getting a 6-3 win um, for them. That's light relief uh, after a torrid time uh, of the la- over the last 12, uh, 13 months. Um, a real good result for them. That's them in Division 2 and settled now and probably enjoying themselves again. Yeah, definitely, and and, and without, without trying to sway any votes, that would that for me, that's my result of the day. Um, seeing seeing Jim and the boys sort of finally pick up a league win, um, it's it's no more than they deserve. After you know they 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 took a step up last season into a high division before their time, um, they didn't they didn't throw the, the down tools or, or you know to give up. They they turned up week in week out. Um, gave us gave us gave as good as they got. Tried their best. Um, so yeah, to see a result like that. After what they've, like you said, what they've been through the last 12, 30 months is 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 really pleasing to see. Absolutely, well done, lads. Uh, Huxley uh, guards T- FC twenty five. Sorry if we're laying on a bit of pressure on you. I think that just shows what the, the teams and people around the quarter municipal think of um, FC twenty five as a decent side at that level, um, yeah. and they are underachieving uh, based yeah. on that that opinion. Um, hopefully, they can. Re, uh, go again next week and start getting some results. The last result <clears throat> from the Quota Municipal League games, South London Royals meeting new look uh, Sandersted. Uh, South London Royals social media, not entirely happy with the result. They were gutted with the last kick of the game um, that Sandersted equalised uh, and a four-all draw was shared. Um, a frustrating day for South London Royals, especially when you look at the likes of Fulton Eve Rangers um, and uh, who are their other title rivals, would you say? Uh, Fort Neath Rangers beating Addiscombe Corinthians, I guess, is the only good thing for South London Royals, but, but they'll be disappointed with a draw looking at other results on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, absolutely, they will be. Um, you know, Amari in the group chat was, I don't, I don't want to say making excuses, but sort of trying to say that they, he, I, I think he felt they maybe they were they were robbed of a win. Um, Sander said, was saying it, it was a, the four a draw was probably a fair result on the day, so you know whether which side you believe. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it, it's a good it's good signs for Sanders said. Uh, they lost last week. They've had a, they've had they've had a massive overhaul in in in, in playing 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 you know players and stuff. So yeah, pleased for them. They, they've got a point on the board, and that 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 will give them something to build on. Um, you know, a, a draw a, a draw with South London Royals. 
who are good, good sides. Um, you know, their manager, Gary, and, and all the players must be absolutely delighted with that. Absolutely. And well done. Uh, on a good point against the team who we fully expect to be in the, promotion, in the promotion places at the end of the season as a very, very minimum uh, South London Royals, Addison Corinthians and Fortney Rangers, probably now uh, the three we'd expect to be in those places. But you never know. This is Sunday football. Uh, into yep. uh, the London uh, the London Cups. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for your time. See you, next, see you on the other side. Uh, we'll talk about the other results first. Sadly, uh, well, not sadly, it was good for the Quarter Municipal teams. Um, Bos- uh, Cosmos United and Wheat Chief Athletic were part of the group of Southern Sunday teams who decided to vacate their places uh, in the uh, London Cup. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Cosmos and Wheat Chief did that because they were playing Quarter Municipal teams and not. Um, they were showing support to their their league, their league mates, uh, and a lot of the teams in the Southern Sunday vacated their positions. So Quid and JFC and Bosjam got um, awarded the games, and they're into the next round of the cup. Um, in the Junior Cup, uh, AFC Cholton from the Met League, their first team beat Dynamo Duppers six one. Um, I don't know how good AFC Cholton are, um, but. To, for Dynamo Duppers after last season to be conceding 13 goals in their last two games, Rog, uh, and only scoring one, um, I'm a little bit worried for them. I'm worried. Um, although I did see a tweet from Duppers yesterday evening saying they played the game with 10 men. Um, whether they had only 10 turned up, someone got injured, I'm not too sure. I just said that they played, played the full game with 10 men. Um, so he was saying his side gave it all and that, that was that was all they could muster with 10 men against against the Dash and Charlton side. Um, but yeah, aside from that, yes, I do, I, I'm, I'm beginning to worry for Duffus. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. To concede 13 goals in two games is is not very good. Um, mm. Only scored a one goal in return is even worse. Um, mm. Yeah, they, they're going to need to find something very soon. Um, Did they overachieve last year? Have they just had a worldie of a season last year? Every player in that, Duppers shirt has played 110% and that's got them to where they are or has something sort of worrying happened amongst the squad? Has it been a massive change from the gaffer in terms of formation or whatever their, their, their ethos or whatever they're trying to implement into the players and it's just not happening? It's hard to tell, but um, is, after that season last year, this is probably the worst start they could have had. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't I, I don't remember seeing them I mean, they're not that active on social media anyway, but I don't remember seeing or hearing any results from pre-season. So whether they didn't have a pre-season and the lads are just getting back into it, I don't know. It's, we, you know, we can speculate all we want. It's, but yeah, it's, it's worrying times for, for Dynamo Duffus and, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that they can, they can turn things around quickly because they were, they were a fantastic team last season. Um, and, and, you know, I, I had high hopes from again this season. Absolutely. I think we all did and we all felt a bit bad at uh, really overlooking them uh, last season in, in the whole thing with Albo. Um, we didn't give him a chance at any stage. And uh, yeah, I think this season we were really sort of spurring from to well, going. We wanted them to, to, to continue that progress, but that has not happened so far. Certainly not in September. Perhaps October is going to be a better month for Dino Dappers. Uh, Rog, last, last but not least. Um, yeah. We need we need uh, we need answers. Eleven nil, Sahar eleven lost yesterday uh, to Leverett and District side Mondial Lever- A. Yep, that's right. 
11 nil, Rod. What the fuck happened? So we, I was only going over there with a bare 11. I, I had a lot of people away and, and, and oh, whatever, they couldn't make the Sunday. Whether it was, I know some genuine were, genuinely were away. I, there was a few out in Eastern Europe somewhere, Slovakia, Slovenia for a wedding. I had a few away at, at I don't know what it was, uh, like Centre Park or somewhere. The rest, I don't know whether it was the fact it was it was travelling to Kingston for a game. I don't know, um, but I did have I, I should have had eleven. I had eleven and an eleven man squad to go over there with. Um, on paper, we should, you know we, I, I felt we was going to be all right. I'm not just going to say I'm, I'm not saying we would have gone on there over there and won, but you know I, I felt we could have competed. Yeah, uh, and got, you know I got I got to the I got to the ground. Uh, I was a bit late because I, I was running late from work. So I got to the ground about sort of quarter to 10. I told them half past nine, mate, there was there was three of us there. Um, you know, the rest of them turned up dribs and drabs um, by sort of 10, quarter past 10-ish. Yeah. So on, already on the back foot without without having a warm-up, getting ourselves ready. And then two players, well, one player rung me and said he wasn't feeling too good, wasn't too sure if he was going to make it. He was picking up someone else. Oh, no. Started the game with nine men, um, and then within I don't know within 20, 25 minutes I was down to seven because I had one, uh, two players injured. Um, you know the referee came up and asked us if we wanted to play on or or call the game. Um, the lads, I give credit to the lads that were there. I think they travelled all that way and they thought we're not going to just go pack up after twenty minutes. They they said let's just play on. We'll, mm. we'll give it. Um, so yeah, um, when you're playing against eleven. With seven players, um, oh, that's impossible. It is, yeah. And, and, and out of them, out of that, out of them seven, I only had two natural, two natural defenders. So yeah, it was on the back foot. I mean, from kickoff playing with nine was gonna was gonna always gonna be an uphill task, and then to drop down to you know play with seven was an impossible task. Um, so yeah, I mean, I the two turned up. I had two turned up at half time, but by that time, I think it was. I think by that time it was already five nil. Um, you know what? It, it was. It was. You know, there's not much more we can do. And um, yeah, some players need to. Some some players need to look at themselves in the mirror and you know decide whether this is for them. Whether yeah. that is, are they committed to the cause? Because you know, I can't. You can't be turning up to a game at half time. Just, 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 I mean, there's, there's for, for me, there's no excuse for it. You know, they they said they were got lost on the way up the, the sat nav. I put in the group in the and the postcard I put in the group chat took you exact to the grounds mm. right front door. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not going to make any excuses. We had seven players. You know, they 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 then they capitalised on that. That's just it. A massive response needed uh, from the Saha Eleven boys this week in a big game uh, yes. in the Michael Donovan Premier. Uh, Rog, there's not much really we can analyse that that type of defeat. You just have to crack on next week, put it behind you, give the players a go that obviously turned up on yeah. time and did their business uh, professionally as, or as best they could uh, and perhaps give the guys who, who didn't bother um, a lesson or, uh, or an hour on the bench or however you're going to deal with it. Uh, but that just can't happen. Uh, as such a good club as Saha with, with high standards, obviously, uh, the first team are doing what they're doing, and and you boys uh, in the in the uh, Quinn Municipal Prem uh, is a very good club to be involved in, and perhaps players need to 
interesting to be told how lucky they are to be playing in a club where you get they get everything given to them and it, and it, and you you know you've got lovely kits and and it's a great club with social media presence and all that stuff. It's it, it's uh, it's becoming hard for players to uh, appreciate all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes. Well, that's what it is, and it's it's a, it's a lack of respect for your for your teammates as well because you're this, this, the the nine that turned up on time and ready to play the game, you know, to turn up at half time and you're leaving them in the lurch is 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 just very disrespectful, um, you know. And I, 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 it's not something I could have done when I was playing um, to turn up at. You know, you'd always want to be be there, be on time, get a warm up in. At least then you should be you put yourself on 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 a, on on level level footing. But yeah, turn up late to to not get any sort of warm up in. Straight away, you're on the back foot, um, and and at and at this level, you, you just can't be doing that. Absolutely not. At least you can now. Are you into the Surrey Cup this year? Right? We have Surrey Cup as well. Um, so you can concentrate on winning that, and obviously the uh, the league, the the Prem Division, and the uh, League Challenge Cup is the yeah. is the aim this season. Definitely, yeah. You know, there's, there's still a lot to play. Um, you know, we've had. We had some strong words after just a few of us that were there. We had some strong words after the game. You know, I, I, I've got to give the seven, the nine that turned up on time, and the seven that wanted to carry on playing. I gave them some credit because it would have been easy at that point to say, Do you know what, enough, that no, that, you know, give them the win. We'll just go yeah. home. Um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give them some credit. Um, there, there is some fight there. Um, it's just the, the, you know the guys that were late and, and others that probably probably thinking this oh, it's a bit too far to travel. They need to sort of have a look at themselves and and um, you know show a bit of fight as well now. Absolutely, mate. We'll talk about your game next week, where where the players need to show up and uh, and be counted uh, in the next section. I'll speak to you soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So now over to Westfar and Gibbs. Gibbs, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. The best league around. <laughs> it's looking that way this season. A uh, very good season uh, in West for this season. We're going to go through all of the results from yesterday, uh, the 25th of September, uh, and then uh, we'll talk about your game in the uh, London Cup yesterday. Gibbs or Kent Cup, was it? Which one was it yesterday? Uh, London Cup yesterday. Uh, a close game against a very good side. Uh, probably your toughest test. So far, um, it was a very tough test, mate. A very tough test, but one that we probably should have maybe come through at some stage. But, um, just moments of madness, moments of madness, uh, put a stop to that. We'll talk about it in detail, uh, later on when we get there. But let's run through uh, all the fixtures from yesterday, all the results, should I say, from yesterday in the Prem. Uh, Red Velvet 4, Mildeen 3. Mildeen unable to capitalise on a good result uh, last week. Uh, Gibbs, Red Velvet are flying. And if teams don't keep up with them, uh, they could find themselves uh, well ahead. They're going to be a prospect, uh, a tough prospect for anyone this season. Yeah, Red Velvet are setting the pace and they're setting their stall out. But Mildeen, um, lots of improvements you can see from them. 4-3, from yeah, 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 definitely. I don't I think... think- <clears throat> that wouldn't have been the result last season for Mildin. They've definitely improved. That's a great. That's actually uh, promising for them because we know Red Velvet have been together for years. So that's a good yeah, sign definitely. for Mildin. I think it was uh, Mildin were winning at one stage as well, maybe three two, um, and it was a very late goal um, for Velvet as well to nick it. But 
good side, obviously, they do that. Good sides go to the end. Um, but Mildeen, lots of positives again. Three yeah. goals against a very good side. And um, that they, they can carry on building. And I think that they're going to have a good season, Mildeen, this year. I think so too. As you say, um, there's no, no one wants to lose games of football. But I think last season, uh, if they came up against the Red Velvet like this season, they would have been handily dispatched, basically. But this season is looking a lot better for Mildeen. So well done to everyone down there. Uh, obviously, um, a turnover of players this for this season as has paid dividends for them with much better uh, much better performances overall in the league. Well done, lads. Uh, in the senior, uh, Northern Eagles two, into Belvedere three. Uh, again, much like uh, Red Velvet uh, into Belvedere have started the season, and it looks scary for anyone that has to play them this year. They're flying, aren't they? They're answering. I mean, anybody, any league, any division. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be playing into Belvedere. No, any challenge put in front of them, they're answering all the questions and they're un- they're unlocking all the doors and they've stepped up and uh, well, it looks like the right decision for them at the minute. Into Belvedere are flying, scoring goals as well. Um, maybe so the could... scene, maybe the senior isn't <laughs> high enough. What do you think? Could have gone prem. Could have gone prem. <laughs> if they would have gone prem, I probably would have got bumped to the senior. So I can't say that. So stay where you are. <laughs> uh, other senior games, uh, a big result for Crayford Arrows. 6-0 away to Elton Rovers after their great start. Metrogas asking us to put this result on the fucking podcast. We've put it on the podcast. 6-0, Gibbs. Uh, probably points push, towards... Push, push, a... gas. Push, push, <laughs> gas. Well, Crayford Arrows got the win, but uh, Elton yeah. Rovers, perhaps perhaps a, a heavy night out the night before the reason for that one, because they've started brilliantly this year. Yeah, what a result as well. Uh, yeah, Elton Crayford Rose, Arrows, fantastic. Crayford Arrows, obviously, 6-0, though, symphatic statement. Um, well done to them. It's a, that's, a great, that's a great result. And to be honest, probably one that is going to be right up there for result of the week out of the four. Yeah, it's. I mean, that one is a that's a, an absolute battering of of two good teams. That doesn't really happen t- uh, between teams we expect to be in the top the top three or four in the division uh, at the end of the year. Uh, but Crayford Arrows, obviously, a very good team. We know that uh, we didn't see that result coming, but that's a fantastic result. Well done, boys, uh, Elton Rovers. Go again next week. Hopefully, they can lift themselves. We've seen uh, their reactions to uh, to, def- to defeats have, has been negative. In the past, hopefully, uh, they can put that right next week. Uh, in the uh, the last game in the senior, another big result. Uh, a fancied Irith Belvedere travelling to Forza Greenwich yesterday, Gibbs, uh, and Forza getting a 2-0 win against Irith and Belvedere. A fantastic result again for Forza Greenwich. Reminding people not to take your eyes off them. Definitely not. I mean, take nothing away from the result for Forza. It's a cracking result. But uh, Irith and Belvedere, very fancied, but... Just seemed to be a bit hit and miss. Obviously, 2-0 up last week. Um, pegged back to 2-2. 2-0 loss this week. It just seemed to be a bit... Um, there's no consistency there with them at, um, at the minute. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough one. But for a great result for them, though. Yeah, it's a tough... It's a, it, consistency is key in, in any, any level of football. Uh, and uh, here from Belvedere, just giving people a head start in September at the moment. Not been... The uh, start we expected from them, we expected them to be more comfortable uh, given their exploits as Ryfield Vipers in the Met League. Um, they've come across to Westfar and proven again that Westfar um, isn't the easy touch that teams, I think, that join the league think it's going to be. We know the quality uh, is there and teams obviously don't do their homework properly because um, Westfar is a very good league. I'm not suggesting that here from Belvedere thought it was going to be easy. Um, but, but definitely rifled vipers uh, their other their other 
this their other sort of guys was a was a good team uh, and we expected more from them uh, into division one another shock result kingsford talking about consistency gibbs Ki- yeah, uh, kingsford losing three two to kingfisher uh struggling kingfisher we think this season uh kingsford erratic has got to be the word to put to their name this season if this was in the betting shop that would have been a coupon buster because yeah. everyone probably backed kingsford on that one but Take nothing away from Steve down there uh, at Kingfisher, and uh, they did have a struggle pre-season, but uh, to get that win there over a good Kingsford side, uh, that's good, and hopefully that's a, a sign of things to come for them, and they, and they can build and and get back to uh, having a reliable squad of, of players and and, uh, and have a good season. Yeah, they're they're a good bunch, uh, Kingfisher. They are a good side. I've refed them a few times uh, over the last couple of seasons, and um, yeah, yeah. But Kingsford, obviously. That youth with with youth sometimes becomes uh, sometimes brings a bit of inconsistency, uh, and perhaps that's what we expect of Kingsford. Maybe they'll be up for the the top teams uh, in the in the league or in cups yeah, and maybe, things like that. And maybe struggle. they struggle. A wrong mindset on this one and thought that uh, they was gonna uh, turn Kingfisher over. But we've got yeah. Kingfisher in the in the cup, so we'll have a we'll have a look at them. <laughs> nice one. Uh, the big game in Division One yesterday. Uh, Woolwich Royals promoted uh, as champions last season uh, into Division One. Uh, Barna has come down from the um, from the senior uh, to Division One, but a close game. Uh, Woolwich Royals gutted with this one, Gibbs. They felt they deserved something out of the game, but Barnhurst doing what they do uh, and getting the game over the line. Five four to Barnhurst, though. That was a bit too close for comfort for them. Well, I think Barnhurst were four one up, four two up, I think, and then uh, from what I'm reading, then Woolwich Royals got back to four four, and then when you've put it all in and got back to four four to lose it five four is probably it's gutting for the Woolwich Royals lads because they've really they've obviously really had a good go at that. But Barnhurst, you look at that now, nine goals there. They had an eleven goal game last week. They've had twenty goals in being involved in twenty goals in their games in two games. Yeah, it's, it's very un very un Barnhurst. Like I know that I know they say. Both teams to score, Barnhurst to win as their like as their bet. If you're going to bet on them, if you can, but for them to be involved in that high scoring game, it's very unlike them. They're all, they've clearly changed the tactics some <laughs> summer because they're much more. Open all out the attack. They're playing five up front. Yeah, and kill it, kill goal. Perhaps the extra year in his in his bones, he can't get down to those corners as good as he used to be able to. <laughs> I'm knows? sure he'll you for that one. <laughs> he'll probably call me the appropriate name next time I see him. <laughs> uh, in Division Two, uh, Advent Mighty Royals two, Adidas Athletic three. Uh, Adidas uh, seem to have found their stride, Gibbs, uh, in cups and in the league. Uh, they're going to be a tough. They're going to be a tough game for anyone. Yeah, there will always be a tough game for everyone. But I think uh, Advent Mighty Royals obviously lost four 0 last week. Um, I would have thought, to be honest, Adas won 7-0 last week. I would have thought that this might have been a bit more of a, a wider margin for Adas, really. Um, does that matter? Is, does that matter? As long as no, you get the win? the win? The win's the win. But, I mean, it just shows you, you can't take nothing for granted in this league because, obviously, uh, AMR, just 3-2 there. It's, it's, it sounds a lot closer to for comfort yeah. than it should have been maybe for Adidas, but they've got over the line. They've got the three points, um, which is all that matters. But uh, like I said, uh, anything can happen in these leagues, really. Absolutely. We've, it's always, I think, more the results against each other, uh, against the title hopers. So, you know, obviously, Bexy Hawks are the favourites, yourselves, uh, Footscray Lions and Adidas, probably the top four favourites uh, in the league. It will be the games against each other. 
uh, that will that will bring the title. I think that just getting the win over the line is the first. Well, the, ne- the next result is um is a testament to that, really, because you would have probably had this the other way around. I mean, a lot of goals in this game, and uh, yeah, do you want to read that one out for us then, Gibbs, as you jumped ahead? Sorry, mate. I was just it was just the league. Sorry, Falconwood obviously beating Bexley Hawks five goals to four, so nine goals yeah. in the game. But again, you'd have probably tipped the Hawks for that one because I don't they are know the favourites. They are the title favourites, and uh, that's an upset, really. And uh, from what I was hearing, I think old Gaz has tried to pull the wool over our eyes, but he tried to say that Falconwood didn't have the same team as they had last year, that none of the Saturday mob were playing. And uh, they're two for two in the league. I think he's pulled a few pants down, if I'm honest, but we'll see. It's a cracking cracking result for him. Um, And the Hawks would probably be disappointed with that. They're entitled to play the teams that are, the players that are signed to the club, and I, I like the whole thing that's going on with Falconwood at the moment. They've got a lovely ground on a Saturday at Phoenix, uh, and Gary and Ollie are top people in terms of football, running their football club uh, in the best way that they see fit, uh, and it's a way that I probably look at and and say, yeah, if that was me, I'll be doing it the same that they'd be doing it. Play your best eleven on a Sunday. I mean, Division Two is a competitive division, and some of those players uh, that play on a Saturday. Uh, are playing at Count, Kent it's County not, level. It's not a competitive division week, Doug. It's the best division. <laughs> it's the third best division. No, it is a, it is a very competitive. There's uh, there's teams in there that can take points off each other. Yeah. And maybe now we, maybe now we need to start keeping keeping track of Falconwood as well as um, Bexley Hawks. Perhaps Falconwood going in as second favourites to to Bexley Hawks. Mate, hundred percent. Falconwood might they're one to twelve on for the win for the league. <laughs> Uh, the last game in Div 2 Junior Reds Athletic 1 Duchess of Kent 1 uh, a tough start to the season Duchess of Kent playing Peckham Rye and Footscray Lions uh, and then they get their first points on the board in the league against Junior Reds Athletic probably uh, a welcomed point uh, to Duchess of Kent and a little bit of relief Gibbs after two you know tough tough games against top opposition yeah, I think it was a late goal for them as well, from what I read on Junior Reds' report. Um, I think that's just a Kent scored late on, so both of them needed a point to get off the marks. I think uh, Junior Reds obviously lost to Footscray, didn't they, as well? So um, both of them, it's a point on the board, and um, they, they can build off that, but they're going to need to start getting some wins soon, Duchess of Kent, that's for sure, because they're three games now, three league games without a win. Yeah, I mean, two two <laughs> tough ones. You probably, probably can discount those, uh, but that late winner, They'll look to use that as a springboard uh, and use late that equalizer. as momentum. Yeah, equalizer. a late, a late equaliser. Sorry, uh, to get the point. Uh, that will be good for the boys. That will that will uh, give their energy going into the next game. Uh, in Division Three, Avery Hill getting a result we finally expected of them. Gibbs six nil winners against Bexley Wanderers, uh, your sparring partners last season uh, in Division Four. Um, Listen, our, our whipping boys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you beat them a lot, but they were they were the sort of they were no, one we of the better did, teams. We never did that. We never did that to them, though. To be fair, Avery Hill have um, have done a job on them there, and that's a, yeah. that's a cracking result. Um, never saw that one coming. To be honest, I thought that game would be a lot a lot closer than what it is. But we we did with the start that Avery Hill have had. Everyone shouting about them, saying how great they were, uh, and we hadn't seen that really with the first couple of results for them. Uh, that draw against um, the 69ers. Uh, and last week's result not being—I can't remember what the result was. If I'm if off the top of my head, uh, uh, but, I think, yeah, drew. Did they drew against the 69s? I think they lost last week. Uh, so a six-nil win against Bexley Wanderers—a uh, great result for Avery Hill. More 
uh, of that needed from them if they're going to hit the heights expected of them uh, this season. Uh, so good luck to them. Uh, Bexy Wanderers left to lick their wounds and go again next week. Uh, Fleet down. It, go on, mate. Sorry, I think it was what we spoke about, though, with Bexley Wanderers. I think I saw something on the Avery Hill report. Um, I think it was about um, uh, how many players they had on the day, Bexley Wanderers. So we did, we did mention that last week about their availability and the uh, consistency of their squad. Mm. Well, if they're going to be let down by players uh, in these big games, then they could probably uh, just hope for... Um, a, a, a standard season uh, they would look in, they probably would look to progress uh, after last year uh, it may be a tough year if they're not getting the numbers hopefully they can uh, sort that issue out uh, Fleet down lost 1-0 to Bexley Heath these results will pop up uh, from time to time to Bexley if they are a good team especially at this level uh, in Division 3 we expect them to be uh, a gatekeeper type team Gibbs in Division 3 don't know if you finish above Bexley Heath then you're going to be uh, there or thereabouts in the title chase yeah, one nil as well. Close game. They're the sort of yeah. games you, like, you know what I mean. And after you celebrate that one nil win, like you've just literally won the cup because they're such good games to play in. Um, like you say, Bexley, very experienced team. Always going to be a hard day, um, and I'm sure Fleet Down will uh, will learn from that, you know, and uh, they'll take a lot of positives from the game as well. Absolutely, still a new team to West for still finding their feet. A massive jump up this season from uh, the best league uh, in West for last season to Division 3 this season. Um, yeah, so a big a big jump for them. Uh, and they'll be they'll be using this first set of games to to work out their opposition and see where they are. Uh, New Park lose again, Gibbs. Fancied New Park lose 3-1 yes. uh, to uh, New Boys, Tudor, Tudor Sports Rangers from the OBD SFL last season. 3-1 winners. Uh, New Park not, not doing it at the minute. Definitely not. This I mean, this one was close to making result of the week. Um making my poll but um <laughs> but yeah it's a good result for Tudor sports um considering the way they've they've their uh, early results have gone and new park just gone a bit off the boil uh really last few weeks but um yeah really that's a, a really good result for Tudor sports i don't know too much about them as a club obviously just coming on from the open and bromley new park are a new team but um yeah great result for them and uh, well done a really good result for Tudor Sports. I think they won in the cup last week uh, as well. So that's two wins on the bounce for them. I think New Park, uh, that's two lost on the bounce for them now as well. Uh, yeah. After being fancied, older heads, I think, in the team. But uh, that's not gone against teams in Westford. That old that older heads against young team, that usually means the boys know how to manage a game. Uh, but yesterday, obviously, Tudor Sports Rangers too much for New Park. And getting the win. Well done to them. The last game in Division 3, uh, South East Athletic Maroon draw one all with Junior Reds Sports. Both uh, Junior Reds teams getting draws yesterday. When we've said about South East, South East Athletic Maroon, gives, they're a tough outfit for anyone. Uh, they're not going to lose too many this year. No, very good defensively. Like I've said um, numerous times already that pre-season they was very good defensively. But I think goals is going to be their problem going forward. They don't If they don't they don't seem to at the minute and they're not scoring more than one goal. And I think that might be their downfall. They're very solid at the back, but going forward could be the problem. Get a goal scorer, mate. They could be laughing. Mm. The, the fabled goal scorers are the, and goalkeepers seem to be the hardest to find in Sunday league football. But South East Athletic Maroon won't mind if they've got that strong base. Uh, that, goal keep, that goal scorer could come along uh, and enlighten their season or someone within the squad can find their shooting boots. I'll be honest, it wouldn't surprise me under the season if you looked at all the leagues in West and they had the best defensive record. Okay. 
fair enough. Uh, in, in Division Four, Eltham Lions reserves are on the bounce on the back of their win against Northern Eagles last week on penalties destroy uh, Suffolk Dynamo's their first game in Westford is a 6-1 defeat to the young, energetic team uh, at Elton Lines Reserves. And I must say, Gibbs, I can see them doing really well this season in Division 4. Yeah, they're on fire, aren't they, really? Um, full of full of confidence, full of momentum. Um, each game as it comes, scoring goals. Um, there's not a bad word to say about Elton Lions really, as a club. They're both both very good sides, both very strong sides. And you wouldn't want to be playing the reserves, Elton Lions Reserves at, this, at these sort of times at the minute because... Their form is just impeccable at the minute. Absolutely great. And obviously using that impressive win on penalties and that performance, back backs against the wall performance against Northern Eagles. Uh, back in their division, clear how comfortable they are uh, at Division 4 level against New Boys, uh, Southwark Dynamos, who will have who will have struggled uh, with that one yesterday. But they can go again next week, knowing uh, that they've played one of the best teams in the league yesterday. Uh, Welcome the rest, to yeah, very much so. Uh, in Division yeah. 4, Chimera and AFC Bexley, uh, in tribute to the man himself, shared a Desmond. Um, oh, a, I, I've, I've got a match report. A match report from AFC Bexley. Yeah. Please do read it out. We do love a match report. Yeah, boy. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a look. Lucky you reminded me there because I completely forgot about that. Uh, right, sorry, I'm here now. I'm here. I'm with you. Okay, anything in brackets? I've got a member not to read out because uh, that's not part <laughs> of the report. <laughs> yeah, he did text me last week to say yeah. apologies for his referee stuff, but um, yeah, he uh, I, I did he, explain I, I read it off the cuff so I don't um, I don't look at them. So this is the first time I'm reading it now. So it says Chimera 2 AFC. Bexley 2 battle on the hill I heard you say it was a slope last week on the pod but my word I didn't expect that game was 1-0 after 3 minutes we were shooting uphill but flew out the blocks on the 15th minute Chimera scored a weldy flicked the ball over a defender's head and volleyed it from just inside the box into the top bins (laughs) Three, three keepers wouldn't have saved it we missed the penalty for the second week in a row criminal this one was saved though and it was a good save but the same player who missed then scored a few minutes later to make it 2-1 to us at half-time. The first half was anyone's really, with Chimera probably having most of the chances going downhill. Second half, we was <laughs> we was Daniel, really. <laughs> we dominated, we flew out of the blocks again, and in the fifth uh, and in the first 15 of the half, we hit the post twice and missed two good golden chances. Chimera got one back on the counter-attack and once it was 2-2, they dug in deep for 30 minutes and we couldn't break them down. Despite the possession we had, they still had their fair share of chances. This half, but our keeper made some good saves. Ironically, both teams won the half that they were shooting uphill. Despite both teams dominating the half, they were shooting downhill. A fair result based on the game. So, uh, appreciate that, lads at AFC Bexley. Yeah, thank you, lads. I know that pitch down at uh, Belvedere. Uh, it's a very, very <clears throat> prominent slope. It's a tough one as well. Probably one of the toughest uh, you can play on. Um, so, yeah, Bexley winning the second half 2-1. Chimera uh, starting to see they played a hell of a lot of friendlies. Uh, and maybe now with those minutes in the legs, Gibbs, they're just starting to to feel the benefit. Although they did take some 
some beatings in pre-season. Maybe those minutes now are starting to pay off against a team in AFC Bexley, who we do expect uh, to be up there at the top of Division 4. 100%. And if if you could give a draw for a result of the week, that would that would probably be it, to be honest, because, again, you probably wouldn't, no one would have probably give Chimera um, a chance, really, when they saw that fixture come out, the way yeah. AFC were playing. So fair play to them for sticking at it and um, scoring a weldie and obviously getting a, getting a draw out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Has the end of reserves. Uh, lost 2-1 to Beacons. New look Beacons, a young Beacons. Um, the light is shining, Gibbs. It's a lighthouse. It's, it's warning ships away from the shore. It's, it's full switch, full beam. <laughs> Fair play to Be- Beacons uh, after a couple of torrid years. Uh, Gibbs, they, they finally uh, find that, found their feet. Uh, and as I say, the light is shining. That's back-to-back wins for them, isn't it? Yeah. And a draw on the opening day when they was 2-0 up against a Highfield side as well. So they're doing really well. And um, it's good because... We like to see teams that have not had the best of seasons and they've stuck at it and then um, and then it comes good for them. We, we like we like those sort of stories on the pod. So well done, Beacons. And um, yeah, keep going and keep up the good work. Yeah, absolutely. Chuffed for the boys because it's been, it has been a very tough uh, couple of seasons for them at least. Um, but yeah, it's nice to see a refresh and a reset is paying dividends for them. So well done, Beacons. Uh, the last game in Division 4, South Ballers 4-1 winners against Thamesmead Town. Uh, Gibbs, and that's a couple of good results, uh, a couple of pleasing results for the South Ballers management now and the boys. I imagine that's a that's a good win against New Boys, Thamesmead Town. The Ballers, 4-1 winners. Good start for them in the league as well. Um, Thamesmead Town, I think, just still finding their feet. Um, not, nonetheless, take the South Ballers have been there and they've learnt from it and um, they were obviously reaping the the benefits after that win of, um, of consistency and um, getting everyone there. So, Good three points for them and uh, wish them all the best. Well, not yeah. all the best. They got Peckham Marie this week, but we wish them <laughs> a certain level of all the best. Yeah, we wish you every game and involve, not involving a Peckham Marie team the best. A yeah. uh, lot of hardworking people behind the scenes uh, at South Ballers. You cannot criticise them for the work rate that they do put in, you must admit. Uh, in Division 5, uh, Greenwich Hotshots won the Foresters. Uh, for a big win for Foresters, Foresters are going to be a good team in Division Five. The Hot Shots, uh, they're just not, they're just not at it this season. This is not, they're, we're not used to seeing Greenwich, this. Greenwich Cold Shots, yeah, Greenwich Cold Shots, definitely. They're not, um, they have not started well, but Foresters going about it very nicely as well, isn't they? What yeah. a club! What a club what created a- from, <laughs> from like advertising and and players just turning up and training with each other. Uh, a massive rebuild early doors last year after some. Uh, some negative sort of uh, experiences yeah. in games and stuff, and the, the the gaffers swung the 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 axe. I mean, they're called the axe. The, the, the Foresters axe. Do you know yeah, what I mean? he swung the axe, got rid of the troublemakers, got them into a cup final, and turned these boys into uh, title uh, title hopers in Division Five. Fair play and full credit to the lads because, um, like you say, their reputation sometimes wasn't the greatest. Um, he's done what he needed to to keep his club going. Um, recruited well, scoring goals, um, going about things very nicely. And you wouldn't rule them out winning the league or a cup final this year. So um, again, another another good story that we like to um we like on the pod. Absolutely. Well done to Foresters. Greenwich hot shots. You need to you need to come on the shots, don't they? No, they're the cold shots from now on. Greenwich cold shots, that's what we call them. Uh, the big result in uh division five, sending them to the top of the table, Sid Cup eight. Uh, Hartford Athletic Blues three. It's been a tough start for 
uh, Hartford Athletic Blues. Don't forget the reserve team uh, to Hartford Athletic that we knew from last season. Uh, but Sid Cup don't care one bit. Gibbs, top of the table in Division 5 at the moment after uh, two or three games, but 8-3, not quite the perfect result, but still a good one. Yeah, definitely. I feel for Hartford Blues as well. Um, new team, obviously, um, finding their feet still. And uh, it don't get uh, it don't get easier for them. I mean, Sig Cup have been around a few seasons. They've took a few, few heavy defeats themselves. Um, obviously, now they're handing them out. Um, I mean... They might. That's a good old-fashioned piping that we saw, that we saw start dishing out last week. And they've they've continued it this week, haven't they? I've got the pipe out. I mean, <laughs> Hartford Blues. You can only hope that. Um, I'm sure their luck will change. They've got the underdogs in two weeks in the cup, so um, I'm sure they'll they'll be the favourites for that one. In the best division in Westfar, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division Six. The best division. The fifth best division. <laughs> uh, lesser FXI. Uh, that Lesser FXI turned out this week against the Greenwich Challenge Vets and lost 2-0. Uh, a good, a real good time story, uh, Greenwich Challenge Vets in uh, Westford. They're genuinely uh, a Vets team. Maybe a couple of players sneaking under that 35-year-old um, threshold, Gibbs. Uh, but what a, great, what a great story Greenwich Challenge Vets is. Holding their own now in Division 6. Uh, yeah. And we'll certainly have a say uh, in the in the title challenge this season. Yeah, I mean, Leicester have not started. I mean, last season they started like a house on fire, didn't they? Yeah. Um, won their first few games, top of the league. Um, this season, not so much, but um, Greenwich Challenge Vets, fair play to them. And 2-0, um, clean sheet. That experience is proving um, paying off dividends. So well, well done to them. Yeah, well done, boys. Uh, well done to the Challenge Vets. Now some London Cup games. Uh, Broccoli from the OBDSFL. Uh, and Push Athletic from Westford drew 2 all uh, at the end of time. Uh, and Broccoli taking the game 3-2 on penalties. The OBDSFL team uh, winning the bragging rights between the two leagues there. Uh, Duke of Clarence from the Met League won 4-3 against Hartford Athletic. Good and result. Good result for Duke of Clarence. I know a lot of teams are quite pleased to see uh, the back of the London Cup this season. Uh, Eltham Town. Uh, didn't play their game against Farnborough Firsts in the Sunday Trophy. Uh, why Farnborough Firsts are in the Trophy, I never know. Um, they should be in the in the Challenge Cup, but they're not. Um, Peckham Rye against Long Lane Gibbs. Uh, Long, Long Lane, previously known as Sporting Club Thamesmead in the OBD SFL Prem, was their peak. Uh, four all at the end of 90 minutes, mate. Tasted the bitter taste of defeat and penalties uh, against the top side, it has to be said. How do you feel about the game? Um, do you know what? Lots of positives for us to take from the game. Um, the only time that we was ever trailing was uh, at 4-3. We, we went 1-0 up. Um, we uh, we got caught out holding the ball too long in the centre of the park. They equalised. And then really and truly, we've scored two good goals, 3-1 um, at half-time. Um, and we started the second half. They, they was on the front foot, take nothing away from them. They, they probably had a, a bit more possession than us with the ball. Um, second half, they were they was they was on top, but we was managing it. And then I'm not. I have to be honest. Like it was just an absolute moment of madness. Literally a, a crazy fucking head rush. The keeper. They've took a throw in near the corner flag into the area, and it's, the keeper doesn't even need to be there. If I'm being honest, without like digging him out. And he's just come running out and took the geezer out. He's just given him a penalty. 
Um, 3-2 they scored. Then obviously their towels are up. They they got a little uh, entourage and that at the side. Do you know what I mean? Um, supporting um, G and the lads up. They got back with, a, to be honest, with a weldy of a goal, to be honest. It was a cracking finish. Geezer's called it on the off volley. Um, straight over the keeper's head. Great. It was a really good goal. Um, so three all. Um, they got a they got a free kick. To be honest, that weren't a free kick. Um, and uh, some of the referees' um, decisions yesterday very questionable, very very questionable. Um, and uh, they scored the free kick. Uh, and then we literally about two minutes ago we got a penalty. Uh, four four went to penalties. Um, I'll be honest with you, our penalties as a team were woeful. Um, I mean, they missed two as well. They hit, they, uh, they uh, keep a safe one. And uh, I think the geezer hit one wide if memory serves. So, but we, it was no, no um, excuses from us. Do you know what I mean? They, uh, they, uh, I'd like to be honest with you. First half, I think was ours. Second half was theirs. And they probably edged it second half and probably were good for the win. Um, very good game. I think it was. They said it was their toughest game, and it was. It was. It was our toughest game as well. And full credit to them. After everyone shook hands, there was no in the game. There was lots of lots of talking and little bits of bags here and there, and uh, lots of ref refs and from the sidelines as well. It was probably a tough game to officiate as well. But um, after he said to me, the ref, I, I don't think it was my best performance. I've, I've made mistakes and stuff. I've, I've, I've got a few bits here wrong in there. Like I said, look, we all make mistakes. Players give the ball away. Managers make the wrong subs. It, it happens. Do you know what I mean? It's no one's fault because obviously we've conceded four goals. He's not told our keeper to come rushing out. I felt sorry for our defence yesterday because it sounds crazy and because we conceded four, but mm. they was on. They played really well at defence yesterday. And I know that sounds like the craziest remark to say we conceded four and the defence have played well, but they, from all across, right back to left back, they played really well. None of the goals were their fault. So I did feel um, I did feel from yesterday. But as a team, we've, we've took another good side to to penalties. We've uh, we've not been outclassed um, and we've not been walked over. Um, we've held our own and um, we wish them good luck, you know, in the next round. It's, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much that's what there is to say, really. I mean, if if you can find positives in a loss, it sounds like you found them. Uh, you've got bigger fish to fry elsewhere. I'm, I'm again the London Cup. Um, it's a bit mad that some teams found themselves into the trophy, given that they're in the top the top two divisions elsewhere. Uh, but some teams, some leagues, mix up their teams. I don't think Long Lane were in the wrong cup. I think that's a. I thought this was going to be a very equal game. I think we spoke about it last week. I, I think both. There's nothing between the two teams, and that's proven has proven yesterday with a four-all draw, uh, and probably just some crap penalties from you boys. By the sound of it, that's the difference. Oh yeah, our penalties were poor, and but you can't. The, the lads that stepped up, they were brave enough to put their hand up and say, you know what, I'll have one. And yeah. under the pressure, so I wouldn't, knock, I wouldn't knock any of them. Um, no. It's just sometimes penalties is a lot, really. Sometimes it goes for you, sometimes it don't. And yes, it's gone for us a few times, and it's, and but yesterday it didn't. It weren't, it weren't our day. And like you say, we've got a lot of games. Um, Long Lane were, were good for the win on penalties, and uh, good luck to them in the in the next round. You know, fair enough. Uh, Springfield United lost two one to Athletic Dildal from. 
the Met League. Cell, uh, I think that's the old West for um, the old West for side rebranded. Uh, they won four nil against Springfield United Blues. Uh, Chris Elliott turning up yesterday uh, and watching both of these. <laughs> Pissed on, the, piss on the water bottles, though, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Omar definitely uh, after last season having such a a good year uh, is going to want to stop this run of defeats. Uh, I, I think it's starting to look had, a bit worrying. He's had the vote of confidence from the board. Oh no! The, 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 he's, Varillo and Arthur have given him the dreaded vote of confidence. He could be out of a job in two weeks. So, Mark. yeah, I've seen Chris Elliott back on uh, social media putting his name about to try and take the management off of him at Springfield Blues. It was disgusting to see. He's putting his name in the app, mate. To be honest, they sound like they need a rebrand. <laughs> uh, I heard yeah, the hashtag Elliott in was was trending. Yeah, I saw that as well. It was, it was horrible to see, wasn't it? Such treacherous behaviour in 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 his own club treacherous <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stonks Argyle win 2-1 against Elton Palace their poor start to the season continues I don't know anything um, about the Stonks or where they're from or whatever but uh, Elton Palace their, top, their poor start because continues because Argyle done a job on them didn't they yeah they got stonked El- Elton Palace got stonked yesterday uh, Bexley Knights crash out of the London Cup against Haywards uh, Elmstead uh, under 21s uh, lose 4-0 to Westford's uh, SE Niners, a good result for the Niners. Uh, the SE going Niners. along nicely. Yeah, a good result. Uh, Metro yeah, Massive. To the boys down there. Metro Massive uh, showing that little bit uh, extra that they had yesterday. Uh, got them through the game against Peckham Wright. A 4 uh, 2. Gibbs, did you hear any news from Steve on the performance yesterday? Uh, yes, I did, yeah. What did he say? Um, what did he have to say to us? After that good, good performance uh, against Jam. Uh, he probably correct to to have some expectations to win this one, but it didn't happen. No, he, um, I'm just sorry. It's caught me a little bit off guard here. I'm literally trying to find um, um, what he what he said. I just I don't think that um, that they 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 turned up really yesterday. Um, he said they they was on top for the majority of of the game, but just made stupid mistakes um, and ended in a four two loss. Um, their striker went off injured after the hour. Um, he said they're scoring goals, but they're just, they're just leaking them in a minute. Disappointing for the boys, as I say, they took uh, Westford's finest in jam uh, all the way uh, the other week. Uh, so they they could have expected um, a stronger performance against Metro Massive, but Metro Massive uh, get through to the next round. 4-2 winners uh, against Peckham Wright. A uh, old peeps, uh, vets, uh, win 5-2 uh, against uh, Sporting Greenwich. Sporting Greenwich crash out. Uh, Two London up Cup. as well at half-time, Greenwich. Yeah. Look at that. A, a good performance from uh, from their opposition. I don't. I think they play in the North Kent League, uh, their opposition. So a bit of an away day for Sporting Greenwich. But um, they've got bigger fish to fry uh, in the best division in Westford this season. Oh. Uh, Dancing Albion, 8-1 winners against South London Doves. Uh, Dancing Albion's good start continues, waving the Westford flag uh, in the in the London Sunday Junior Cup. A good South one. South London Doves eight one hell of a beating. Yeah, they did. Uh, EWD Eagles uh, given their game against Vicky Park Vikings yesterday, uh, and Turk Ozak. I think they folded from the from the league yep. completely. Uh, they gave their game to FC Deptford some time ago. Uh, in in across uh, beating Broccoli four three. I'm sure Broccoli reserves four three. I'm sure that's some kind of um, derby. derby. Yeah, right Broccoli and Newcross. 
yeah, not not far from each other. Uh, Martinham Park Rangers against South Durant United was abandoned. Um, I do hope that wasn't for a horrendous uh, injury. And they just had a scrap and the ref decided that they didn't want to bother oh, to yeah. referee it. We don't like to hear big, big um, injuries. Uh, Rose and Crown from Westford beat Royal Oak from Westford 4-2. Rose and Crown's good season, a uh, good start to the season, should I say, continues. Uh, they beat uh, Royal Oak. That would have been a real good game, Gibbs, that one. Yeah, definitely. Two good sides that have both started the season really well. Um, and again, you wouldn't have been surprised either side winning that game but Rose and Crown going along nicely and Damon um, doing well there isn't he yeah really good uh, it's good to have them back in Westford and they definitely uh, seem to be enjoying themselves being back as well with a great start to the season um, Celeste 6 JJ United 1 Gibbs I think some of us expected this to be um, over 20 uh, we've seen some I of the results I think that's a great result for JJ you know it's such a they can take a great yeah they can take a lot of um a lot of hope and a lot of credit from that because Sellers beat teams like that regularly uh, and teams that play in a higher division than JJ. Uh, that's a they can really they, they, you can see the improvements week on week at JJ. No, not discrediting Sellers no. for the win there, but um, but JJ, yeah, they, they, they're improving definitely. Yeah, that's a massive um, building block for them. Six one. I mean, they've scored against a very good side in Sellers, and they've kept the score relatively respectful. Um, compared to what pro- people probably thought when that draw was made. Absolutely. Uh, in the Jewish Shield, Barker win 5-4 against Lewisham Tamils. Uh, Barker just getting the win in the cup. Um, we've seen we've seen what a good side they are, so just getting that over the line. Against the tricky uh, Lewisham Tamils, uh, meaning a good result for Barker. Well done, lads. Uh, Border Sports Westford lose 3-1 to Bosco. Bosco making it onto Gibbs's pole uh, because of that one. Do you think they wanted to be there, Gibbs? On my poll, not sure, but uh, it's a good result for him. But I think they had 10 men as well, read somewhere. Um, oh, blimey. So if reports to be believed, that's a cracking result for him. Um, yeah. Division two, obviously, against Division six, um, 10 men, and you've come away 3 1 at someone else's place. It's a great result. After last week's performance for Borden Sports Westfer, I uh, saw it in with my own eyes what a good cup win they, they had against Greyhound in the Kent Cup. Uh, returning back to this game, uh, um, on paper, a completely winnable game for Borden Sports West for this will be very disappointing for them Bosco will not care they make it onto Gibbs's pole uh, in the Jewish Shield a big game uh, a big old school game yesterday Burridge Blues playing Borden Sports A uh, and Borden Sports A getting their season off uh, to a good start I think that's their first win of the season 3-1 winners against Burridge Blues uh, disappointing for Burridge in the cup after brilliant wins in the league against Barnhurst uh, they can't replicate that form in a cup, which is unlike them, Gibbs. Yeah, normally it's vice versa for them, isn't it? Um, mm. They get good wins in the cup and then not so do so well in the league. So, But uh, Billy's boys have uh, pulled it out of the bag there. I know they're Prem and um, Burridge are Division 1, but Burridge have got some very good players. So yeah. um, I think that's a really good result for Borden. A good result. Just missing out on... Uh... On result of the week, by the way, that one that was the fifth. That was the fifth one uh, on the list. On, we... the, on the tip of the pole, it was. Yeah, <laughs> base. That was on the base of the pole. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for Cab- Las Cabras and Bexley Village Vets played out a three-all draw, uh, and Bexley Village Vets winning four-two on penalties. A good season for Bexley Village Vets so far. They're getting it all right on and off the pitch at the moment. Bexley Village Vets clearly putting a lot of effort uh, into the whole image of the club Gibbs uh, and yeah getting it right on the green stuff as well yeah take nothing away from them 
Um, fair play. Um, FC Cabras obviously rebranded this season. Um, free all sounds like a good game. And then, um, we, as we say, penalties is a lottery. So, um, fair play and well done to Bexley. Yeah, well done, lads. Uh, on full time, it's showing this is 7-1 to Highfield against Metrogas, but I'm assured that Metrogas did win the game uh, 7-1. Uh, a, yeah. tricky, a tricky couple of weeks for Highfield Rovers, taking on two of um, Westford's finest week, uh, one week after the other. Being honest, I actually think... Oh, sorry. Being honest, I actually think that that is... Again, not I'm not taking the piss, but I think that's a relatively decent like decent result for Highfield because Metrogas are free scoring and they'll score like that against teams in their league or like they did last year in the senior. So, again, that might have been a, a game where people thought that... Me, me, me myself as well, I thought Metrogas might have... Um, got a few more but I think it was 2-1 at half time so Ronnie's boys kept um, kept in it and um, they've made a good showing of themselves there um, and obviously scoring against a good side as well I'd, I'd, I'd take the positives from that Yeah let's not let's not beat around the bush Metrogas are one of the very best that Westford has to offer uh, yeah. and that's that's up for debate who's the very best but there's certainly there's certainly four or five teams that, that are in that discussion uh, and Metrogas are there so yeah no, no disgrace for Ronnie and the lads uh, that's a free swing for them. It's not happened for them uh, this weekend. Uh, and Metrogas go through to the next round in the Jewish Shield. Well done, boys. Uh, Met- uh, Meridian, also in good form. They faced up against the potential banana skin in Footscray Lions. Uh, Met- Meridian coming out 5-4 winners. Uh, much too close for comfort, but just showing uh, why everyone does think uh, Footscray Lions are such a good team. And, and that must have been a real good game, that one yesterday. Yeah, I think um, I think Meridian were three four one up. Um, Footscray pulled it back, carried on going, pulled it back to four four, and then Meridian have nicked it. So it's a great showing from Footscray. For um, and there's a lot of positives again from them. But Meridian, I mean, three uh, three of Metrogas beat Balden. That have beat Footscray. They've they've had a, a draw and beat some good two good sides there. There's a lot of positives to take for them. I mean, they're conceding a lot, but they're fucking scoring a lot as well. Yeah, they are. And I, I tell you what, last season, Meridian wouldn't, wouldn't have won that game against uh, Footscray Lions. So that's the that's the improvement for them. Uh, they clearly fancy it. Their tails are up uh, and they're having a go this year. Well done to Meridian uh, against a real tricky side in Footscray Lions. There will be Prem teams that lose to uh, Footscray Lions if they, get the, if they get the opportunity to play them. Uh, so Meridian doing themselves... Uh, a load of favours yesterday. Well done, lads. Uh, New Cross Rovers Reserves lost to Chimera Reserves 5-2 in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup. We can only assume, Gibbs, that Mike Varillo, after folding the first team, was in goal for the reserves yesterday. Uh, yeah, cold week, dog. Yeah, cold. <laughs> Chucking out on him already. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's a, tough, it's a tough one, but lots of transition going on uh, at New Cross Rovers Reserves. There'll be players going and coming and, and rejigging all the teams, so perhaps... Uh, playing a settled team like uh, Chimera Reserves yesterday, not the best game for them first up. Well, that's a committee derby, isn't it? So yeah. Mike Howells at Chimera, um, Mike Verrillo's at New Cross. That's a, that's a committee derby, that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chimera Reserves getting a 5-2 win. Plenty of work to do uh, for New Cross Rovers Reserves. Uh, but Mike, with people like Mike at the club, uh, he's not scared to get his... His hands dirty and they'll be getting things sorted out. Uh, Rising Talents win 7-2 against the Battle Cruisers. Uh, Rising Talents doing, I think, what we expected them to do. Battle Cruisers, uh, as we said, a bigger fish to fry elsewhere uh, within the league uh, and probably won't, wouldn't be thinking the Jewish Shield was something for them to 
aim at. And that's a tough draw for them. Brighton Talent's doing what we've expected them to do uh, and getting the win. Uh, going through the London Sunday Trophy. I'm we've sure, done these already. Yeah, they've, got, they've, gone, they've gone on for people sent them in and then um, full time or has added them on as well. So they're literally replicas of the, what we've done. Okay. I, I, I don't want to repeat myself, so I won't do that, Gibbs. I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Toodles. Right now for the OBD SFL section with Jamie. Jamie, the power of Zoom recording the podcast tonight. I've explained on other sections because I've caught the Rona and it's not fair to share uh, those types of germs with you boys. How are you doing? I'm good. I always sound a bit better than you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I know that's hard, but I, the, the power of Zoom compels us. We're all right. We'll yeah, get by. It takes more than coronavirus to stop sales, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I can't think of, I can't think of a situation where we haven't put out a program. We'd have to be, I'd have to be in in bed, I think, because the rest of you boys can crack on. But yeah, I'd have to be in bed, wouldn't I? It'd have to be uh, me that. Uh, we well. just talk about you behind your back if you. No, if you're talking about me, that means you're leaving someone else alone. That's all right with me. Uh, <laughs> the results from Sunday, the 25th of September. Uh, some classic games here uh, from names that everyone will recognise. Bickley played Kenningwell in a senior. El Clasico, the three really good long-standing old teams in the OBD SFL senior that will get talked about when they play each other this week. It was Bickley and Kenningwell and Jamie. I think Kenningwell doing just what we thought they would do and nicking it. Yeah, I, th- I think I might have gone for a draw, but uh, I think I went for a Desmond, so that uh, extra goals killed me there. But you know what? I don't think either of us would have been unhappy with either team winning that. No. Um, Bickley had the better of the seasons of the two last year, so it's nice to see Kenningwell getting a big win against a, a team who, you know, maybe had an outside chance at the title. Who knows? Um so, yeah, no, a great start for Kenningwell, but Bickley, I mean, they'll just brush that off and go again next week, won't they? Yeah, I think so. A good, a good win for Kenningwell. They'll be chuffed, and that would have been, that'd have been a brilliant spectacle, that game. Two teams full of respect for each other. Uh, a brilliant game. Uh, Farnborough Reserves in the Prem played West Wickham. Jamie, that was more like it from West Wickham. A slow start for them, given their uh, given the way they've uh, propelled through the leagues over the last season. Not the best of starts for them in the Prem, but a 5-2 win against Farnborough Reserves shows just what a good team they are. Yeah, that's a big statement for a newly promoted team um, to take on. I know Farnborough Reserves had their issues last year, didn't have a, have a great season. Not sure how much better they'll be this year. Going to, on this evidence, looks like they could well struggle again, but take nothing away from the West Wickham boys. They, they're just carrying on with the left off. Um, and yeah, they could they could surprise a few people at the top end of the Prem, I think, this year. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, wide open. And the other game in the Prem, uh, ground up as five, FC Kawuya one. Jamie, this was my game uh, yesterday. I refereed this one. Uh, much to uh, my surprise, some of the feedback received on social media less <laughs> le- less than adequate uh, for my for my performance, my own view of my performance, and didn't really reflect uh, what I thought had happened in the game. Uh, the the Korea goalkeeper getting sent off after wandering outside of the box with the ball in his hands, saying that he couldn't see where the lines were because of the sun. Uh, 
uh, all sorts of different reports coming out of Kawuya on their on their social media reports. But nonetheless, uh, that was a big turning point in the game. Uh, ground uppers uh, keeper up the other end, keeping one out um, of the net at, in his own net um, at two one to ground uppers, uh, and it seemed to send. FC Kuruya spiraling, spiraling in the game and they ended up losing 5-1. Uh, both Linos getting very busy in the game, making it very tough, uh, probably rising, uh, Kuruya's more rising the temperature uh, of the game and it seemed to upset their bench very much, Jamie. Um, sour scenes at the end for me as a referee uh, that's gone off to county. No more, no further comment on that while there's a disciplinary case, but yeah, some wild social media uh, comments about me this week, which I must say, it's never nice to see uh, of any referee. But uh, knowing that what this, what this, what was said on their social media pretty much didn't reflect what happened in the game was a bit strange. But but they've got they've got previous for wild um, social media behaviour anyway. Oh, I mean, it's it's disappointing. I mean, first and foremost, it's a, it's a great result for going top. Yeah, it was five one. I know they struggled for players through pre-season and have obviously managed to, to get their team together and of the report you've said there, there's mitigate like Kawuya having keeper sent off, etc. So maybe helps to explain the scoreline. But just these teams, man, like, all right, if you don't agree with a ref and you think he's in a bad game, there's ways to go over it. Just stop being little fucking pricks and going <laughs> to Twitter with your wee fucking fat fingers thinking you're a hard man. Do you know what I mean? Just mm. fucking deal with it, but a man and go on, mate. It's, for, it's fucking Sunday football. Yeah, That's I mean, my opinion anyway. Well, my opinion is if I if I had a bad game in this one, I would have held my hands up and apologised. But um, I didn't. Well, every time you have a bad game, you That's what you do. It's usually most of the time. <laughs> anyway, I'm one to hold my hands up and apologise, and I definitely wasn't apologising for my uh, performance yesterday. The, the two big calls I had to make: the goalkeeper getting sent off. I mean, he's wandered out of the box with the ball in his hand, uh, with two ground uppers players right there, uh, and the one up the other end. Uh, the keeper's body was in the goal, but the ball wasn't, in my opinion, from the corner of the six-yard box. I couldn't really have been in a better position um, from a corner. Um, yeah, and I'm happy with the two big decisions. Heads heads were lost, uh, and as I say, sour sour moments after the game uh, that, that were reported to the county. Uh, and we move, and good luck to uh, Warren and all the lads at Ground Hoppers. They kept their heads, they kept going, they wanted the win more, they cared more. Uh, and they got the results. So well done, boys. Uh, in Division 2, Alpington with a 3-2 win against Hayden Youth Reserves. Uh, Hayden Youth Reserves, Jamie, not quite the same team we expected them to be this season. No, but you know, they've come up in a tough division and, um, and Alpington have started well. That's um, true. So, and at, at home, you know, they'll, they'll be a good, strong side. Um, so, yeah, good, good win for them. And I think, was it Joe had that uh, a baby girl as well? So congratulations! Yeah, to congrats, Joe. Having his partner. Um, it's a good weekend for the Visser family. Yeah, congratulations, mate. Uh, in Division Three, Wilgar continue their winning ways. A two-nil win against Phoenix Sports Free. It looks ominous uh, with Wilgar into gear already this season. Jamie, they're going to take some stopping. I think so. Yeah, that's a a professional two-nil win against a, a good side. So. Um, yeah, Wilga showing no signs of kind of stuttering going up a division where other teams might be. Yeah, well done, boys. Uh, the Warren and Woosh drawing one all, uh, probably a good point that one for Warren with Woosh with the Warren, uh, and Woosh probably the uh, favorites in that one. So, a good point for the boys. Uh, in division four, surprise result for me, uh, Hayes and Pickers drawing one all with struggling SMCA. 
you can only imagine um, some player shortages perhaps causing the one all. But we've got to give SMCA credit for a good point there against the top side. You def- yeah, definitely. But I think you, know, you just never know like the, the step up for Hazen Pickers. I don't think SMCA will be kind of considerably better than anyone that they were playing last season. But you, you just never know having that reputation might uh, be a bit of an onus for other teams to get get a full 16 out, you know, get all the other boys out and ready to go and treat it like a cup final. So you never know, it could be quite a difficult season for Hazen Pickers if they can't handle that favourites tag. That's true. They have made a name for themselves, especially in those lower, in those lower um, divisions. They'll be they're the they're the top boys, so they'll everyone will be gunning for them. Especially in the big cups, the big the the top teams will be interested in playing Hazen Pickers because they they are a scalp because they're such a good team going forward. Uh, interesting to see what happens with them. Alpenton Colts bashed by East Wickham Wanderers five 0 to East Wickham. Uh, Colts not having the best of starts to the season this year. They got, they got a win last week, didn't they? But um, yeah, I think but a big defeat to East Wickham uh, isn't going to go down very well with the boys. No, I think the jump up might be just be a little bit too early for them this season. I don't think it's really their fault either. I think they got promoted because other teams switching about. But yeah. East Wickham have started like a house on fire, in fairness. So it was always going to be a tough game. And um, yeah, I don't think anyone will fancy playing East Wickham Wanderers anytime soon. No, that they've definitely improved from mid from the midpoint of last season. They've definitely been on a good run, uh, and they've continued that into this season. So well done, boys. Uh, Wickham Athletic get a three 0 win against SE Lions. I feel like that's their first points of the season. So well done to Wickham Athletic. Loads of Wickhams in the uh, in the league this year. Uh, Benhurst, though, the standout result I think in the day in the of the whole day in the Uppington and Bromley fourteen one winners against Alpington Rovers, uh, Alpington Reserve, sorry, and it feels like Alpington Reserves are going to be that team this year, Jamie. It looks like it, doesn't it? There's been a few shellackings handed yeah. their way. Yeah. Um, but you can only hope that, you know, they're, they're part of a good club in Alpington, so we can only hope that they can maybe attract a few players and or maybe they get a couple of the first-team players helping them out for a few games, just to kind of stabilise and, and just hopefully to see the season through that. There's loads of examples that we've covered on the podcast of teams where they've had a nightmare and then, you know, they've got through the season, they've reset and I know these guys can't go down and come back up, but yeah. they just get through the season, get it under their belts and learn from it and go again and see improvements. And so you just got kind of hope that's the same story there. Absolutely. Uh, SE Bowlers for Hayes and Pickers reserves, nil. Uh, SE Bowlers living up to their name yesterday. Uh, Hayes and Pickers have struggled uh, on their start with the Alpington and Bromley, much like Alpington Rovers, though. Alpington Reserve, sorry, done it again. Uh, Alpington Reserves, uh, they're part of a good club. That There must be a plan for these reserve teams. So good luck um, to them. But Bromley Athletic, SE Ballers, as I say, uh, get take the spoils. A Division 5 game between Kingsdale and Western Wolves uh, abandoned yesterday. No clue why. Uh, but as I, I always prefer it if it's a fight than a terrible, than a terrible injury. An abandonment, if you know what I mean, because uh, no one likes to see that. Uh, in the Paul Picard, Jamie, some mad results. Uh, lots of um, Prem teams playing against senior teams in the Paul Picard this round. And it must be said, the Prem teams have taken this round, Jamie. Blendon winning 3-2 against Hatcham. Uh, we know Hatcham uh, are fighting on two fronts with, uh, with their best teams 
so they may get found out against various teams and Blendon are going to be that team if you're not at your best Jamie they're going to they're going to win and uh, Hatcham feeling the the uh, the defeat on Sunday 3-2 against Blendon uh, Hatcham will be gutted they will be but you know what it just shows you that like if they are going to kind of go down this road they're challenging and into different fronts um, across two different leagues that you know we know blending in quality I know they, they've kind of rebuilt and come back this year and gone down a division but you know they're, they're, there's no easy games um, it might well be a case maybe Hatcham prioritising the league over some of the, the OBDSFL Cups and if that's the case then you know it, it's still it's the, blending have still faced a good team put it that way yeah. uh, and they've come at winners so it's a great start for their boys to get back on their feet as well Absolutely. Uh, good momentum for them going in for the rest of the season uh, in the Prem Division. Hacienda beating senior boys. Uh, Elmstead 4-2. Uh, again, not a team you can sleep on. Uh, Hacienda top boys in the Prem this season. We expect winning 4-2 against Elmstead. Probably uh, Elmstead uh, concentrating on, on keeping their place in the senior division. So maybe again, uh, not too worried about that, but momentum is what it is, Jamie and Hacienda. If you give them a chance, they will take it. Exactly, yeah. We know they've always got goals on the side. Um, very youthful attacking team. So yeah, it's never an easy game. Um, and yeah, a bit of a shock that one with the, the the kind of difference in divisions. But again, Hacienda, and especially now, give anyone a good game on their day, and they've done that. Mm. Uh, shock one the, the biggest shock out of all these results for me I think Spartans uh, losing 3-2 to LSC Giants just showing Jamie what improvements have been made um, at LSC it continued they've beaten a top team in Spartans don't get I'm not mixing my words there either they are a top side in the ABDSFL senior um, still very much finding their feet obviously but LSC Giants the improvements there uh, in the sort of in the you know the, the the negative things that happened in the club last season, losing their um, friends. They've really using their friend. They've really used that in a positive way to it seems to bring the club together uh, on and off the pitch. And the the results are speaking for themselves. Yeah, there's a, a noticeable improvement there, isn't there? Um, Absolutely. And just, I mean, those three results just show you that um, the the way the league have done the constitution. There was obviously a lot of talk about how a lot weaker. Um, or the perception that the seniors are a lot weaker but they've managed to adjust it so that the Prem is just where they go yeah. it's going to be producing teams the senior in the Prem will be swapping teams for seasons upon seasons now I think if you guys can keep going because they're all so closely matched yeah absolutely agree and it's about time we had a strong uh, Prem division in the ABDSFL it's been it's been much sort of overlooked for a few seasons through no fault of the league, plenty of teams folded from it last season, which they obviously didn't want to happen. Uh, but they rebuilt the Prem this year, and it's very, very strong. Uh, and the, the committee definitely deserves some credit for the way they've done that, because it seems like we've got a proper, proper breeding ground for the teams going into the senior. The teams coming out of that Prem are going to be more than ready uh, for senior football next season, 23-24. Uh, so that's going to be a really good thing they've done in the league this season. Uh, well done to all the all the committee for that. In the Jack Standing Cup, Glebe Manor do what they do best and they win 7-0. Um, John uh, White texted me last night and was talking about the game and you know he feels that he he said that he asked to be promoted up higher in the league mm -hmm. when, when teams have folded. 
uh, that wasn't allowed. So he he is where he is. But he said that they sort of went through the motions uh, with this one yesterday in a 7-0 beating of Chislers. We've seen Chislers lose um, like this to teams in, in their own division, uh, Jamie. But yeah, against Khalid Manor, uh, it was always going to be a tough game for them. Yeah, and to be fair, that's probably why it didn't get a shout on the, the poll for results of the week. Um, because I don't... There's other results there I think were more surprising than that. Yeah. I think that's probably a sign of respect as to how strong I think we know Glebe Manor are. Yeah, I think so. Uh yeah, Glebe Manor, what a what a top side they are. I know that John's frustrated that they are where they are in the structure. People may think he's looking for an easy ride. He's really not. He's been trying to get pushed up um all summer. Obviously, that's not happened now. And that when once the constitution is done. Um, the OBDSFL are quite reluctant to change that, which is their prerogative and fair enough um, with them as well. They want the integrity of the divisions and they're going to make Glebe uh, Manor earn their way through the divisions, uh, at least uh, for this season anyway. Uh, and other games in the Jack Stanton, a fiery contest between Sydney Sports and Southwest. This one was next to me yesterday. Um, this was a battle, to say the least. Uh, handbags and a bit more, I think, in the game. Yesterday, but Sydney Sports coming out two 0 winners against the young, the young lads of um, Southwest. I feel um, a bit of gamesmanship, and that probably wins one Sydney Sports the game yesterday. Southwest, a very young team, and quickly learning how to deal with uh, men's football, especially in the Uppington and Bromley. Uh, and Westrum winning four 0 against Ellis Athletic, a good win for Westrum. Uh, again, Ellis are a team that's improved Jamie over recent years, uh, and Westrum. Uh, at home is a tough is a tough one for anybody. Uh, it's, it's a long away day, but um, Westerham have also started very well. Yeah, they have. Um, so they're in good form. So never an easy place to go at the best of times. But when you're facing a team that are buoyant and in form, it makes it double difficult. Mm. Uh, in a, more games in the Vic Farrow Cup, Bexley Athletic drop out to Hawksbrook Wanderers. Uh, Neil won the scoreline. Hawksbrook getting the win against Bexley Athletic. Uh, Petswood Roadrunners lose one nil to Crayway. Uh, Crayway in, uh, looking impressive again this season after a good one last year. Uh, and Shortland Spitfires and Green Street Green, uh, the rarest of results. Nil-nil at the end of Boring. play. Boring. Uh, but 4-2 on penalties to the Shortland Spitfires shooting down the Green Street Green goalkeeper from the spot. Uh, well done to the Spitfires. Uh, now some London Cup games. You would have heard um, <coughs> a lot of these results on the other sections. Um, but we'll read through uh, these ones, uh, MKB uh, and LSU Lions was abandoned uh, right at the death, apparently, uh, according to Silk 11 alumni, Brenton, who plays for LSU. Um, they were comfortable in the game and winning, but the game abandoned. That usually means both teams are booted, Jamie, doesn't it? And it's a shame if that is the case when they've been winning so comfortably, LSU, but um, yeah, we, we got kind of bent inside of the story, which I uh, will take it as, as gospel, really. There's no reason for me to lie about anything. No. So um, it's a shame that if games have been decided off the pitch, obviously, no matter yeah. what's going on. Agreed. Uh, MSL draw 3 all with DC football. Much improved DC football at MSL uh, with some good results so far this season. Uh, MSL going through 4-2 on penalties against the DC boys. Well done to MSL. Uh, they're continuing uh, their good progress in the league, it has to be said. Uh, Jamie, Beckenham Rovers faced um, your boys this weekend. Uh, Beckenham Rovers in the Prem, uh, yourselves in Div 2. Um, 
I'm just looking at the score. Three 0 at half time. What what went wrong in the first half for you boys? It ended four one to Beckenham Rovers in the end. What what with just the difference in in divisions, the difference yesterday? Um, it was yeah. I mean, the the first half. I mean, we have made no secret we were out on Saturday night. Um, but you know what they played in the first half how you would expect a team in the Premier to play um, they even said it themselves on their own social media they played they moved the ball very well for the first kind of 20-25 minutes we couldn't really get near them um, one two touch really good movement um, and yeah they got they got a couple of goals at it we, I mean even if we weren't all hanging out our arse we'd have struggled to deal with them uh, <laughs> and that honestly nah they were they were good Um I was surprised yeah, when I've seen them. I was surprised when I saw them last season that they were rock bottom of the mm. of the prem at the time. That I was surprised they were there against Sports King All Stars last season. Mm. Uh, they really do play nice football. They do, and yeah, and as I said, yeah, they, they got the ball kind of any good areas to cause us problems, and um, yeah, they got their goals. They probably could have had a. They didn't create that many clear cut chances, but I mean, they dominated the, the first half hour. Certainly, we, we only kind of managed to string a few bits to play together and muster a few half chances really at best. Um, and then they got the third just before half time, which kind of killed the tie basically. Um, but we kind of slowly managed to get to grips with them. And uh, yeah, second half was much better. We we um, had some good moments in the game with a couple of 1v1s with, it, with a keeper and got in behind them a few times. So if, if they go in, um, you know, it could have been a different story. We got the one back through Damali and then had a bit of a rally, we got one cleared off the line. So we had a few good moments, but uh, yeah, the, the difference in divisions was was evident in the first half. Um, and yeah, we learned from it. We've got them again in the Kent in a couple of weeks. So oh, wow. looking forward to it. Could you, could you know what? You, you play some of these teams and you think, oh, there's always one or two arseholes. But do you know what? To a man, they're, they're a great bunch of boys. Yeah. Were, it was a good game. No, no issues for the referee. Plenty of tackles going in. Um, loads of commitment for both sides but the, you know what I mean there was not a sour grape on the pitch it was a, a even though we've come off in the end of a, a, a heavy-ish scoreline um, yeah pleased with my boys the effort and performance from, from minute one to nine and, you know what I mean they could have thrown the towel in yeah. um, while feeling rough but they didn't um, <laughs> and yeah and fair, fair play to Becker and Rollers a, a good bunch of boys as well yeah they are definitely a nice bunch of lads and uh did, did the, there was one of their guys looking who wanted to identify you? Did he I did. It? You know, but you know what? He went up to the other Scottish guy in the team, Craig, and he thought that was me. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't know how handsome I am. Uh, other, other results in the London Cups. Uh, Broccoli and Push from Westford draw two all. Uh, Broccoli getting the win 3-2 on penalties. Uh, Farnborough Old Boys first awarded uh, a walkover against their team, uh, their opposition, uh, Westford's Elton Town. Well done, boys. Uh, Long Lane going through on penalties after a four-all draw against Peckham Wright. What an amazing game that would have been. Uh, 3-1 on penalties, you, as you heard on Gibbs's section. The penalties from the Rye, absolutely atrocious. He wasn't happy with that, but um, he was happy with the overall performance. The, the defence played really well. So congratulations to Long Lane. Uh, a good win against a good side. Uh, LSU Lions Rezies uh, can't get their win. They lose uh, 6-1 in the Lions derby. They lose 6-1 to Lions United. Uh, Metro Massive from the OBDSFL win 4-2 against Peckham Wright A. Um, Crayford Arrows Reserves given a walkover against Hapoel Hampstead. Probably didn't fancy the trip over to Crayford 
on a Sunday morning from Hampstead, Jamie. That's a hell of an away day, isn't it? Yeah, Jay, just it's a London copy, and I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I think a lot of teams are thinking that this year. Uh, FC Deptford get a home walkover against Turk Ojak, who folded from Westfa. Uh, Intercross and Broccoli Reserves, uh, the 4-3 four, the uh, win went to Intercross, uh, New Cross Broccoli. That's a bit of a derby, that one, I think. Uh, Ministry of Ball crash out of the Sunday, of the Sunday Junior Cup in London. Uh, a 3-2 win against FC United of Bromley. And I'm just noticing with United of Bromley, Jamie, they're winning a lot of games at the beginning of the season. Much um, turned around from last year. They look a lot I look a much better outfit this season. Yeah, there seems to be kind of pulling at results from games that normally last year, especially against a good side like Ministry of Ball, who we spoke highly of before. Um, they look like they're holding their own this year. Um, so they, again, they could be one to watch um, in Division Division 4 in it. Um, <coughs> and yeah, maybe a, a cup run uh, as well could be on the cards for the boys. Yeah, um, we'll go benefiting from the Southern Sunday uh, a lot of teams boycotting the London Cup this week. They get a walkover uh, against Rosendale first. That would have been a really good game, that one. Uh, and Slade Greed Knights giving uh, Elmstead um, United a walkover this weekend. Uh, and in the Sunday Junior Cup of Kent, uh, Manorwood's decent start to the season, especially in Cups, uh, continues. They beat Club Langley 2-0. Jamie Manorwood beating South West on the first day of the season on, on uh, in the Cup in, on penalties. Uh, in the preliminary round, I think, of the President's Cup. I refereed that one uh, against Club Lang. That's a good win for Manorwood. It is, and they started really well last year as well, if I remember. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how well... I think they might have got to the semi-final of the Jack Standing. I might be wrong last season. So, yeah, a, a team who were comfortable in the league last year and had a good cup run. Um, yeah, looks like the they mean business again this season. Absolutely. Well done to Manorwood. Good start for the season. Uh, Jamie, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Cheers. So now, via Edinburgh, I can, <laughs> but in, in his home, in, at home, he's made it home to record for us. Graham, you've made it onto the Selk Grassroots podcast. It didn't look like it was going to happen. A replacement wasn't found. And you have showing the commitment to the cause and our recording for the league. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm glad. I am glad to be recording. It's, it's gutting if you have to miss one. I, I, try not to, I try not to let it clash or anything that I'm doing clash. But uh, yeah, no, I've had a lovely few days up in, uh, up in Edinburgh and uh, feeling very fit and refreshed and uh, ready for the home straight up until Christmas to get a lot of the uh, bulk of these games played. But yeah, um, God, what a bloody weekend I missed uh, last weekend. God, yeah, always. I mean, Sunday League football at the moment, uh, some of the games, some of the goals uh, across the board is absolutely fantastic. Uh, more cup sets, as we're going to call them, uh, in the Marcus Lipton. Uh, more cup sets all over the place in, in other leagues too. Let's get into it, um, into the Supreme Trophies Graham Dodd Premier Division. Uh, Southwest Rangers ominous start to the season continues Graham they beat champions Clapham Rovers 4-3 yesterday uh, on Sunday should I say at the time of recording don't want to ruin the continuity but I've done it already 4-3 to Southwest Rangers what a start to the season for the boys well that's that's the first um, statement of intent result isn't it uh, of the uh, of the weekend my goodness me they are off to an absolute flyer 
Um, so, a yeah, wounded not- animal, perhaps, after last season's underachievements as champions. Uh, they really are going for it this year. I think they knew they underachieved last season. I think they knew that. I mean, they've clearly gone away, done a bit of reflection and thought, you know what, we need to get off to a good start here. We need to get some points on the board. We know that we're a good side. Uh, We know that we can beat anybody on their day. And yeah, that's a statement of intent. If anybody didn't consider Southwest Rangers as potential uh, Premier Division champions this year, then um, I think you might be uh, re-evaluating your choices and changing your mind. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's a fantastic, fantastic uh, result. Um, in terms of Clapham's defence for it, I mean, you know, it's, it's it, well, I say it's already tricky, isn't it? Once you start to lose one or two games... I think you're going to get um, potentially into trouble. That's obviously uh, their defence off with the first game t- to a defeat. They will need to bounce back quickly because I think as you as we go through the divisions, Andrew, to be honest, I'm not sure in some of these divisions there's going to be much more manoeuvre in terms of defeats, maybe only two defeats or maybe three maximum yeah. Yeah. in some of these divisions. So, you know, Clapham, disappointing start. Yes. Uh, can they still turn it round? Yes. Do they need to get wins on the board, though, in, in a response? Yes, very quickly. Absolutely. That crown uh, weighing heavy on their heads at the moment and the expectation, perhaps, for them to uh, maintain levels of um, of continuity from last season, uh, perhaps uh, troubling their performance uh, on Sunday. Uh, but Southwest Rangers won't care. That's a great win for them. Uh, and whilst we see the likes of um, Sporting Continental and Swag, perhaps, uh, taking points from each other and and muddying that sort of that that group, which is fantastic. We want it to be com- uh, competitive. Um, it's going to be consistency again. That's going to do it. And Southwest Rangers definitely started the season uh, in a very consistent way. Well done, lads. Uh, Westminster Wanderers capitalising again on a great result last week in the cup, albeit Brilliant. against the lower division side. So they didn't really receive uh, too much credit for that one. But this week they beat Oof. Putney. AFC Putney's first team, 5-1. There's some goals in that Westminster team this season, that's for sure. Yeah, what a turnaround that is from last season. A win and a draw, four points from the opening six. And of course, Westminster and Southwest Rangers, now they're the only two teams unbeaten. Everybody else has lost a game. So, you know, that that tells us a little bit of an indicator about the direction of travel, about teams picking points up of each yeah. other. I mean, I'm saying maybe maximum three losses. It might be four or even five if that trend continues, but we'll see. But Westminster will be um, delighted that they're second from top rather than second from bottom looking over their shoulders already. And I think if they can get some early points on the board, um, you know, why can't they, um, you know, maybe finish in the top three or top four, which would be a really good season for them. Again, I think it looks like they've gone away over the summer, really got to grips with what the Premier Division is about. And it looks like they've done some decent recruitment. I mean, five goals against, I mean, partly don't lose games 5-1. That's, no. uh, that's an incredible result. Absolutely. Uh, talking about incredible results, free results here. In the match arc, Tony Eldridge oh, Championship. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, I think at the beginning of the day, people could could uh, easily forgive you for thinking uh, three home wins, uh, Putney Town to win and uh, Bath Old Boys and Ravens to take the spoils. And, and there wouldn't be too much argument about that. All of those um, results have been reversed. West Norwood beating Putney Town 5-3. Uh, a tough couple of weeks for Putney Town. Um, after a massive win first game out, uh, Bath Old Boys lose 2-1 um, to New Boys Carpet and London Ravens first lose 3-0 to South London Giants. Um, 
Graham, this this division just showing everybody what we thought it was going to be and being crazy from week two. Well, I, I have to say, I was, sh- I mean, obviously I'm up in Scotland, I'm sort of pressing the old refresh on my phone, trying to get like the results <laughs> in. And, I'm, and I'm, I mean, I love this championship. I absolutely love it. I mean, anyone that's listened to the pod over the past two or three weeks know probably how excited I'm getting about it. But I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. This is absolute madness. If this continues every week, then um, bring it on, is what I say. I just love, it's going to make it really hard for you from the predictor's perspective as well, once I start to throw in some of these um, kind of juicy championship games, because I think there, there is just so little in it, I think that they can go either way. And I think the point that you make is, is really valid. All of these three results, they could have easily been reversed and could have easily gone the other way. And that's really how I see it panning out kind of over the um, over the next few weeks. But from a Putney Town perspective, um, yeah, they've been brought back down to earth with a bit of a bump. Um, yeah, back-to-back defeats after such a brilliant start. Um, they've got some cup action, I think, coming up uh, imminently. Um, so a little bit of a reset in the cup, I think, um, probably won't do them any harm at the moment. Absolutely not. But yeah, great win. Let's, let's, let's celebrate the winners. And West Norwood, after a tricky um, season for them last year, um, a 4-3 win against Putney Town, who came for, with good pedigree from the Leatherheading District. Oh, let's not forget. No question. Yeah, yeah, they're no mugs. They're a good side. A very good side. So West Norwood getting a 5-3 win. That'll be great uh, for the lads there. Uh, carpet come across uh, from being a, uh, a credible side in the Met League on their way into their Prem division. Uh, and I've chosen a sideways movement to the Southern Sunday second tier. Uh, Bath Old Boys were very nearly a Prem side themselves last season, uh, missing out on the last day of the season. Uh, am I right in saying that, Graham? Yeah, um, it wasn't the last. It wasn't the last game of the season. It was kind of the, it was the week before, I uh, believe. Yeah, but, that's um, right. um, Nonetheless. Um, yeah, uh, Bath. Obviously, they got off to a good start. You know, that's now a win and uh, a win and a loss for them. Um, they'll they'll cause teams problems in that division. People won't want to go. I mean, the pitch doesn't look great. It never does at Clapham Common, but uh, people won't want to go and play them over there. Um, for Carpet, ironically, their their yeah. name going to take the three points on the uh, on the non-carpet of Clapham mm-hmm. Common is um, that's a difficult difficult away day. So they'll be delighted that they've gone in got over what was a potential banana skin and a difficult pitch and, and get out of there with three points. And, and that's all these teams in the championship need to do is show that little bit of consistency. You don't have to be your best. You don't have to be, you know, scoring five, six, seven goals. Just grind that win out. And yep. consistency is going to be the key as to who is going to get up to the Premier for uh, next season. Absolutely. And London Ravens reminded that as a promoted side, there has been a step up in obviously quality of opposition and um, being handily dispatched by South London Giants. A great result for them. Three mm. quality results. All three of those could have made um, the results of the week. Paul in my book. Um, but there were so many good games this weekend. In League One, the Bob Dixon League One. Here's another one. AFC South London couldn't get any change out of teams with Wimbledon in their name last season. Uh, but this season, Graham, what a start. South, L- South London 3, Wimbledon Commoners nil. A quality result from the boys. We know there's that potential there. We know what a good side they are. That's an amazing result. And London Hibs travelling to Batsy Dogs and getting a 3-0 win themselves. Two 3-0 wins in the Bob Dixon League 1. London Hibs, a different outfit now completely. Probably aspirations of, of promotion on their mind, Ooh. given the form that they've been in 
Uh, oh, I don't know whether they'll appreciate you saying well, that. An, an outside chance. Let's not let <laughs> let's not let good teams go under the radar. We need to give them their shouts because they've earned it. They were relegation fodder when we started following the the league around this time last year. Uh, we was a month or so uh, into the season before we uh, were lucky enough to have uh, Graham and all you guys uh, join us on the Silk Grassroots Podcast. Uh, London Hibs since then, um, it's been good and their form impact is is, is is promotion form and, and they've continued uh, looking that way uh, this season so they're not getting away with being good unfortunately uh, <laughs> South London too though we know what a good team they are Graham yeah just starting on Hibs I mean yeah they'll be absolutely delighted with their start to the season um, a win and a draw that's uh, that's you know really really positive from them and, and it's a bit like uh, the you know the other scenario that we were talking about with um, Southwest Rangers you know in the Premier you want to get that confidence and that that belief you know really really quickly and it, it seems like some of these clubs are doing that and they're trying to establish themselves quite yeah. quickly mm-hmm. Um I think we were saying throughout points last year in terms of, you know, whether you're going to be up there or thereabouts, if you can get the points on the board as early as you can and you're there or thereabouts in January, then it doesn't matter who you are or where you've come from. You know, you're up there with a shot, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah why not London Hibs? Um, as for AFC South London, they're definitely not going under the radar. Looks a very sensible move now. Three wins from three to yeah. put them up to up to League One yeah. and to keep them, um, obviously, alongside... Uh, the Wolves and uh, Selhurst. Yep. So please pass on, please pass on my congratulations to whoever wrote the constitution and, and put Surf, AFC South London in that division to keep that, those great rivalries going. Please well, remember he got to questioned. do that. The guy who did it got questioned, you know, he got questioned. He always gets questioned, but generally nine times out of 10, um, you know, he earns his corners the, as the fixtures, the fixtures secretary. He's not bad. He's not bad. Um, you know, we do have reserves available, but we don't need to use them at this at this juncture. Uh, no, brilliant. I'm, I'm very pleased for South London that that's worked out. And I'm pleased for the division that that's worked out. A um, little bit of um, it's always a little bit of a gamble with these things. But uh, yeah, no, that, that that's paid off superbly well. And 15 goals for them, Andrew, in three games. They look they definitely average, like they're, they're, South London definitely averaged four four goals a game at the early part of last season. I remember seeing their results and they were smashing teams early doors. It was only Sellers that proved the stumbling They're doing block. it at the next level, which yeah, I yeah, think yeah. has surprised me. That's kind of the point that I was going to go on and say is, you know, they, they've stepped up in class, no question, but they seem to have stepped up their ability and their, and their level. I mean, you know. Mm. Fair play. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. And there's a there's a certain um, interesting game on the fixture schedule next week, which we'll come to later. <laughs> uh, into League Two, uh, Hampton Terriers and their promotion continues uh, to flourish. They beat Norton 3-2 this week. Uh, the Hampton Terriers uh, adjusting to life in League Two pretty seamlessly, I have to say, Graham. Momentum. Again, momentum is the key. We say it on here all the time, don't we? You know, you've got confidence and belief. You've got a winning mentality from last season. They were they had a great debut season with the league. Really, really good, solid club. Clearly got some good players, lots of ability there. Um, very, very good win. Um, and there's no reason why they can't, you know, don't, sorry, boys, don't want to put you under too much pressure, but there's no reason why they can't be up there or, or thereabouts in terms of having a say. Uh, in the promotion reckoning come the end of the season. Absolutely. Uh, Chiswick Development's tough start continues, but a good show of themselves made against the Putney Pacers. 3-2, the Putney boys winning. Um, But yeah, a better showing for themselves for Chiswick Development there. They were smashed in the first few games comfortably, uh, but Pacers 
uh, themselves losing to lower placed opposition in the cup in recent weeks. Uh, that first win back since that result will be good for the for the boys. Yeah, Pacers will be delighted to get off to the season. Uh, winning start, bouncing back, obviously, from the cup upset against Old Town last week as well. So first league game, first three points on the board. I think that that is a bit of a, a sign of uh, the times for them in terms of, um, you know, league being the bread and butter, getting the three points on the board. They won't want back-to-back relegations. They'll want to be... Um, They'll want to be in the promotion, say, bearing in mind they came down from League One last season. So good start, um, good start for them. As for Chiswick, you know, that's a cup defeat and four league defeats now. Um, you know, we've asked the question once already, how long is this going to go on for? But they seem to be responding on kind of social media by saying, you know, it's a development team. You know, as long as people are having a game, they're enjoying themselves and we can see improvements, then kind of we're happy with that. So, yeah, I, t- I tip my heart off to them. If that, yeah, if that is the case, I admire that. What a quality attitude that is towards it. And, you know, there's plenty of teams, we've seen it in other leagues, that have thrown the thrown through the tower after oh, one I've defeat. Seen it. I've seen one team from one league, uh, was it last week or the week before? Extraordinary position. Yeah. Uh, so we're chucking the towel in early doors. Uh, we've got one of our own, by the way, in one of the lower divisions who were chucking the towel in after three or four games. And, you know, we've kind of gone back on social media and said, look, nothing is won or lost, you know, in, in the first month of the season. There's mm. a long way to go. You know, let, let's not let's not underestimate teams, but let's not over egg teams as well. You know, it's very, very, very early. You know, mm. I know we have a bit of a laugh and a joke and we have the predictions and everything else that goes with it. And, you know, we've got our forecasts of who you think are going to win the league and get promoted, you know. We're make, you're making educated guesses, but there's a lot of football to be played. And I mean, some would some would some would disagree that they're educated. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit of fun. Well, that... I, I, if Mr. Beeler is, you know, he's in that profession. As for you, oh, Andrew, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. mate, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure that, that that little branch can stretch over to you. I'm not sure. Yeah, they say they say that when you're sort of when you start or when you're the founder of a of a an organisation, it's have people around you that are better than you. Uh, that's how you can improve your company. And that's what I've done. I've got the best from around uh, the Sunday League arena uh, to work with me. And that elevates me as well because I'm surrounded by geniuses. <laughs> who <laughs> these genius, who these, is, it, is genius is a word or is it genii or something? I don't know. That, Email silkpod at gmail.com yeah, yeah. with your suggestions. Thank you. Uh, the last game in League Two, Real Dundonald <laughs> and the juggernaut that is St Andrews faced off uh, St Andrews Graham with a 4-1 win uh, no result for them no win for those boys regardless of how big or small it is is a silly one they look uh, unstoppable again yeah statement of intent result number two I think this week Dundonald had obviously gone a couple of games uh, and they, they'd won fairly comfortably and got off to a great start to the season I think people were looking at that fixture when St Andrews come along as that that was their kind of their first test really of how well that they're potentially going to do in that division and uh, well they've passed with flying colours haven't they yeah talking about flying colours magpie recruitment faced off against Clapham Chiefs build there's a potential banana skin uh, for the magpie boys given Clapham's tight defence and Attack. They don't score too many, but they certainly don't concede many. Graham, this is an amazing result. Not to make uh, results of the week for oh, me. I got called out. I got called out. Very harsh. This. Very harsh. I think twelve-two. The Magpie recruitment boys winning against Clapham Chiefs for me. And I'm not being biased. I think you've been very harsh on the Magpie boys here. 
not a chance. I think all the four results that were in were all better results than that. I think it is as simple as that. Um, didn't even come into my, when I was looking down, my cup upsets and results didn't even come anywhere near the top four. Sorry. Oh, Francis rightly uh, annoyed. It wasn't uh, Francis that. that was annoyed. No, no, no. It was one of his players that was annoyed who dug me out. <laughs> I said you could win 25 nil and you might not get shortlisted for the team of the week. Cool. That's not how this works. You know that. Come on. I'm fighting. I'm fighting Magpies. Fighting their corner, but yeah. no, I'm not having it. No, I'm not having it. I'm calling it out. <laughs> there were four. There were four pretty damn bloody good results this week, and there are there is clear justification as to why the four got in there. There were other results, you know, like the St Andrews result, like the AFC South London result. I would say they were better results than the Magpie result. Blimey, justification made. Uh, officially on the Silk Grassroots podcast. Thank you, Graham, for that. It's no Into... disrespect, it's no disrespect yeah. and to Clapham Chiefs. Do we expect Magpie to win that game? Yes. All right, 12-2 is... is... Ten, 10 goals is 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 a pretty unheard of margin. And we, I, 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 I do think you've been harsh there, I must say, but you're, the, but you're so who in charge. Would you take out? So who would you take out then? Who would you bump out to put that in? You, you can't. I can't remember who, uh, who was on the list now. You can't. Well, you'll have to go back at the end of the. Um, you have to go at the end of the podcast, and then you'll review it, and then um, your apology can come to SSFL Secretary at Outlook.com. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Interdivision for a League Four. I get very possessive over this. I do get very possessive over it. You know, I don't just sit there and all of a sudden put put them on the dartboard and start throwing darts at it, thinking, "Oh yeah, that result, that result." You know, it is it is based on a, a little bit of, of structure. Um, and a little bit of intelligence. Um, they could have won that game 20 nil. I, I still don't think that's getting in this week. Fair enough. Magpie yeah, sure. haven't lost a game for how long? Yeah, well, this is it. But I, I... you add all these things in. Yeah. Listen, it's your it's your call. You, you're given that responsibility. You 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 take it and you. I take it and it. I defend it and I justify it. I'm happy to do that. That's that is part of the job. I mean, any complaints, you know, can't be. Um, I can't be held responsible. You know, I'm only. This is not my. This is not my platform. I'm only piggybacking on someone else's ideas. So any complaints, selkpod at gmail. <laughs> when we get to the end of these results, I've found the, the poll and we'll and we'll and we'll go through the teams at, at the end. Uh, we don't need to justify them, though, anymore. Uh, in the JSF Plumbing and Heating League 4, top deck lose 4-2 to Painters Community. Painters Community losing last week uh, and getting their, their win back this weekend against the good side in top deck. So the, the Painters boys will be chuffed with that one. Yeah, very good win. Very good win for Painters. Um, yeah, very, very surprised at their result last week. And again, this was kind of one of the first bigger tests for them in terms of their promotion credentials. And uh, we know Top Deck, you know, had a brilliant end to last season. They're absolutely no mugs. That's a really decent win for Painters. That could have made Team of the Week ahead of Magpie. It's going to do every result now. It could be better. Interleague 5. You, you, you've wound me up now, that's it. You've wound me up. I'm, I'm a wounded animal. I was, all, I was all relaxed about half an hour ago and you've, you've, you've got sorry. the juices flowing. I have that effect on you, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in League 5, Westminster Wanderers thirds win 3-2 against St Matthews Project first. A much different season for the lads at Westminster Wanderers. They're having a great time as a club. Uh, at the beginning part of this season. Uh, into League 6, Rygate Robots 3, Clapham Common nil. The Robots getting their first points on yeah. the board, I believe, Graham. Yeah, that's their first win. Yeah, well done. And a good win. That's a very good win. Clapham Common 
nil and nine on the goal scoring chance. So they'll want to uh, they'll want to get the ball the ball in the onion bag to break that duck quite Absolutely. quickly. UBLCFC doing what they do best and winning games of football. Their 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 form last season was decent. Yeah, uh, they've beaten London Ravens B three nil. Uh, London Ravens B passing the pad uh, and losing three nil. Uh, old boys, that's a bit more like it from them. Need some consistency, I think, this time, Andrew. They were getting kind of isolated results last year that were quite impressive. But yeah, I, I think they need, you know, where they were getting sort of defeats, you know, they need to get a win. Where they were getting draw, you know, take a defeat, but then win another game. Too many draws. Yeah, too much inconsistency. I think if they can, um, they can get off to a good start, they'll be up there or thereabouts and they'll cause the likes of Putney and um, uh, Ram and South City and other teams like that. They'll cause them problems for sure. Uh, yeah, looking good. And in West uh, Westminster, Fourths uh, lose three one to Putney. Uh, seconds, their eleven, the, the AFC Putney Elevens win three one. So not such a great day overall for Westminster Wanderers, but definitely improvements made uh, as a club uh, holistically. So that's that's good to see. Uh, in League Seven, um, I'm going to save the best till last. Sheen Park Rangers, Graham seven one winners mm-hmm. against Sporting South. Um, it's looking like a bit of a stroll for the uh, the SPR boys uh, in the Southern Sunday League Seven this season. Mm, yeah, no, I I I didn't want to panic. Uh, I think I said last week after the first two results, didn't want to panic. But uh, the Sporting South are a good side. I have to say, Sporting South are a good side for them. I mean, seven one that that could have made team of the week. I don't... Well, see, I, I would disagree Sporting with South that. Sporting South are a good side. Sporting South are a very good side. I'd refereed them the week before. They are definitely, definitely no mugs and they will be up there or thereabouts in terms of a, a rival to, to Sheen Park. For them potentially to beat a title rival in that manner yeah. is more of a result than Magpie against Captain <laughs> Chiefs. Uh, the next one in League Seven, my favourite result. You'd eight to be ACT Arantes. Oh, hey, we've got you one. Thank we've you very you much. One. We've delivered it. We've delivered it. it came through in the little smile. I think I messaged you, didn't I? I went, we've got one for you. We've got one. We've got one. <laughs> Thank you, Mundial. Uh, B, if I ever do referee you, that will be worth a penalty in the 89th minute for you. 100%. They will be listening to this as well. They listen to the pod. Mundial will be well switched on. They will be loving that result. Probably. I wonder whether they had a chance to go for nine and the foot. No, we're going to keep it to eight just so that yeah. we get on the podcast this Thank week. Thank you. Brilliant. The, boys, the boys did me proud. And, and on other parts of the podcast, we heard that they're, the A team, the Mundial A team, beat Rogers Sahar 11, 11 uh, 1, I think, or 11 0 on the weekend. Great so, day for Mundial. Goals, fantastic. Goal clock. Amazing. But this was the big result of the day. 11, uh, 8 2 is better than 11 0 uh, by, by anyone's estimation. Thank you, boys. <laughs> uh, you made uh, a podcast host very happy with that result. Cheers, boys. Uh, and as we say, Sheen Park 7 1. Uh, it's looking a bit scary. Uh, that'll be some games between uh, Mundial B, Sheen Park, and and Rosendale Sports first. That'll be some. That'll be three great games, won't it? Yeah, and I and I would throw Sporting South in there as well. I would throw them in there. So I think that's an interesting. I think that's an interesting top four. Obviously, two from two from four. Or if Sheen do run away with it, then you know if the second and third places are quite closely contested then obviously it might be more than might be more than just two up we'll see how that how, how that works itself out but um yeah um looking like a good division um but it looks like it's going to separate doesn't it it looks like you're going to get sort of a top four top five and then you're going to get a bottom five and that's that's not good to see so early on in the season so hopefully you know the 
the Southwest Athletics and the Egg Fried Roosters, you know, they've still got their confidence and the Barnstormers and Arantes. I think, you know, they said that they need to be better. They need to improve. Yeah. So hopefully some of the results from the, the teams that have broken away at the top will prove an inspiration for the others and they can get themselves together and start to take some points off them. That would be good to see. It would be, uh, certainly for us followers of, of these things. Uh, in League 8, Mass Vida continue their class uh, on, on the pitch. 4-3 winners against Dara Reserves. Uh, they are a good little side, Mass Vida. They, they're going to do well this season in League 8. Uh, League 9, Old Ruts beating Brixer saying 2-1. Two teams outside of that excellent chasing pack in League 9 last season. Uh, head on this week, uh, Graham, 2-1 to Old Ruts against Brixton Stain. A bit of a, a bit of a statement of intent result? Uh, I wouldn't quite go that far, but I have to say, in terms of Old Ruts' start to the season, um, they'll be absolutely thrilled with that. Two wins, two wins from the two games, absolutely thrilled. Um, yeah, I think they've given themselves a platform. If they can keep some consistency and they can get some momentum going, I think they could be up there or thereabouts. I thought they underachieved a little bit last season. I refereed them, I think, on one particular game. I think it might have been against Masvida actually um close game um and they looked like they were a decent outfit I was surprised they didn't perhaps do a little bit better but nonetheless you know they were in a really tough tough division that had St Andrews in so um yeah um that that looks interesting that division that league nine with Borussia Battersea, Venetia Dons, um Brick Sustain, Old Ruts, SW Lions. Yeah, that there's a lot of points to be taken off of each other. So uh, yeah. Old Ruts will be pleased to get three points in a narrow, narrow game over what they would consider to be a promotion rival. Agreed. Into the South Grassroots League 10, the best division in the Southern Sunday. Uh, Bromwood uh, announced themselves to the Southern Sunday uh, people with a 6-0 defeat of Rosendale Sports Reserves. We've seen slight little green shoots of um, progress for the Rosendale Sports Reserves boys who probably didn't enjoy their season too much last year, uh, Graham. Um, but uh, this week brought back down to earth, perhaps with Bromwood showing their class. Yeah, that looks like a great result. Um, yeah. 6-0, first game, clean sheet. Yeah, three points on the board. Um, they'll be very, very, very pleased going into a cup game with that uh, behind them. Um, as for Rosendale, yeah, they won't be happy about the manner of the 6-0, but um, we know what they're all about. They're, they're just having fun. They just want to enjoy their football. Yes, they take it seriously, but, you know, it's not the be-all and the end-all um, with the reserve team. Um, you know, the bread and butter they know is, is at the first team of the club. And if the first team is doing well, then... Generally, that's a good sign. But unfortunately, the the uh, Rosendale club didn't have a great week. But we'll um, come on to that later. Yeah. Uh, and the, in the last game of League 10, the Selk Grassroots League 10, uh, Clapham International, the football mm. uh, club, International, the football Clapham, sorry, uh, capitalising on a last minute winner last week to beat Renegades 3-1. But I tell you what, Graham, that's a fantastic show for Renegades. Absolutely obliterated last week by Prem Division um, yep. opposition, it has to be said. And it looks to me on paper, obviously we don't know exactly how the game went, but that looks to me like Renegades decided to shut up shop and decided to go back to basics yep. um, and set themselves properly. 3-1, no disgrace to Renegades after the previous result against the team full of confidence and form. Uh, 3-1, no disrespect to uh, Renegades at all um, with that one, but a good win for uh, International Clap Clapham all the same. This was one of our games of the week, wasn't it, this week? Uh, let me check. I think it was. 
Yeah. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. There was another. I didn't put it in. There that's, was another. There was shame. another Clapham. That's a shame that I didn't put that in because I tell you what, that that is. I was interested to know how Renegades uh, responded from last week. As you say, they took an absolute pounding. So to get up and get motivated. Oh, oh sorry. It was it was one of our predicted games. Yeah, that was that was, a, it was. one of our, yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I thought I'd put that in. Um, most people would have gone, I'm sure, with the um, international football to clap and win. I'm sure they would have gone with that. Uh, the predictions in terms of the scorelines would have been interesting because some people would have looked at the Renegades result last week and thought, ah, you know, these lot of whipping boys, they're going to get another battering. But as you say, 3-1 is a fairly decent showing. And actually, from a um, Clapham perspective, uh, two wins from two, they look like they're going to become a tidy little outfit this year. And I wonder whether the uh, whether the radar is, um, is going to start to come on them if they start to get momentum and they get a couple more wins and they've got four or five wins behind them. Um, are they ones to watch? Be very, very interesting. It's everything in football and in sport. Momentum and confidence is absolutely everything. And we know that um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That's a famous saying. And, and that is that is 90% of football, especially at these lower levels. And, and I'm not disrespecting the guys. There's not going to be the same skill level in those divisions as the top. But we see so many times that, that heart, desire and effort wins you games of football. And I can guarantee that any team uh, in those lower divisions, that beats a top a, a top team has worked harder to get that result, and they get Great. their just desserts. And th- and it's all about this. Let's see the likes of Clapham. They've got a real head of steam going now um, in in League Ten. Starting they, to engage on the podcast on this social media, yeah. which is good to see as well, Andrew. I like that. Lots and lots of Southern Sunday teams are tagging us into their results and and getting involved in chats and the votes on the polls are going up every week. More yeah, pl- more more people getting involved. Um, and it's fantastic that the league uh, and the teams are embracing the podcast so much because th- it's for them. This is this is our podcast. It's not my podcast. It's not Graham's podcast. It's not Gibbs's podcast. It's not Jamie's podcast. It's everybody's podcast. And everyone, we we want you to um, contribute. If you want to send in a mini match report uh, for me to read out or for Graham to read or whatever, please send it in. Tell us how your games go. We'd love to do, we love to put some meat on the bones. All we have is full time. Uh, to put some sort of narrative into games. If you have a little match report, send it in. Send yeah, me absolutely. a voice note. I can add it into the. I can add it into the the audio. You get to hear yourself on a on the greatest podcast that Sunday League has to offer. Well, that that trophy is hopefully not too far away for you, mate. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be going to Manchester sadly on a Wednesday night in in not in November. So. Um, that's not going to happen. Uh, so hopefully, uh, the judges and the voting um, panel or our votes and the judges uh, decide that we're worthy of something because this year, I think more than any other, I'll put my hat on it and say that I think we deserve, we deserve something, but um, let's see what happens. I, I know these, um, these award ceremonies are very much how many tickets you actually buy uh, to be considered. So let's, let's just see what happens. But yeah, sadly, Manchester on a Wednesday night, uh, mid November, it'll be uh, raining. It will be raining, uh, but also, it's going to be about a £500 just for one night for, for one person. So uh, that's a little bit prohibitive uh, to me at the moment. Uh, anyway, that's we digress. <laughs> we digress. Uh, Chairman's Cup uh, in, in tribute to the chairman of the league. Are you the chairman? I am, believe it or not. Yeah, most things. The chairman, the secretary. <laughs> it's, not, the, it's, not, the... <laughs> it's, not, it's not in tribute to me at all. It's just the name of the cup that 
a competition that we played some years ago and it's just kind of sat on the shelf and we've done nothing with it. I mean, that was that was long before I had a shield. So that was just the that just happened to be the default name that we affiliated the extra competition, not even realising that we'd need to use it so early on in the season. But nonetheless, we have. Uh, and it looks like it's been a brilliant start to this competition. Of- it's been organised. Everyone's been communicated with. Everyone's at a referee. Everyone's at the league table. The draw was open and transparent. I mean, what more can these teams want? Exactly. And I tell you what, I think this will be named Sir Rodber Cup oh, like, well. after the new year. We're expecting that uh, for the 23-24 season. Anyway, let's get into the results of the Chairman's Cup. Uh, SW Lions losing 4-0. Uh, to Wimbledon Wolves. Wimbledon Wolves in the cup. You do not want to play them. What what a side they are. They love a cup competition. Uh, Argentina losing out 3-1 uh, to Prem Boys Park Life. Again, no no sort of... No, no shame uh, there. No. Nah, no shame. And don't forget, these are group games. So um, there's plenty of opportunity for teams to put right uh, in the two other games that they'll play uh, in their groups. AFC Old Town, again, uh, beating higher placed opposition uh, in Brixton Town. Graham again, Old Town. No one want, you wouldn't want to play them in a cup. That seems to be that's League uh, Eight beating League One, by the way. No, and that's two massive wins for that's Old League Town. Eight beating League One. So that's the first one. If anyone's questioning why that's in the t- the results of the week this week, that's League Eight beating League One. Just to repeat that. Right. Well, we go through the <coughs> the four. You don't need to justify yourself. I, I'm I not justifying myself. I'm not justifying. I just want to highlight that that actually. There were some people when we set up the cup and they were a bit worried about kind of the, the seedings and about the way that the draw was going to be done and that they would be playing teams much, much higher ranked than them. This is one of them results that should give everybody else confidence in any cup competition that you're playing. That It's 11 v 11. It's whoever turns up on the day. It's whoever performs on the day. That is a brilliant, brilliant win. Yeah. They've beaten a team from League Two and a team from League One in recent weeks. But they don't always do it in the league, Old Town. They don't no. always do it. In the, they like the cup. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's well deserving to be in there. And it hopefully gives confidence to others, not only in this cup, but other cups, that, you know, don't be phased by a cup draw. Don't be phased. You just, it's one team versus another team. Yes, you are going to get 12 nils, 13 nils, whatever that we've had in previous week. They are going to happen. Yeah. But the magic of the cup is, we also get these results like what Old Town have thrown up. And and they've given themselves, by getting that first win, you've almost put one foot in the next round, haven't you? Win them group stage things. If you get that one win, maybe a draw or the second win is then going to guarantee you might even then kind of have, you've got a bit of a free hit on maybe yeah. one of the games. So yeah. well done to Old Town. That, that, yeah. that, that Nobody will want to play them in this or any other cup competition. They won't want to play them. I've got to say, through their cup um, exploits, they're becoming a real favourite of mine. And I always look out for their results, Old Town. They really got their head above the parapet with that good result. I know, I think they lost it in the end against Junction Elite. I think it was on penalties or something last season. Um, But that really sort of made them stick out to me. They had tons of games to catch up at the end of last season. because They ran out of steam in the end. It was just too much. But they've definitely continued into this season and becoming firm favourites of mine. So, yeah, nice to see that. Missing out on referee in Brixton Town this week, sadly, in the Plumstead Cup uh, because their opponents have withdrawn from the competition. Uh, but I was due to see Brixton Town and that would have been great to um, yeah. to have met the lads. Um, but they in, they go into the next round of the Plumstead Challenge Cup from Westfar. Uh, in the Barnstormers lose 3-1 to Club Football Val. A uh, good team. But I tell you what, uh, we give... Dan Bieler, a hell of a lot of stick on this wow. podcast. Deserved. 
deserved. Um, but Clapham Wanderers 2, AFC Ballam 1. Um, for me, this is a better result than the Magpie recruitment one, but it's probably not, not, not. The Magpie one deserved to be on the pole. There we go. But this is 2 1 to Clapham Wanderers. That's not still their fun though, Graham. Clapham Wanderers in Division 5, League 5. League 5, yep. Beating AFC Ballam, above. who led the um, the Prem Division for a long periods of time last season in the Prem. 2 1 winners, Clapham Wanderers, helped by, it has to be said, I've seen a video of one of the goals Clapham scored. Uh, a goalkeeper with uh, perhaps poppadom wrists is a fair is a fair description, um, but two one winners for Clapham Wanderers. What a result! And... You take your luck in that. You make your own luck. You know, yeah. I, I don't care what anyone says. But if you win something and you achieve something in football, luck is a part of it. There is always an element of luck. Sometimes it's a small bit. Sometimes it's a big bit. But luck is in any sport, in any competition, luck is part of it. I don't think there's anything lucky about this result this week. I mean, Ballum, I have to say, were extremely complimentary on, on social media to, to clap them afterwards, said that they thoroughly uh, deserved the win and, and to kind of enjoy it, which they did. <laughs> but it made me laugh, the um, Clapham tweet before the game, calling me out essentially for the cup draw, having handed them Premier Division opposition. They weren't looking forward to it and they thought they were going to get tonked. And now they've then come out and uh, they've taken the three points in that group stage. I mean, that's an incredible, incredible yeah. result. Um, they would have got a lot of confidence from the, the cup result the week before against Westminster, winning the, the penalty shootout. And, and you mentioned the word earlier on, and that's about momentum. Once you get that bug and you get that winning feeling, you almost go into every game thinking that you can win. And yep. clearly confidence is high. I said on the pod last week, it's the most organised Clapham Wanderers team that I've seen in a really, really long time. Yep. They're all playing for each other. They all know their jobs. You know, they, they know how they're playing. They've got an identity. They're working hard. They're all the ingredients of a successful football team. So from a Clapham perspective, long may it continue. And well done on a brilliant result, brilliant victory. And they've given themselves a chance of, of getting through to the next round with that win. So all you can do is say, congratulations, brilliant and well done. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm mindful now that when a lower place team beats a higher place team, we give the credit to the lower place team. It's not necessarily an off day for the, for the top, for the higher place team. It's the effort and desire and will to win for the lower place team that wins them the game of football. So well done to Dan. We'll talk about that on the prediction show. Uh, later on uh, in the week, uh, more results. <laughs> more results from the Chairman's Cup. Q Antigua losing two 0 to New Boys. Uh, Exonians, uh, a fantastic result again. A lower place team beating a six higher divisions. place team. Six divisions again. So if the Clapham result was going to make it six divisions, this was going to make it six divisions. Absolutely brilliant win, clean sheet. Q Antigua and no mugs. They're very difficult customers for anybody on their day. Um, I think. Q would have probably quite enjoyed seeing the draw that they were going to get a League 10 team. I think they would have seen that that was where their first three points was going to come from. Yeah. And uh, well, the, the result got really overturned there. That's a great win for, for a League 10 side. Great win. They do play in the best division in the Southern Sunday. So they were always going to be onto a winner. Uh, Merton Athletic appear to have found their shooting boots at last game. Eight one winners against Syndicate. Nearly, that nearly gave you a second one there, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It nearly gave you a second one. Yeah, just too good in the, in the defence, Merton, to uh, allow the second goal to be conceded. Uh, but 8-1 is a bit more like it for Merton. We saw them score lots of goals uh, early last season, Graham, and they've done it and they've started scoring now, which is only good for them 
syndicate though uh, perhaps that was a bit that was a bit of a uh, an, not a predictable 8-1 win but it was a step it. too far that game yeah, for them yeah, I think yeah yeah I think so uh, Parklife B beating Mortlake 4-2 uh, a good win for the Parklife B boys uh, Mortlake though uh, Graham did they did, were they the team that beat um, Painters the other week yes Mortlake a... won their both their league games but they are in the division lower than Parklife B so probably and Parklife B have had a good start to the season so probably went with the form book that one Fair enough. Uh, Rosendale Sports first, losing 7-0 uh, to Cosmos United. Um, yeah, as you said earlier in the podcast, uh, a bad day for Rosendale uh, as a club. Uh, we know that Rosendale are a top team at their level. Uh, we also know Cosmos United in the Cup, uh, like many others, uh, seem to play all their best football in the Cup. Uh, and that difference in division uh, seemed to be uh, played completely into Cosmos' hands yesterday. 7-0 uh, put into bed. That heavy defeat against Putney Town earlier uh, in the season, Cosmos, and they've getting their goal difference back into uh, uh, back into plus figures with results like this overall. Yeah, that I, I'm, I'm obviously not surprised with the result. Cosmos are a really, really good cup cup team. We know that. I think it's just the manner of the defeat. Uh, I, I've not known, I've not known a recent Rosendale team to concede that many goals. I mean, yeah. the Rosendale of old, that would be a predictable result for them, but. To, no goal and a 7-0 battering. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be disappointed that they didn't give that one a bit more of a go, actually. I hope that they can lift themselves for the rest of the games in the Chairman's Cup. It's not over now. They've still got two more games to play. Two more wins uh, will we'll almost guarantee them to get through in the group. Don't throw the towel in uh, after one big defeat. Two no, teams whether you've go- won the first game or whether you've lost the first game, it doesn't matter. You can still easily turn it around. You've got two yeah. more games to go easily. Agreed. Uh, Sporting Crabs lose 2-1 to AFC Bluebirds. A good result uh, for the Bluebirds. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins against Wheatsheaf. Athletic put together two teams uh, at almost opposite ends of the, the Southern Sunday um, league setup. Vauxhall Eight Virgins. Eight divisions difference. Eight divisions and the Virgins and the Wheatsheaf Athletic in tribute to the man himself. Drawing two all. Uh, what a fantastic game that would have been. Well, Weechie's messaged me after this week about that Vauxhall game and about he played Ballam Badgers, I think, the week before. He said, you know, we've got some really decent little teams a bit further down the divisions. Don't anybody, if you're in the Championship Premier or League One and you're drawing, you know, what you perceive to be smaller teams, if you think you're just going to steamroll of these teams and uh, they're just going to roll over for you in the cup competitions, you know, there's a start warning there from Weechief. You know, they've... They've just got the win last week and, you know, only taken a point this week. Mm. So, you know, it's a bit of some of these results should be a wake up call that you cannot take anything for granted. And if you think you're going to be changing around your teams and start disrespecting the opposition by putting out what you would consider sort of a second string team, you know, I'd advise teams against that really don't disrespect other teams, you know, play your full team. Then if you're in a commanding position and you're winning, then take the players off. But don't disrespect the teams because you will have the rug pulled from beneath you and you will be dumped out of cup competitions. There's no doubt about it. Agreed. In the uh, last game of the Chairman's Cup, Wandsworth Warriors living up to their name at the moment. What a team these these guys seem to be. fire. 2-0 winners against Venezia Dons, who are no mugs themselves. Uh, But Wandsworth Warriors, Graham, I mean... On fire. Their trajectory is um, up, up, up. What a team. I have to be honest, completely missed my missed my attention last season, but they have got it now. 
I'm seeing them next Sunday. I'm refereeing them against Broomwood in the Lipton down on the big pitch, down on the Aspire. And that looks a very, very good game. So I'll get to see Broomwood for the first time. And it's the first time I've seen Wandsworth Warriors for a couple of years. So really looking forward to feeding back on uh, next week's pod, you know, what Wandsworth Warriors look like. And, you know, I might have a bit more of an idea about how I think that they will Hey, they will do this season, but man, my goodness me, they are on fire. What a brilliant start to the season. Yeah, fantastic. Well done, boys. Uh, really are grabbing the attention now and getting the, the just desserts that you deserve in, in terms of your form. Amazing stuff from you. Uh, the Stel- the Silk Grassroots, Lipt- Marcus Lipton Cup results. Uh, how many games are there? About eight games to talk about. Uh, AFC Popular Rovers, five Deportivo, La Calruña, six. Uh, the Popular Rovers boys, we know they can score goals, but we know that Deportivo have got ridiculous firepower uh, in their ranks too. Uh, that looks like a straight shootout between two uh, free-scoring teams. Deportivo getting the better of the Popular Rovers boys. What a result. They do not concede some goals, Popular Rovers, don't they? We know they can score goals, but my goodness me, do they concede goals. You do think if they were to be a bit tighter defensively and not necessarily as gung-ho as they are, they could have won that league last season had they not been, um, you know, so gung-ho. And um, I think, you know, it, <laughs> it seems to be coming into this season as well. You, you score five, we'll score six, or you, yeah. you know, they can't afford to be involved in too many of them games. They seem to be, if it's a ding-dong game and it's open, they seem to come out on the wrong side of those results for whatever reason. They don't ever seem to... They don't even seem to, to, to grind the high scoring ones out or, or where they concede a lot. Yeah. They don't tend to win despite having the capability with the, the the scoring power that they've got. I think they'll be really, really upset to, to go out in the first round of the Lipton to Deportivo. I think they'll be really upset. Absolutely. I mean, but if you're going to try and out, outscore any team in the Southern Sunday, uh, Deportivo, them, Deportivo ain't the team to have a shootout with. Uh, we saw them score. 90, was it 90 odd goals in the league last season? So not probably as many as, not as many as Fulham got. Not but, as many um, as Fulham. I wonder if um, Deportivo players got any hat tricks because a certain Mr. Mitrovic, I think, scored a hat trick for Serbia this week. Sorry. I oh, just you wanted can't to get that claim in. that. You can't claim that as, Fulham, as a Fulham of fan. Of course I can. Of course I can. <laughs> of course I can. He's only scored in the calendar year, I think he's only scored one goal less than Haaland in terms of all the strikers in Europe, I think is the. Is a stat that I read yesterday. Okay. So let's chuck that one in there. Why not? Well, I mean, a full comment in there. For half of Mitrovic's time, he was playing in the championship in this calendar year, though. So, I mean, if you yes, can back to no, that. Right. You still have to go to Stoke and do it on a cold Tuesday <laughs> night, Andrew. Come on, give him, give him some credit. Uh, St. Matthew's Project B. 11 2 winners against Egg Fried Roos. Graham, what have you done? You've had a nightmare this week. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they involved? This St. Matthew's Project B. Um, egg fried roost one division above new team in the league yeah nah <laughs> oh I nearly got an admission then no uh, you didn't no you didn't because <laughs> the next result we're going to cut or the couple of results time you know that one is a justified one to go on there as well so there's there's no issue about that okay sorry sorry for St. Matthew, St. Matthew's Project B Quite for my, my esteemed colleague with your amazing win 11-2 winners brilliant win brilliant Fantastic. win uh, too long. They were struggling for players as well, and to motivate themselves to come out and to come out within eleven-two, uh, that is a, that's a screamer of a win, no question. That's yeah. more of a bigger win than the Magpie game. Uh, Albion. I think eating... we debunked that one. I think I've won that argument now. Do carry on. Okay. Well, that well, I mean, that one could have been on instead of any of the four that you've put on the. I don't thing. agree I can... with that. Anyway, carry on. 
arguing with you live live to the to the listeners we'll continue this off off uh, off mic. <laughs> <laughs> we're not arguing we're not arguing we're not arguing it's all done in it's all out of love uh, a clash of two long standing clubs uh, one much longer than the other it has to be said but still albion uh, a tradition going back to the 60s uh, and wanderers before uh, there was a there was a uh, a 20 uh, before fo- we were in nappies yeah before my dad was or our parents were in nappies probably uh wanderers uh losing 3-0 to albion uh albion just getting a nice head of steam a game we would expect them to win given the divisional differences um but still albion probably last season wouldn't have won 3-0 against um a team we consider to be near the top of um, league 10 this season graham that's a good result for albion and they are getting momentum again which is good to see yeah, no, they will just want to get through in the Lipton. I know they, the the Lipton Cup to them means quite a lot as a club, and obviously yeah. they won it the um, they won it before Wimbledon Wolves did uh, last year. So they were the they were the previous winners. They yeah, I mean three nil. They'll take that clean sheet job done through to the next round. Great start to the season. It's the only way is up for Albion. Lots of positives. Yeah. As as for Wanderers, that's not a disgraceful result. They've no. gone away there against a very experienced, uh, long-standing team. 3-0, that can happen in a cup game. I don't think they'll um, be too concerned with that result. They'll dust themselves off and they'll come back in the league, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, Ballon Badgers, 4-3 winners against Junction Elite fifths. Uh, that sounds like a real close game. Probably too close for comfort for the Ballon Badgers boys. Uh, Junction Elite fifths struggled uh, most of last season. Uh, so we'd expect that to be a little bit of a clearer win. So obviously improvements going yeah. on. Uh, at Junction Elite fifth. So well done, boys, for that. Again, no disgrace there. And the Junction Elite under 23s, something that uh, Aaron, uh, the gaffer on social media, so pleased with this and full of praise uh, for the under 23s, taking Barking Mad. It looks like close in a game, three, two winners Barking Mad were. But Aaron on um, social media saying, what brilliant uh, life there is in in Junction Elite, coming through the ranks, the the youngsters, in the club, putting up a real good fight against Barky Mad, who are what, Division 1, Division 2? They are, yeah, they are. Um, and they were in the final of the Ken Bailey last year as well, yeah. Barky Mad, so they're no mugs. I think this was a 90th-minute winner, Andrew. Oh, my God. I think this was our last gasp, smash and grab from the Barking lads. Um, they won't care. They won't care. No. 90th minute, you know, cup game, it doesn't matter if you score in the first minute, last minute, again... You know, you need in the cup, you need mm. sometimes to get those results that you're going to grind out. And, you know, they might play a higher ranked opposition in the next round and comfortably beat them. That's just how cup competitions work. That's certainly how the Marcus Lipton Cup worked. It's um, It does come up with some balmy um, permutations and some balmy results. But, yeah, great effort from the, the young lads at Junction Elite. And the Barking lads, I think, by the sounds of it, will be very relieved that they're in the hat for the next round. Yeah, the future definitely bright at Junction Elite. Uh, and again, like you can only... You it's the future only... orange. <laughs> the future's blue, I think they play. Ah, right. uh, royal blue. But yeah, um, you have to take your hat off to, to all of those hardworking people at Junction Elite for giving so many people football uh, on a Saturday and Sunday morning. Uh, and every day of the week, I imagine, there's something going on football-wise at that club. So congratulations on the hard work. But Barking Mad, yeah, no... Uh, they, they, don't, they don't feel uh, charitable. Uh, they've dispatched of the, the under-23s uh, and got into the next round. Well done, Barking Mad. Uh, the big game of the Marcus Lipton Cup, and, no, and I don't care what anyone says, when two teams from the same club draw each other, Kudos Athletic firsts uh, were away technically to Kudos Athletic seconds. This is the biggest game 
of the day uh, in the in the the Southern Sunday for me. Uh, after a two-all draw, Graham, uh, and I believe it was to and fro and a brilliant game. If the um, if the social media is anything to go by, kudos Athletic seconds going through on penalties eight seven. Uh, knocking their first team out of the Marcus Lipton Cup, proving that there is some magic around this Marcus Lipton Cup and the lower placed team go through yet again. I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic, first of all, when it came out, it was a fantastic tie. Second of all, it kind of, it got a lot of people, even outside of Kudos, excited. Yeah. Thirdly, it got everyone inside Kudos. I think they didn't like it at first. And then once the game started to get a little bit nearer, I think they've got into it a, a little bit more. It sounds like it was a thrilling game on the field. Yep. And for Kudos Athletic, second team, who couldn't buy a win last season, could not buy a win, really struggled, and then had that that rejuvenation right towards the end of the season where you know we thought, are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? For them then to come and beat their their their, their higher ranked um, counterparts, should we say that's League Nine um, against League One, so that's why that made Team of the Week. I think that is magic of the Lipton, magic of the draw. That's a magical game within the club, um, and that's a tricky team. Other teams looking at the draw of kind of dangerous floaters and teams to avoid. You wouldn't want to play Kudos first team in that cup. There'll be a lot of other teams that are pleased to see a higher ranked team go out. So well done, Kudos seconds, and uh, that was that was a deserving team of the week. So um, I think I've I think I've got to my point where I've justified it now. Uh, Mitchum Strollers losing four two to Dynamo London, part of the 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 South the AFC South London family. Um, Mitchum Strollers, uh, a brilliant club by all accounts, Graham. Not happening but for them. Not adjusting to life in the Southern Sunday comfortably, are they? No, it's not happened for them. I, I, I said I was a bit worried for them last week that they would need to try and bounce back with a, a cup um, cup result. They've this was the game for them as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. They've got a couple of goals on the board, but they're on the they're on the receiving end of a um, of a poor defeat there, really. And that's no disrespect to Dynamo London; they're an unknown entity. But um, you know, when you're Mitchum Strollers and you're an experienced side and you're coming into the Southern Sunday at League Five, um, you know, if you're a neutral, you would look at that fixture and think that they're going to be a, a new team. Yeah. You're an, un, an unknown entity from mm. League Ten. You're going to be thinking that they're going to win that. But again. That's the magic of the Marcus Lipton Cup. You know, you can't take any of these opposition and these teams for granted. And, you know, they come out with the um, they come out with the wind dynamo London and, you know, they're flying the flag for, for League 10 again. I mean, it's um, it, it's brilliant to see uh, a lot of the lower division teams. And we, we do champion the uh, the upsets, don't we, on yeah. the uh, on the podcast? It's, it's good to see. But Mitchum, mm, they, they need a win quickly. Yeah, unashamedly biased when it comes to cup games and the underdogs, and that's not. Yeah, you don't care, do you? I don't care at all. No. We we celebrate we celebrate the underdog. We don't celebrate a a higher placed team's loss. We celebrate the lower placed team's win. There's a massive difference, and uh, I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but we will champion the lower uh, the vast difference if it's div three against div two or div three against div one or whatever. If it's close, then it and really it doesn't catch the eye too much. We see that lots of times, but when you're talking about massive differences of five plus divisions uh, in cup upsets, we're unashamedly um, biased when it comes to that. And we'll always, we'll always shoot for the underdog. We feel like we're a little bit of an underdog um, ourselves as a podcast, because we champion uh, people uh, at the lower, at the lower ebbs of, um, of the game. And yeah, uh, we will do that every single week. We will be going for the underdog. 
You know what um, drives me mad, don't you? You know what drives me mad? It's, it's like in professional football, even in grassroots football, any level of football, when you get a lower team beat the higher team, the credit doesn't get given to the lower team for the result. It's always because the higher team didn't perform or their players yeah. didn't turn up or they were players missing. Or yeah. they, that drives me absolutely insane. It is about giving credit where credit's due, for sure. For sure. You have 100%. To do 100%. And we will, it is our aim and our mission to do that and to give uh, the, the the small people or the little teams in amongst our Sunday League community uh, the credit and shout outs that they deserve. We'll continue to do that. And if you don't like it, go listen to uh, another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> or email silkpod at gmail.com with yeah. your complaint and it, it will be dismissed accordingly. Yes, please. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be filed under miscellaneous quicker than I can read it. File 13. Uh, <laughs> uh, Swag and Lazio was an all-prem division game in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, and Swag certainly lived up to their name. Mm. 6-1 winners against Lazio. Uh, Graham... I'm going to say it, Lazio appear at this point to be a little bit out of their depth in that Premier Division. Yeah, uh, they, they're going to have to adjust, aren't they, quite yeah. quickly. Um, the point against Westminster on the opening game of the season, I think, looks like a long time ago now. Um, yeah, let's see how the fixtures pan out for them. Maybe they will want one or two of the um, lower Premier Division teams in the next couple of weeks to try and get some confidence and some points on the board. They certainly wouldn't want to be playing the likes of Swag and Sporting Continental and AFC Ballam and, and Clapham Rovers in the league at the moment. But there again, you know, it doesn't matter who you play in that Premier Division. You know, they are good, good teams. And if you're not on it and you're not 100%, then, you know, as we found out, you know, with previous results, you're going to get beat, aren't you? But Lazio, disappointing start in the Prem obviously out in the first round of the Lipton. I mean, that's a rotten draw for them, minute to get swag. That's a, you'd be cursing if you got that draw. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say they're out of their depth to be uh, disrespectful. No, 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 no. I understand in the context that you made the point. I mean, they weren't expected to go up from the championship last season. I mean, I don't know. There are some teams in the, in the championship, you look at them, the likes of Sporting Continental being the classic example, where... They're, they're built, they're ready, they've got the infrastructure, they've got the players, they've got the setup. It's been waiting to happen for a yeah. little while. So they've made the adjustment, you know, seamlessly almost. Yeah. It's a bit like having that team in the, the, the EFL championship, isn't it? Like, I don't know, someone like a Huddersfield, um, who are not maybe expected to kind of go up. They win the playoffs that year. All right, they have a first brilliant season and then the second season, it all goes down massively for them mm-hmm. I think Lazio I think they've just got to try and consolidate maybe alter the way that they play maybe it'd be a bit tighter be a bit more defensive maybe try and nick points rather than kind of be gung-ho because they are quite an expansive football flowing um kind of free passing team they do yeah. play like that yeah they might have to just be a little bit more conservative similar to what we were saying about Poplar Rovers earlier on you know, maybe don't necessarily go on the on the offensive or on the front foot as much. You know, maybe have a little bit more of a more of a uh, balanced focus on on kind of defence and, and and maybe throw in a bit of counter attack in there. That we know that 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 you know style of football is 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 effective. And of course, there's more than one way to win a game. You know, you don't have to win two, three, four nil every week. No, and let's be honest. Swag swag seem to be into their stride. They're going to do that to uh, a lot of teams this season. So perhaps. A little bit harsh on Lazio overall, but definitely the transition between championship to prem level, uh, a struggle for the boys at the moment. Very early doors in the season. Don't forget, we've still got 
Uh, what, what have we got? Seven months of the season, 10 months of the season. What have we got? October, November, December, January, February, don't wait. Nine months of the season left. Loads of time to go. Loads of time. Uh, Sporting Continental 7, uh, LMT 1. Uh, a predictable uh, result. It has to be said, we know the Sporting Continental boys absolutely uh, one of the best teams around uh, in, in Sunday football, perhaps as a whole, but definitely uh, in the Southern Sunday. Uh, LMT on their day can prove to be stiff opposition. Graham, but that difference uh, to Sporting Continental is is one that they just couldn't reach. Yeah, I'm sure LMT had learned a lot out of that game though as well. I'm sure they, I'm sure they enjoyed the game in some very strange way of kind of looking at it. Um, they would have, you know, enjoyed the the attention that goes. Obviously, Sporting Continental would have filmed the game as well, so they're going to get to watch that back as well. I'm sure they would be better for the experience. But probably not better for the um, actual result. But they'll, that's a rotten draw in, in round one. You wouldn't want to draw Sporting Continental, whether you're in the Premier or whether you're in League Six. Um, so fair play to LMT. They've given it a go. They got a goal. goal. They stopped them from keeping a clean sheet. So that would have uh, that would have been a feather in their cap. And they need to get back to league business because we know they're a good side in the league. So they can put their focus and uh, their attention on that. But um, yeah, fascinating results across the Lipton there. Brilliant. Uh, hasn't let us down again. The first round uh, games, I believe, probably continue next week. Yeah, we've got another another load. And then once we've got those out of the way, then we'll be uh, we'll be uh, facilitating the second round draw very, very soon. So uh, looking forward to seeing what ties they throw up so that we can get to see even more upsets in the next round. <laughs> Fantastic, Graham. I'll speak to you on the other side and we'll go through our predictions and games of the week. Looking forward to it. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So, back with Roger. Fired up after a disappointing result um, this weekend. Rog, we do have um, four games of the week selected by yourself, yeah. we'll start getting into the stats. I think from next week on, that will be yep. um, the whole of ga- all of the games in September played, and we can use those to start analysing the goal scores and a bit of form. But for this week, we're still we're going to jump in uh, and go with our with our gut feeling at the moment because some of these games um, it's a toss of a coin. Uh, four games as chosen by the man himself, yep. uh, Roger. Uh, game number one, um, Cobbs. Uh, they need to get their admin in gear in gear if this is going to be played, but they are due to play Bozjam. Uh, I think the comment from Russell on this one was uh, half 10 kickoff, but maybe we'll get going by, by quarter past 11 on this one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two teams, perhaps. Hopefully they can get their players registered, but maybe the kickoff time is a stretch for both teams. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I fully agree with that. Yeah. Um, Bozjam and Cobbs on, on sort of. They're not known for their time. Well, they are known for their time keeping. It's just, it's just the time keeping isn't, isn't very good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they'll kick off when 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 they're both uh, both teams are ready because they're playing each other. I don't suppose either will mind. Um, yeah. they, might, they might have something to say, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it should be a good game. This one, you know, it's fine. If Cubs, which I think they will have their admin and all done, they'll have players registered. Um, they've got good. about eighteen. It looks like they've got. 18 players registered now on on full time so we've, they've got a team they have a team like, yeah well yes it, it should be a good game they've not played football 
for a while. So you know, th- there'd be some rust, rust, rust to shake off. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a competitive game between these two. Um, I, th- I think Cobbs will, will will make a good show of themselves. Whether whether they have enough to beat Boss Jam is another question. Um, I think a Boss Jam will right, just okay. played for a while. I, th- I think that just, that just doesn't doesn't no good. Um, I'm going to say a Boss Jam win, and I'm going to say. What did they win last time? Three uh, one to Boss Jam. Three one Boss Jam. Uh, I can only see a Boss Jam win on this one as well, uh, but I think it will be tight. And knowing how tight that Cobb's um, offside trap is, and <laughs> and, uh, and how lively the the uh, Lino can be, I'm going to go two one to Boss Jam uh, and expect uh, a good game. Two equally matched teams. It has yep. to be said. Yeah, uh, these two on Sunday. Uh, so that should be a good game. Uh, we'll save your one till last, Rog. Uh, the next game officially on our list is Saha 11 taking on Selston, but we're going to save that uh, till the end. Uh, next up uh, is game three, Woodside taking on Albo United. And all you can say on this one is that it could easily be 7-6 like we saw the other week. Sorry, Park Rangers against Albo, couldn't it? This is going to have goals in it, surely. Yeah, you'd think so. Um we're, we're, I think we're, anytime Albo involved, there's goals involved. So, yeah, whether we, can Woodside, Woodside be fired up and and you know want want to to put last week's or yesterday's bad result to bed? Um, yep. I think they would. Albo, I think they'll be, I think they'll be sort of somewhat fired up as well after you know dropping points mm. for through 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 their managers. Um, um, poor well, they'll be they'll be they'll be blaming everyone but themselves potentially. Yep. They'll be moaning at the count county for for suspending them. They'll be saying we could have just played the league because we paid the fines. The league could have. Uh, so Albo are going to be fired up for a lot a yep. lot more reasons than 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 having that game suspended last week. They'll be moaning at everybody and they'll be fired up. And this could be, that could very much mean fireworks uh, in this one. That said, Albo's start for me. Uh, hasn't been fantastic. I have fancy Woodside to be fired up for this one as well after losing 3-0 to Southside, uh, South Sea Wanderers sorry, last week. Um, so I'm going to predict first this one and I'm going to back Woodside to win this one 3-2. It's going to be loads of goals in this game. It's going to be It's going to be great. Do you know what I think? I'm going to go the opposite to you then. I don't, I don't know if to sit on the fence and just call a draw. It no, won't I be a draw. no, I think, I think, I just, because I think the, the nature of the division, I'm going to say an elbow win, topsy turvy and all that. I'm going to say, oh, you've got, have you gone 3 2? 3 2 Woodside, yeah. I'll say 3 2 elbow. Quality. Right. I mean, neither are stupid, neither are stupid predictions for these two teams. Uh, fantastic um, attacking sides, uh, probably. Uh, look to outscore their opponents as their as their major tactic, which is great for for, for the spectators and people that go and watch uh, Sunday League football. Uh, go and watch these two; you won't be you won't be you won't be displeased at all. Um, but yeah, this will be a, a real good game. Good luck to both teams uh, in this one. Uh, both teams with wrongs to right uh, this weekend, uh, yeah. following disappointing weekends for different reasons. Uh, game four uh, is South London Union themselves winners. Uh, this weekend, a 2-1 win uh, for the Union boys. Uh, and they play Croydon United, 8-5 winners. D- 
this weekend. A quality result um, for Croydon United, a big result. Uh, Southside, uh, South London Union, happy with the win. Um, yep. Someone's someone's winning streak uh, is going to end, though. I don't. I can't see a draw in this one, Rog. No, I don't think so either. Um, you know, I've I've not hidden the fact that I've got a lot of time for Jesse and 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 the boys at South Union. I think I think they're they're a really good bunch of lads. Um, you know, he's always, it's, 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 never, we've never had as a league, we've never ever had any problems with South London Union at all. Um, you know, very, very respectful, respectful team. Um, they took their pastings early last season and their outward sort of face on social media was positive and it was, you know, we know where we are. We, we're just finding our feet. We enjoy the league. Uh, we just want to play football. Yep. And that's, that earns so much respect for me as like a, as a fan of grassroots football, so many teams have chucked it in in other leagues. I've just thought, nah, sod this, we're not playing, we're, we're, we're fold and the players go elsewhere. Um, but Union have stuck with it. They've got their just um, desserts throughout the season last year. Uh, yep. this, this season, they've, they've started um, with, a, with, well, they got a win last weekend against goal coaching reserves. Yeah, what do you I, think? I just like anything about them, to be fair. Yeah, um, they seem like good blokes. I'm going to go with my heart on this one. I'm going to say a union win. I'm going to say uh, same as same as same as the result just gone. Two one to union. Two one union. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Two uh, one. The prediction for Roger. I'm going to go against you. I think Croydon obviously can score goals. Uh, yep. They did so this weekend. Eight goals scored this week. They conceded five, which obviously isn't great. Um, mm-hmm. But to score eight goals shows there's some firepower there in Croydon United. And in fact, I think they had a decent goal scorer um, all through last season. Even when they were losing games, they, they, the player, I think their, their main striker still got well into the double figures, over 15 goals for them uh, over the course of the season. Um, I'm back in... Croydon United to win 4-2 this weekend. That's just based on this weekend. Um, Union getting past um, a team that struggled last season. Um, 2-1, which is a good win for them. Uh, But Croydon United just scoring eight. I know they conceded five, but scoring eight shows that they they might just be one of those teams um, who look to to blast teams away. And I think that could happen this weekend. 4-2 to Croydon United is my prediction, Rog. Yep. The second game, but we're coming back to it. The second on our list, but we're going to talk about it last. Saha 11, taking on Selsden Town. Two teams, uh, very close to the podcast's um, heart for yourself uh, and Selsden Town for me, just being a good bunch of lads. Um, yep. You've got to bounce back uh, from an 11-0 defeat this weekend. Last weekend in the London Cup, Selsden mm-hmm. on the back of a big win, uh, 5-1 uh, or 6-1 against London Warriors. A big win either way. Um, yep. Clearly there's goals in them. Um, yep. If you boys turn up like you did this weekend, just gone against Selsden, um, you're going to get your asses handed to you again, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we know that. Um, we know What's the game plan? Um, try not to concede. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you know, we, put, like, so we played them, when was it? The seed was but the couple of seeds ago before they folded. So, so we know what they're about. And obviously, I had a couple of their players registered for me last season. 
Um, you know, so I, I've got a lot of time for, for, for Selton boys. I, I like them a lot as a team. They've got some very good players, play some good football. Um, yeah, they're 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 defensively they're strong. They're good on the counter attack. They've got some. They've got some. They've got some good good sort of creative midfielders as well. Goals coming from all over the pitch. So yes, we know it's going to be a tough Sunday for us. Um, what we have done in the past though is raise our game against 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 you know, sort of bigger opposition. So I, I yeah. expect game again uh, Sunday. Um, yeah, I know it's going to be. I, I do know it's going to be an uphill task because uh, after the after the first two games we've had this season, we've not been good enough. Um, the lads know that. They know they need to raise their game. Um, it's whether we can or not. That that's it's going to be there. Um, there has there has to be a response, whether it's a loss to Selsden Town. You have to see a response from the players, and you need to see those players that that wronged the club as a whole, because you are and their teammates. This week, you need to see a response from those players. That will show whether you've got players that you want to be around um, the club uh, for the rest yep. of the season, won't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and 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 the lads, you know, like I said, we had words after the game Sunday, and the, the lads know what the club, what myself and what the club expects from them. And, and they know we've not reached them standards um, as a team and, and and in certain individuals haven't reached that standard as well. So, yes, I, I expect a reaction. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we I, I know that the task in front of us is, 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 a, is a huge one. It is a huge task. I'll tell you what, I'll put you out of your misery. Yep. Um, and I'll be honest, I'm going to back against the Sahara 11 boys this week, Roger. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, just putting the two results together this week in isolation. Um, I'm going to back Selsden and I'm going to back them to win 3 1. Right. Okay. Um, fair. It's fair. Yeah, you know, I hate to do that because I'll back no. Saha, but this is a competition. Yep. It includes Amari and Russell and other people now. <laughs> so I have, not just us. Um, yep. So I have to have to go more with the head rather than the yep. heart. Um, are you backing the boys this week? Yeah, yeah, I'll never back against us. I, I think, I think we'll, I think we'll play well. Um, I think we have to play well. Um, are we going to have enough to get a win? Mm. Do you know? I'll be honest. I think, we'll, I, 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 I think we'll get a draw. Okay. I think we'll get a draw. You know, you know. I, I mean, obviously, sells them a good Sunday to get the win. Um, I don't know how good you know London Warriors are. That's not being disrespectful to them, no, no. whether they're up to this standard. And like I said, I, in past seasons when we've when we come up against better opposition, we've raised our game, and I expect us to do that Sunday. Um, like I said, we have to do that. So yeah, I'm going to go with a two-two, a Desmond. Desmond, in tribute to the man himself, the first one uh, of me. the predictions, a Desmond. Uh, yeah. Is 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 that you putting on a the politician's face there, Rod? You weren't you weren't too happy looking prediction there. Are you, are you, is is a draw what you're hoping for? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. Yes, at the moment, at, at this moment in time, yes. Um, it, I'm, I know it's going to be a back to the wall job. Um, like I said, if I can, I know if I can get all the players out, then 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 we'll give them a good game. I, I know yeah. that. Just at, at, at the moment, I've I've not seen. These, you know, our better players um, just haven't been available at the moment. Um, so whether I can sort of start tapping them up and get, what's the, get them. What's the group chat response today as, at the time of recording? What's the group chat looking like after yesterday's game? Are, are players calling out the, the guys who didn't show or, or is it all very much everyone's it, just sort of head down and, and it, just wanted the next game to come? 
it's heads down a bit somber at the moment. Um, you know, we, I mean, we've not really got that in our team anyway. Um, I think that's, I do feel like that's what we're missing. Um, sort of big characters and, and guys that are going to shout everyone. We don't, like I said, we don't really have that. So, you know, yeah, I think it's heads down. Let's, let's let the, let the weekend come, let the football do the talking. Fair enough. Let's get on with talking about the rest of the fixtures. Uh, yep. Some good games and some uh, some brilliant uh, London Cup fixtures between two um, older faces um, from the uh, quarter minutes pool, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Michael Donovan Premier, some good games. Addiscombe Casuals taking on uh, the Spartans, the quarter Municipal Spartans side. That sounds like a fantastic game. That one's the 10.30 really? kickoff at Coney Hall. That's a good game. Uh, yeah. Cobbs and Bosjan, we've spoken about that already. And Saha against Selsden. Uh, Quid and JFC again, Rog, given the 12.30 kickoff against London Warriors. Um, almost as though they're being helped along this season with those fix- with that fixture time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and, and in, in, in sort of secluded car parks being passed hands. No, yeah, I, 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 just, I, I, I imagine Russell's playing at Coney as well, so he probably thinks I want the 10.30 kickoff. So yeah, he just, doesn't want. Uh, Fair enough. There's two pitches there, though, isn't there? Uh, yeah, there is. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. It's, it's probably a ref. It's it's probably a ref thing to be able to have one ref there um, all day uh, at Coney. Uh, it makes yeah. it easier for the referee secretary, which is fair enough. Yeah. It's, we're only joking. I, I know people take us seriously. I'm, on, I'm only hoping to get 10:30 against JFC. Please, that, mate? I'm just I'm just hoping I get a 10:30 against JFC. Uh, In Division 1, opportunity for some of these teams to to right wrongs, as we said uh, earlier in the podcast. Gold coaching played Dynamo Duppers. Dynamo Duppers, 13 conceded uh, in the last two. Um, It doesn't get any easier for them. Gold coaching look like they could be um, sort of a gatekeeper side in Division 1. If you get past them, then you're going to do really well. Duppers will be desperate. Uh, to get a result on the board. Uh, PSG reserves, uh, they go up against um, AFC Shirley. Both teams winning uh, in very different circumstances this week. PSG winning by six uh, and Shirley benefiting from an elbow um, admin error and getting their three points on the board. South Sea Wanderers taking on Addington United, probably uh, along with Woodside and Albo we spoke about earlier, probably uh, a standout game that Addington United, we know, uh, their their firepower. They're going to need every single ounce of that against um, early pace setters. South Sea Wanderers. That's a really good game. Uh, Surrey Park Rangers taking on Kaizen. That's a good game as well. Uh, in Division Two, uh, Pearly Saint Germain take on KFC. Uh, South London Royals playing FC Twenty Five. Uh, South London Royals will feel they need to get a win this week after missing out with the last kick of the game against Sanderstead this week. A big game, that, for South London Royals. They can't slip up again. Uh, South London Union, as we said, play Croydon United. Fulton Eve Rangers, Roger, taking on gold coaching seconds after a good win this week against Corinthia, uh, Addiscombe Corinthians. Uh, yep. Fulton Heath with, a, with a, a, an on paper, an easier task, but could be a potential uh, banana skin if they think this is done and dusted already. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think goal coaching. Both teams have sort of shown that they're 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 sort of stepping up and and ready for this season. Um, like you said, I, I think if 
Taunton Heath Rangers to take their eye off the ball. I, I, there is a potential there for 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 goal coaching reserves to to sort of crash their party. Absolutely. Uh, Sanders did play Addiscombe Corinthians. That will be two good games to go and watch yep. down at Coney Hall uh, at half twelve on Sunday. One pitch Croydon JFC, London Warriors, uh, and at the same time uh, Sanders did. Uh, taking on Corinthians, uh, PSG, AFC, Shirley, uh, the other game there. So four brilliant games there at Colonial uh, on Sunday. Just go and stand in the middle between the two pitches and go and have yourself a brilliant Sunday league uh, football day uh, and a big game in the London Sunday Challenge Cup. Uh, Spartans from the OBDSFL. I don't know why this is in the uh, why this is in the Quedon section uh, on full time. Uh, playing Saha, who play uh, in. Um, the uh, Super League. Yeah. Uh, Rog, this is a clash of old uh, Quarter Municipal uh, Titans. I guess we don't really need to spend too much time talking about. I'm only to wish um, both teams well in a bit of an old school classic in terms of the Quarter Municipal. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it always is, always is fireworks when these two come up against each other. I expect nothing less. Um, yeah, that'll be a good game to, to go and watch if, if, you, if you're free Sunday, definitely. Yeah, but watch, go and watch Cone, go and stand in the middle at Coneyall if you can, because there's four. Really you've got games games from there, so yeah. Um, and you've got, and there's games at half 12 as well afterwards, so yeah, you can make a day of it. Why not? Fantastic day. Rog, in terms of your day next Sunday, I wish yeah. you all the best. The Thanks, only way is improvements from last week. That's, that's the important part. Uh, losing, there still can be improvements, but we know Selsden uh, at the moment, they seem erratic. Um, yep. And that can that that can uh, leave a little the door ajar for you guys to take advantage of that. So I wish you all the best, and I will Thank speak you. to you next week. Here's Andrew. Thanks very much. Back with Gibbs and Westfer and the predictions. Uh, one more week uh, before we start looking at stats and all that. I think Gibbs because. Uh, We've got some games and some form now to talk about. We'll just give it one more week in West and all the other leagues uh, before you start hearing uh, us dropping some stats on 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 your on your ass uh, next week uh, in the po- <laughs> in the podcast. Uh, four games this week. Uh, if you're wondering why certain games don't show up on the podcast, we're making uh, we're making a, a, an effort this year to give everyone a mention uh, in the predictions. So the the games of the week, we're, we're using this opportunity. Um, to give everyone a, everyone a shout out, Gibbs, and I think that's important to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you'll you'll get the good like the the teams that are very consistent. Probably you'd see them in good in good games every week, like your Inter Belvedere's, um, your Metro Gases. Do you know what I mean? Um, your Bayswaters. But it can't. They we the platform is for everyone to um, for every team. So you want to try and make it fair and give everyone their 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 time. So I mean, it, these games are big to everyone, not just the. <laughs> Not just us, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Everyone likes to tune in and hear us talking absolute nonsense about them, don't they? So we have to give everyone the opportunity. Exactly. I mean, we don't know fuck all, <laughs> mate. We're just fucking two, two ball geezers giving our opinion. Yeah, that no one cares for, but everyone gets upset about. Exactly. <laughs> right. Let's get on with the game. Some good games uh, either way this week. Uh, first up, Danson Albion in good form at the start of the season, uh, taking on AFC Bexley. Both teams fancied Uh in their uh, respective leagues, this is a this is a Division Four game, isn't it? Or is this a cup game? This is a cup game. This is a cup game, uh, but they're in the same division, aren't they? Yes, I believe so. 
I think so. Gibbs. You've caught me, that, you've caught me off guard there. That, that could be the first bit of rubbish that we talk in this prediction section, so don't worry about it. Uh, but Dan Snellbin have started strong, um, arguably um, the strongest team that AFC Bexley would have played so far if you discount the uh, Peckham Ray A boys. Um, it's a it's a, a step too far for Bexley this week. I'm thinking I'm going to go for a dance and win, but I want to hear what you're going to say before I predict my score. Uh, yeah, this is a Fred Jolly game, but yeah. they are in the they are in the same division. Yes, that's right. Um, so early early bragging rights as well, and a bit of psychology in that title race because we expect both teams to be amongst it as well, don't we? One hundred percent. And I mean, if you'd have asked me this last week, you know, I probably would have backed AFC Bexley all day long. Um, I mean, the draw with Chimera after after leading. Um, they've obviously missed two penalties in two weeks and Danson seem to be a bit free scoring Yeah, and very hard to break down um, they're, they're very physical very good in the air I'm probably going to go with a Danson win here you know just judging on for, oh you horrible bastard I've just seen you type that in and that's what no, I was going to go with go on I'll change mine then no 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 go on, go on, go on. You <laughs> no, go on I've changed I've changed uh, alright <laughs> I was just about to say I'm typing it in I thought uh, yeah, I was going to say 3-1 to uh, Danson Albion. Okay, 3-1. Uh, I, I think another tight game. I was going to go 3-1, but I mean 3-1 or 3-2. I've, I've, I'm going to go 3-2 in the end, but either score. Uh, I think it's going to be a real good battle. Um, perhaps 3-2 is a bit um, of, a, of a long shot because we know that Danson Albion uh, do know how to shut a game out and they know how to shut their opposition out. Um, but they're you're right. They're free scoring. I think they scored eight this weekend. Just gone. Yeah, they um, won, didn't they? Yeah, they've they've they're in good form. Uh, Bexley, uh, they wouldn't have played anyone like Danton Albion in uh, Westford just yet. Uh, probably Chimera is are the closest team like them. But uh, yeah, Bexley uh, in the Fred Jolly. I think I fancy Danton Albion. Yeah, so three one is Gibbs's prediction, and three two is mine. Uh, going for the one point on that one, I think. Uh, next one, Rising Talents against Northern Eagles. Uh, two senior teams playing each other. Uh, this one is in the league. This is a league game. Yep. Uh, uh, Northern Eagles not off to the best start, Gibbs. And Rising Talents seem to be finding their feet with big wins uh, in the last couple of weeks. 7-2 winners this week. Northern Eagles getting beaten by Inter Belvedere. No shame in that at all. Um, but Northern Eagles probably low on, <coughs> low on confidence going up against a rising talents team who will be full of beans. Yeah, I think this is going to be a cracking game, to be honest. Um, I can see, I wouldn't be surprised either way, which way this goes, to be honest. But just judging on form, I'll let you have the first pick. So I'll let you type it in. But Yeah, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a 4-1 uh, rising talents. Uh, do you know what? I, I really do like Northern Eagles. I think they get a hard press, hard press from... People saying that they're just a, a kick it, uh, a kick you and a, and a kick it and lump it team. They do play nice football. Uh, I do just worry for them going forward uh, with, with the firepower. Uh, and I just think Rising Talents will outscore them. Uh, that youth and exuberance at um, Rising Talents will just be too much for Northern Eagles. But yeah, 4-1. I'm sorry to all the boys at Northern Eagles. I really do, really do think they're a good team. But Rising Talents just seem to have found their feet this year. Wheat dog, we're thinking along the same sort of lines today. Yeah. Because um I had four two picked out in my head um to rise in talents. I just think that um 
that just maybe that youth just might be a little bit too much. Um, they're obviously free scoring rising talents, but they can concede, obviously, like we've seen this week. Northern Eagles have got a goal with them as well. Um, yeah, I, I can see it being 4 2. 4 2. To rising talent, yeah. Sorry again, I really do like Northern Eagles, and it's good being in games with them. They're a good bunch, but yeah, rising talents has to be said. They look like they've stepped up uh, from a from a poor season last year. I don't mind saying that they've looked like they've improved this year. So let's see about that one. Uh, the third game, Rose and Crown taking on uh, EWD Eagles. We've we've heard good things about the Eagles, uh, but their their league results or their fixtures in the league haven't been fantastic, Gibbs. They've not played much football uh, and they've lost a the game that we probably expected them to win last week. Uh, this one in Division 5, I can only see a Rosen Crown win the form they're in. Uh, I tend to agree, to be honest, mate. I mean, EWD Eagles last game was a 2-0 loss to Bexley Knights. Yeah. Uh, no game this week, I don't believe. Um, so they're coming off the bit of a bit of a uh, the slump. They started off well, but um, Rose and Crown are just obviously growing in confidence, growing in, in stature as a club. Um, I can only see a Rose and Crown win here, and I think it could be quite emphatic, you know. So I think 4-1. 4-1. To Rosen Crown. I'm not going to go that extravagant, um, but I do think I'm going to go for uh, a 3-1 uh, win to Rosen Crown. EWD, we know the players that they've got signed on, like Raja uh, and players like that, who will make a big difference when they play. But I think that that arrangement is only when his, his first choice team aren't playing. And uh, I mean, that he'll be the difference to them in many games, especially at that level. Uh, but Rosen Crown, a return to Westford, all guns blazing. Uh, a great team to have around. Good on social media. Gobby on social media. There's no two ways about it. They they get involved, and but that's but that's brilliant. That's what we like. That's the whole point of it. Um, and they're doing good things in the league. So yeah, Rose and Crown go into this big favourites for me. Uh, and EWD probably uh, looking forward to uh, the game after already. Uh, the big game of the predictions. Two really closely placed teams. Uh, FC Barker taking on. Uh, Woolwich Royals gives a good win. Woolwich Royals licking their wounds um, after they felt an undeserved loss to the very good Barnurst, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, Barker getting a win on the weekend. Too close for comfort for them. Um, but Woolwich Royals, yeah, this is this is a real good game and they've got a brilliant referee on this one who who will make the game flow and, and it'll be a good game for both teams. <laughs> Are you reffing this one, Brandon? Yeah, I'm, I'm reffing it. Oh, thanks. Thanks for realising I was talking about uh, myself. I mean, they both had the um, same result the weekend, didn't they? One coming off with the win, one coming off with a lose. Barker beat Tamils 5-4 yeah. and Woolwich Royals lost 5-4 to Barnes. I think, um, no disrespect to no one, but the Woolwich Royals is probably the more impressive one. Um, being 4-1 down um, Barker you'd probably expect them to beat Tamils maybe a little bit more comfortably as well yeah yeah. Um, I think that Woolwich Royals are still uh, I think they're, they're probably just coming into it now um, and they're going to be ready I see them training last week they had good numbers at training there's obviously a bit of a, a good vibe um, at the club I, 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 and that's no disrespect to Barker I, I don't know too much about their club um, I'm gonna back Woolwich Royals on this one. I'm gonna say I reckon Woolwich Royals on this one three two, <coughs> three three two Woolwich Royals on this mm. one. I'm gonna back Barker to win this one. What did you say? Three two Woolwich Royals. Yeah, three two Woolwich Royals. I'm gonna go three two Barker and just flip that one uh, on its head. Uh, I'm refereeing it, so you know. Ah, but... oh, so you can dictate it. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I'd never do that. 
Uh, right, let's let's go through some of the plum fixtures uh, from next week. This is the the, the second of October. Uh, some big games: Eltham Lions taking on Blackfen and Ear. If that's a good game, uh, Inter Belvedere. Elton Rovers uh, in the senior division, always good games. Push against Erith and Belvedere, another good game. We've spoken about rising talents and Northern Eagles. You didn't, um, fancy, uh, didn't fancy sharing that screen, no. Oh, can't you see that one? <laughs> no, mate, I'm still looking at the predictions. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, uh, Hill against Barnhurst is a good old-fashioned game, that one. Uh, that'll be full of tackles. Uh, Kingsford against Hartford Athletic, one of those games from last season. Uh, many many of these games could have made games of the week. Yeah. It's just giving other teams a looking. Absolutely. Uh, Bexy Hawks taking on Junior Reds. Athletic Footscray against Mottenham Park Rangers is another good game. Uh, Bexy Wanderers taking on Spring United. Bexy Wanderers will look to bounce back against a disappointing uh, result this weekend. Uh, Old Fortronians playing the 69ers. That's a good game. Uh, Tudor Sports against Avery Hill. I mean, these are all good games this week. What a good week. Uh, Hacienda Reserves taking on uh, Highfield Rovers. That's my game as well in the morning, uh, in the morning kickoff next week. Uh, that'll be a real good game. Looking forward to seeing Ronnie and the boys and uh, seeing what the Hacienda Reserves teams look like. Uh, South Ballers against Peckham IA is an interesting one. Uh, plenty of other good games. Uh, Sporting Greenwich, Elton Palace, both teams must win. It's at that stage for both teams now. Elton Palace with a shocking start to the season. Yeah, they're going to need three points to kickstart the season, mate, to be fair. Um, it, it's, a, it's a tough league. I mean, people think, oh, it's Division 6, but it's a tough league and they're all they're all taking points off each other. It's just um, Elton Palace haven't um, got going yet. Absolutely not. Uh Greenwich Challenge Vets against JJ and Greenwich Battle Cruisers. I'm, I'm gonna, I might stick my neck at it, you know. I think this could be JJ's first win. Well, Greenwich, Greenwich Challenge Vets have improved this year, but so have JJ. So, yeah, that's there's fingers crossed in a way for JJ United. Point, we do point like point on the board, I reckon, at least for JJ uh, on this one. Good luck, boys. And Greenwich Battle Cruisers against Las Cabras is a very equal game. Uh, some London Cup games. Uh, let's go through the Westford teams. Borden Sports A take on Bickley. Good luck. To both teams there. Jam taking on Javal House. Uh, Mildeen taking on Bayswater. Uh, Red Velvet taking on Lazio from the Southern Sunday. Um, Kenningwell taking on Bulltarks. What a stylish game of football that's going to be. A real good game. Uh, uh, Danton Albion take on AFC Bexley. We spoke about that one already. Uh, Elton Town play lesser FXI. Elton Town didn't play their last game against uh, Farnborough, uh, Farnborough Old Boys in the Cup. Uh, will they play their game this week against struggling lesser? Let's see. Forza against Foresters. That's a real good game, Gibbs. Yeah. Uh, a real good game. Uh, yeah, they're on that one. Could be. Uh, and again, we've repeated the fixtures at the bottom of the uh, thing. And you haven't got a game. A, a reprieve this week. You're taking a week off for the London Marathon. Uh, yeah, we've got the Marathon. So we've got a few lads, uh, obviously, for travelling and stuff. And um, it was probably just the just easier. I wish you all the very best. Are you going to get out and watch a game this week? Um, uh, yeah, probably, to be honest, mate. We'll see where, where the marathon goes and what's on. Because I know there's no games at Meridian this week. So um, we'll see. But we've got some players to rest up and stuff like that that carry on a few knocks. Um, and we've got a long season ahead. So it's, it's probably good for us. Mate, I wish you all the best. And I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. Take care.
back with Jamie and the OBD SFL predictions this week. Four games chosen. Don't forget, it's a County Cup weekend, so we don't pick County Cup games in our predictions, even if they are between uh, OBD SFL teams or whichever leagues they play with. We only um, predict league fixtures. Jamie, first up this week, Blendon on the back of a good win against Hatcham in the Cup. Um, they play MSL um, themselves are unbeaten, I believe, at the start of the season. Uh, an interesting game, this one, Jamie. Uh, do you want to start off the analysis? Uh, the analysis, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, the thinking behind it is blending fantastic win against Hatcham um, yesterday. Good to see them back, obviously, and meaning business. And MSL, who have started very well and look impressive again. So it's two teams. There's not much form to go by, but whatever little form there is, they're both uh, they're both looking good. So yep. um, yeah, just and it's uh, we obviously like to try and get all the teams covered. So why not pick these two well? They're no, facing it's a great game. It's a great it game. Um, so in terms of a scoreline, um, I think there'll be goals in it. You know, because I mean, Blending putting three past Hatcham. Mm. Had such a good defensive record last season, mm. um, and MSL, you know, scoring quite a few goals. Conceded, th- I know they conceded three to DC, but we mentioned that I think DC are much improved this year as well. So, yep. um, uh, do, you know, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go for a three-all draw here. Three-all, Christ! Yeah. I think I think Blendon will win, but I don't. You know, against Hatcham, did all did they manage to get all the boys out? We can only assume that, that that's the same team that are going to turn up against MSL. Um, I'm going to go for three two to Blendon because I do think there'll be goals in it. But I can just see Blendon nicking it on their home patch. That will be a really good game, though. Good luck to both teams. Uh, impressed uh, with Blendon's bounce back ability and MSL uh, seemingly um, going again uh, with a good bunch of uh, lads. It seems uh, over there. Uh, so good luck, guys. That'll be a good game. A referee will have a fantastic game uh, to stand uh, and take part in this week. Uh, another game, Blase Ballers, Jamie, Division 1, taking on Long Lane, Division 1. Uh, Blase not playing last weekend uh, and Long Lane getting past uh, Gibbs's own Peckham Rye on penalties uh, in the London Cup. They'll be buoyed by that. They've had an excellent start to the season, Long Lane. Um, Blase Ballers, probably finding their feet a little bit in Div 1. Uh, I'm going to go for a 3-1, uh, a 3-1 long lane win this weekend. I think they'll be too much. I think that's their old heads. They'll know how to play uh, Blase Ballers. But we know if they give Blase Ballers a glance, they will take it. They will. Yeah, I think wanted to get long lane in here because we know they've started well. So um, and it's a very, very big test for Blase, I think, this. Um, I, I see the way you're thinking. I think I do think Long Lane come in as favourites. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to write off Blasey though, because they got especially some really good players in the middle of the park and forward areas. Yeah. Um, but I think I think this could be a a bit of game management for Long Lane to, to get them over the line. So I'm going to go for a two 0 Long Lane one. Two 0 clean sheet to Long Lane expected. This weekend, that'll be a cracker as well. A really good game. Uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves taking on Crayway. This is a bit of a classic game from last season, Jamie, isn't it? I think these two were battling it, were bat- battling against each other at the top. I want to say Division Four. Yes, you're right. 
these two, uh, along with Wilgar, were battling it out at the top of Division 4 last season. So these two, very familiar with each other. Um, Crayway with a good win this weekend. I don't think Crayford Arrows reserves played. I think their game was given to them. Yeah, they got a walkover. Um, Does that make any difference in this one? I don't think so at this stage of the season. Um, And it's two teams that will know each other very well. So, um, yeah, Crayway... They won away to Petswood Roadrunners, who have been fairly decent at the start of the season. So a good one in the cup for them. I do think I think this will be very tight. Um, I, I could easily go for a Desmond and yeah. get the, get the tequila going, but you know what? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think this could go two one either way, but I'm going to go for Crayford Arrows reserves to nick it two one. One okay, because I agree, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm going to go for a 2 yeah. 1 pray way win. One, I think one of us is getting a, a, full, a full three pointer for that. Yeah, I, that's just these two know each other so well. It's probably a good little rivalry. This one, a respectful one, uh, I imagine, uh, given their exploits last season. It's nice to see these rivalries continue uh, in higher divisions. So, uh, all the best on that one, boys. Um, Ben Hurst, Jamie, uh, they're they've made it. Into they've made it onto your poll yesterday, yes. uh, and and now they've made it onto your list today. Um, the fourth game, Benhurst against SE Ballers, um, a fantastic result for Benhurst beating uh, Alpington Reserves fourteen one. Um, you know the struggles and the goals that the Alpington Reserves boys have let in um, doesn't discredit uh, the Benhurst boys who don't score fourteen very often. Let's be let's be honest, um, they're going to be up for this against SE Ballers, who won 4-0 this weekend, uh, but they haven't had things their own way uh, most of the time of in the OBDSFL. So this is going to be a good game. It is, yeah. I mean, I don't think there'll be 14 goals in it. Um, no, I don't think I, so. I think, I think they're a bit more evenly matched than, um, than both teams were against their opposition yesterday. Mm. Um, but yeah, we've, all, we've always kind of liked Ben Hurst, didn't we? So... But as he bought us a very good win yesterday, they got um clean sheet and, and four goals. So yeah. again, I I think I wouldn't be surprised if there was four draws to be honest in these games, but um let's throw caution to the wind. Um I'll go for a three two Ben Hurst win. Three two Ben Hurst for Jamie. I'm gonna go for two one to Ben Hurst. I think that's such a good that's such a, a morale boosting uh, win for them yesterday. Uh, against Alpington Rovers that I think that that will continue. It'll be a much closer game against um, Essie Ballers. <coughs> that's for sure. Uh, but I just think Benhurst uh, will get the job done again. Don't let us down, Benhurst. Uh, we're hoping uh, for you, uh, for our predictions at least, to get the win. Uh, so just a pick of the predict of the rest of the games from the OBD SFL this weekend. Uh, a lovely game. Uh, PSG uh, in the Prem taking on West Wickham. I haven't seen much of PSG so far this season. So I'll be interested to see what happens there. Um, Bexley United against Royal Southwark in Div 1. Always a good game to talk about. Uh, Lesser Albion against Hi- uh, Hayden Youth. A real good uh, mix of teams there. That'll be uh, very interesting. Uh, Sydenham Sports, Jamie, in the in the first division, taking on impressive uh, Kamazi Strikers. Mentivation, an interesting game. A talented side, by all accounts, uh, against the rugged, uh, Sydenham Sports, who, who had a good win this weekend against against Southwest. That's an interesting one. Uh, Alpington against Manorwood in Division Two. Jamie, what do you think of that one? 
draw was going to put it in the the, the games of the week, but Orpington were in it um, recently. But yeah. I think that's a very good game. Two teams who have started well. Um, yeah, both would fancy three points for that one. Absolutely. Crayford Eagles taking on Ministry of Ball. Ministry of Ball looking to bounce back uh, from cup disappointment this weekend. Uh, Woosh United against Metro Massive is a clash uh, of of uh, young young sides, but that'll be an old school mentality game. That'll be excellent. I uh, look forward to that one. Two teams locking horns this season who were, were together in Division 5. Alpington Colts, come on the Colts, taking on uh, Phoenix Sports 4. Although, Jamie, the way Phoenix Sports 4 score, goal, score goals and the way the Colts let them in, uh, that could be a massacre. Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that one pushing for results of the week uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, I, I worry for Colts the way they're leaking goals at the back at the moment. Uh, a Wickham derby, uh, Wickham Athletic taking on East Wickham Wanderers. Uh, good luck to both teams in that one. Uh, Elmstead Reserves taking on Petswood Roadrunners is an interesting game. Uh, some cup games, Sports King All-Stars taking on Beckenham Rovers. Uh, Beckenham Rovers sam- uh, sandwiched between two games with Mariners, I think, with the Sports King All-Stars game, a tough game for them. Uh, some, some. Uh, I think the All Stars handed out some pastings to Beckenham Rovers uh, last season, but it sounds like they've got themselves together. Jamie, the Mariners taking on Lewisham Islamic Centre, uh, the first meeting between the two clubs. Um, I know the Lewisham Islamic Centre boys. Um, I think they seem to enjoy themselves in in the ABD SFL last year. Won a lot of plaudits for the style of play um, that they that they have. Um, How do you go into that one against the team? Uh, that you know, an, an unknown basically. Yeah, well, it's difficult because, as you say, we don't really know much about them. We always kind of like to prepare um, through whatever kind of knowledge we can get about teams, but there's very little that we know about L- yeah. LIC. So um, we just got to focus on what we're good at in that case. Um, we know with some good moments, especially in the second half against a good team yesterday. So um, we'll, we'll build on those and, and kind of look at ways that we can. We can impose ourselves on the game, um, but we'll obviously it's a team um, from a division above, so um, they, we don't come in as favourites. So we've got to kind of make sure that we've got that what rate and desire first and foremost yeah. to make it difficult for them, and then try and get our good players on the ball and hurt them. Um, should be a good game. Looking forward to it. Um, not too far a journey for me in the morning, so um, <laughs> and the, uh, no no Saturday night out either. So hopefully no hangovers this weekend as well. But let's see. Uh, a response needed from the Mariners, but I know you weren't too upset with what happened on Sunday. You'd know you were beaten by the better team. Um, but this yeah. lot, this lot on Sunday, uh, that, that's winnable for you boys, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's what the message will be. I mean, we kind of, we've put our three games so far. We've played Sydenham um, and then Be- Beckham Rovers and the LSU. So three teams from divisions above, but yeah, it, it, it's all fine and well saying that, but we have to go into this thinking we've got a chance of winning it and that's mm. exactly what we'll be saying. Fair enough. A selection of London Sunday Challenge Cup games involving the Alpington and Bromley teams. Uh, Kamazi uh, against Hatcham from the OBD SFL. So we're gunning uh, for Hatcham. Uh, well, good luck, boys. Uh, a clash of old, very old school teams. This is going to be a war. Uh, Westford's Borden Sports A. Uh, against FC Bickley. What a clash that is. Um, the champions of the Southern Sunday, uh, Clapham Rovers take on Lambeth All-Stars. Lambeth All-Stars, don't forget, knocked out of the London Cup last season by a Southern Sunday team called Swag. 
um, in the quarterfinal stage, I believe. So uh, Lambeth All-Stars will not be taking Clapham Rovers um, for granted this week, this this seat, this week in their game. Uh, Clapham Rovers, as I say, the champions of the Prem and FA Cup holders, Damien. They've won the FA Cup, yes. Clapham Rovers. Yes, uh, yeah, I do know that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Elmstead take on Rocker. Um, Spartans take on Saha. That's an old, a classic uh, quarter municipal game, Spartans and Saha now in different leagues, uh, but Spartans waving the flag for uh, the OBD SFL this week. So we're, we're hoping they get the win. Um, Kenningwell take on Bulltarks from Westfer. Uh, Sporting Continental uh, from the Southern Sunday take on Karuya. Uh, that's a tough away day for Karuya. Sporting Continental do play in the top division of the Southern Sunday and have blown away all competitions so far in the Southern Sunday on their journey to the Prem. Uh, so that's a tough day for Kawuya. Obviously, their goalkeeper will be suspended now following their game this weekend, making it even tougher uh, for them. Uh, a tough game. Uh, and Club Langley play United Ballers in the Sunday Trophy. Jamie, enjoy yourself this weekend. Obviously, you'll be turning up to your game Sunday without a hangover, which would be better. Uh, for the Mariners. Uh, I wish you all the best and I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate. Speak to you soon. Back with the man himself, Graham, and the Southern Sunday uh, predictions or games of the week. Obviously, later on in the week, we're recording Thursday this week for the prediction show. Uh, a late one due to availability. We'd rather have all the lads uh, on the call uh, than, than, than be low on numbers. Uh, we like having the stats and the chat on the, on uh, the prediction show. So Dan, his predictions will be uh, revealed Thursday night. You'll probably listen to it um, Friday morning. But Graham has picked four tricky games. Yet again, uh, he's trying to set us up on uh, for a fall uh, on, on the predictions. Graham, four good games. Um, an intriguing first one, Sheen Park Rangers. Uh, playing Atletico Buble. Uh, what's the thought process behind this one? So everybody has thought that kind of Sheen Park Rangers are are away in the league. Obviously, you know, three games, 30 goals. Um, you know, everyone has kind of written everybody else off in that division and 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 think that Sheen Rangers are going to be this unbeatable, formidable um, force that are not going to be beaten by anybody. Um they're obviously taking Buble on in the first round of the Lipton Cup. We know yep. that Buble are a really um, experienced side. I think this is the first kind of test where we can look at Sheen Park Rangers and say, well, do you know what sort of Buble are up in the up in League Two? Mm. Um, you know, what actually is the gap between where Sheen Park are and where Buble are? Will they will will that be an upset if if Sheen Park Rangers come up with that result? Or will it be just a, another routine day at the office for Buble if they come up with, with the result? And um, I think, you know, looking at the early season form, you know, people I think are going to look at that and go, yeah, Sheen Park scored 30 and three. They look formidable. I can see a few people going for a Sheen Park win. Um, but I can also see people going, actually, do you know what? It might be a step too far in the cup this time. Buble really experienced side. They know what they're doing. They're not going to get overawed. They're not going to get battered the same way that some of the other teams have been by Sheen Park this year. Mm. They're going to be much more of a formidable test and it'll be just a routine away Buble victory. So I, I think it's an intriguing tie. It's two teams that clearly like to play football, clearly like to score goals, clearly attacking. 
I mean, that's as exciting first round Marcus Lipton Cup game that I think you're going to get. And um, yeah, good luck to the predictors because I think you could make cases and arguments for results both ways. But uh, I think my main reason is just to see how Sheen Park do against experienced higher ranked opposition. I think that's why I threw that one in there. Such a tough, as you say, um, Sheen Park, where are they? Division five, six? Seven. Division seven. Scoring goals for fun, but Atletico Buble start decent with a win and a draw in, in League Two. Uh, scored eight goals in their two games. So they're they're scoring goals as well at a yeah. higher level um, against Norton and Chiswick development. At, you know, take that as you wish. They scored six against Chiswick. They have struggled um, so far this season. Uh, they are leaking goals, but still, Buble got the job done. Um this is really, this is really, really tough to call this This is one. one of the hardest, I think, of the season, this game. I think it's really one of the hardest. Because, as I say, I think you can make you can make a rationed, reasoned argument either way. Or you can just have a stab in the dark and say, this is the Marcus Lipton Cup. You know, this could be anything. It could be mm. one all, two all, three all, two, three, four, two, two, four, two, five. It could be anything. Who knows oh. how this is going to go? I, I, I wouldn't want to predict it. This is my, this is the thought. I'm going to, Curve, I'm going to throw a curveball in this potentially. I, I think Buble will win the game and I think the boys will look at um, the league table and assume that Sheen Park are going to score goals. They will score goals in this game. They they clearly are an, a tremendous attacking force as a club. Um, but I'm going to back the Atletico Blue Buble boys to do the job. I think it's going to be something silly. I think it's going to be a, a silly scoreline. Like, like three... a popular 5-6, do you reckon it will go that far? going to go 3-2. I'm going to go 3-2 for Buble and that's that's half playing the percentages and half expecting it um, to be lots of goals in the game. Um, but I think Buble, just just that level above, um, Sheen Parks definitely haven't played anyone uh, like Atletico Buble yet this season. Uh, but they will score. They may well rattle um, Atletico Buble early doors and they'll go for it because they'll be obviously be motivated uh, playing a higher team in the cup. Um, but I think at the end, uh, I'm banking on uh, that extra bit of quality that, that Buble may have um, doing the business for them. And partly I'm going to go against what I think the other lads are going to do with their predictions uh, to try and st- uh, nick, a, nick a couple of points on people and, and catch up. Um, you can't see, you can't, I mean, obviously you, you've done two, three. You can't see a scenario potentially in the game where it's going to be a comfortable home win or a comfortable away win. No, not comfortable either way. I think it's going to be tight. I, I can see it being tight either way, um, but I can't see comfortable either, either way. Interesting. I, I, I'm obviously, I've been wrong in the past and I'm happy to be wrong uh, if Sheen Park Because I think this could come game. out at anything. I think this result could be anything. Yeah, so do, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I think however it pans out, the result I think is not going to surprise me. No, me neither. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sheen Park win 5-0. We've seen them winning that that, that score before. Um, and I don't, I wouldn't, exp- I, would, I, I wouldn't be, Meant it would be crazy to see a one nil Atletico Buble win, whatever happens, or a draw, or penalties, or whatever. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see anything. This is this is close, but that's that's why I reflect it in my in my prediction that I just think the the the, the league placings uh, and the, the level of team that Buble play and have played week in and week out over the time we've covered, they seem to be a sort of gatekeeper team in, in their division where if you finish above them in your division, then you generally will be, you'll be promoted or you'll be in the top places. That's my thought on Buble. And, and I think uh, they'll need to 
move away from that from that gatekeeper type um, position this season and really assert himself on their division and beating a team like Sheen Park that score lots of goals uh, will be a good start for them this year. Obviously, they've beaten two teams that we expect them to beat in League Two so far. So this this is a good challenge for them as well. So this will be an exciting one. Decent uh, cup tie, isn't it? Decent, yeah. cup, decent draw, that one. A really good game. Uh, and uh, yeah, this, this is why we love uh, the Marcus Lipton Cup, where again, is proving to be uh, one of the best cups in Sunday League football. And that's what we love. Uh, good luck to both teams. Uh, both teams a credit so far this season. Uh, the next game uh, puts together two rivals from uh, Division 2 last season, uh, battling it out early doors. Uh, all of the momentum and bragging rights sitting with Sellhurst at the moment, um, Graham. Not at full uh, full firepower, it seemed, against uh, massively uh, less um, opposition in JJ United from Westford's bottom division. I, I say just, just 6-1 winners, Sellhurst, against the team in JJ who get beaten by double figures on a regular basis by teams around them in that division. Uh, perhaps Sellers did rotate and give people opportunities. I know they would have done their homework in the game. They can't do that this week against South London, AFC South London rivals, as I said, in that promotion fight last season. Uh, both teams got promoted, uh, Sellers as champions and uh, South London rightly uh, going up with um, Wimbledon Wolves and Sellers to Division One. Uh, Graham, this game... There's a lot on it. I think it's a respectful rivalry, but it's certainly going to be um, a fiery game. Both teams know where the back of the net is. Um, this is a tough one to call, though. I think what was interesting, if you think back about 12 months uh, and South London had played Sellers, the comments that we got out of South London were, Sellers are in the wrong division. You know, we're not competitive. The title's over. And, you know, it was all over and it was all doom and gloom in the month, of the, in the first month of the yeah, season. That, that's when we upset them with getting involved in the chat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, I, you're still not unblocked, are you? No. I don't think so. Okay. Um, so if you then fast forward now, we're a year down the line. The teams are in the same division. AFC South London are looking really, really confident, are massively in their stride. Brilliant results behind them. Great form, scoring goals. Look like they're really enjoying their football. They're they're now they're on par again, and they're in the same division. You know they they've they've earned the right. I think South London they've absolutely earned the right. And why can't they be the first team to beat Sellers in the league in the Southern Sunday this weekend? Why can't they be that team? Sellers are not the team that they were last season. They're not going to be smashing teams off the park those results are just not going to happen at that next level yes they're going to get results yes they're going to win games you know yes they are on course uh, for another successful season but it is not going to be easy for those lads at Celeste and you don't hear any noise from them they're not cocky they're not arrogant they're not overconfident you know they're very grounded they're very humble they're very respectful to the league they're very respectful to their opponents they will take it as each game as it comes but they will know they will know that this is a real crunch game this weekend and going back a year again um they knew that this was a crunch game at this time last year and that really put that really hurt them when they beat South London this time last year, it really hurt them. And they've got the opportunity to do the same thing again. But South London, on the flip side of it, have got the motivation where they could land the blow first this time. Yep. Um, so I 
think this is intriguing. I think it's going to be a great game of football. I think it's going to be played in the right spirit. I think there's going to be goals. I think the referee on the game, I think is going to, it's going to be an excellent referee. I think he's going to really let the game flow and, and let the game breathe. So I think this is, this is an absolute blockbuster popcorn fixture. Um, brilliant game this week. Brilliant. Really game. good. I'm just look, just uh, glancing over the league table. AFC South London, 15 goals in yeah. three league games. Uh, they destroyed Battersea Dogs. Um, sadly, that happens a lot. They, got, the... they went to the Dogs that day, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they beat them barking mad 4-3. And last dogs. time... At... Dogs. They like dogs. Yeah. A Wimbledon Common probably has a few um, dogs stuff it, on it. Too many. Too many. <laughs> A 3-0 win for South London against a top side in Wimbledon Commoners. It's a great win. This is going to be a tight... This isn't going to be... This isn't going to be a big... People um, are going to go. I know what people are going to do here. They're going to go, sell us, sell us, sell us, sell us, sell us. That's what they're going to do. That's what I'm predicting that people are going to do. If people think this is going to be as easy as that, they are going to be very, very, very much mistaken. I think this is one of the biggest tests in the league that Celeste are going to face in their time in the Southern Sunday. I think it is going to be very, very close. Yeah. I mean, we've seen big wins for Celeste last season. I don't think it's going to be that way, but I cannot back against Callum uh, and the lads at Celeste. I think it's going to be tight. Uh, I can see this being a one uh, by one goal. And that's why I'm going to back Celeste to win 2-1. Yeah, it'll be close. It will be tight. Again, like the last game, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if... um, if South London do the business and get a win. But I just, my loyalty sadly lies with um, Celeste and Callum, especially as part of our Silk 11 charity team uh, and helped me on the podcast in the past um, in various leagues. I have to back. I have to go with him. If uh, South London get the win, you know, they go to 12, they go nine points clear of Celeste, who a year ago thought ever that would be possible. I know Celeste will have games in hand, yeah. but who would have thought that that would be possible at any point, that, that South London would be nine points clear of Celeste in the league at any stage of any season? Points on the board is massive. I'm just looking at, I'm looking through the table. Wimbledon Wolves yet to play a league game, so it's yeah. hard to tell where they are. Wimbledon Commoners, a loss on the, a loss on their, uh, in their, a one in their L column already, uh, losing obviously to South London. South London are five points clear. I know yeah. we've still got lots of football to play, but this really gives them an advantage. If they do get a win against Celeste on um, Sunday, uh, even if Celeste win all their games, um, they won't be above um, South London anyway. Points so on is, the board. Points yeah. on the board is massive. And then Celeste will have the likes of um, Kudos. So you said they're no slouches. They've got a draw on the, on the column, on the, uh, in the, uh, they've got a draw, a point on the board already. Sorry, losing my words there. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves and Wimbledon Commoners, we expect them to come good. And yeah, Val County are no slouches. So there's plenty of football to be played for Celeste. If they're not at it this season or as, as, um, good as they were last season. This win for South London could be uh, a season-defining win already, and it puts them uh, in the driving seat. Top of the table, if you win all your games, then you're going you're gonna to win the title, and they deserve, they'll deserve it, and this will be a good game. But as I say, I'm not backing against Celeste. Great game, though, to. isn't it? Great Fantastic game. game. A real good game. Uh, this is the reason, this is the entire reason that you promoted South London with um, Celeste, because you wanted to maintain this level of competition in, in the Bob Dixon League One. And, and that has been achieved. Well done. Um, the next game is Club Football Val taking on Hampton Terriers. Um, a good game. Uh, as you, as we've said, we fancy 
Um, Club Football Val should be doing better. One loss um, on the board so far. A heavy defeat in their first game. 4-1 uh, defeat to um, Real Dundonald, who we say uh, will be there or thereabouts. They play uh, Hampton Terrors, promoted um, with Harbert Rovers last season. Uh, in second place, promoted Harbert Rovers yet to play a league game. Uh, Hampton Terriers, three games into their season, two wins uh, and a loss so far this season. That loss, I mean, you hate to say it, but champions-elect um, St Andrews uh, beating Hampton oh, Terriers. Oh, out the champions-elect. That's the first one I think I've heard you mention this year. That's the first <laughs> so time pe- it's come out. Was that a slip of the tongue? No, people will be screaming at me for saying that, but that's the quality that they have. Um, they, I know they're yet to play. Uh, the Harberts and 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 Will Dundonalds yet um, St Andrews, um, oh, they beat St, they beat Will Dundonald last week, but they've beaten Hampton Terriers and Will Dundonald already this season. That's two teams you'd expect to be around them if there is going to be um, a, a title fight. Um, they've played two of the strongest teams they could face, so I'm calling St Andrews um, champions elect already. But this one, Club Football Val uh, and Hampton Terriers, Graham. Tell us what you know about each team. Well, Hampton, I've never refereed Hampton, uh, so I must try and um, must try and get that on my um, on my uh, schedule. Um, Club Football Vale are they're a bit of a funny team. I think they've got some talented players. You know, they like to get the ball down and they like to, to play football. I think sometimes they let themselves defensively. I think they give away some very, very soft goals. I think from memory, um, certainly on the counter attack, I think that they can be a bit, uh, they can be a bit vulnerable. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of threw this game in really um, because I think Club Football Vale, I think, can be doing better. Um, but it's a real test of Club Football Vale are an established kind of team at that level, kind of in that division. Yeah, they're one of them teams where. You know, they could beat anybody on their day, but actually, you know, they lose a lot of games. But they're nonetheless, they're, they're good enough to be in that division, but no higher or no, no lower at the moment. So they've kind of they've kind of found their level. I think what's going to be interesting for me is Hampton coming up from the division below to test themselves against a team who are established at that level. And I think that will give us a good indicator, depending on what the result is, about where we can expect Hampton possibly to, to finish um, you know, if they win the game, then probably I would expect them to finish above Club Football Vale, which then I would say, you know, they're in for a top four or a top five uh, season. Um, from a Club Football Vale perspective, if they can win that 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 game, that would tell me that they, they've made some improvements and that we can perhaps expect a little bit more from them this season. So, uh, again, I, I think that's a really, really tough game to predict. I wouldn't be surprised with... Uh, a result either way, um, and I. But I've noticed that momentum, I think, is is key. I think for you, experience. You know, they've already come off to a good start of the season, and, and you're backing, you're backing the Hampton lads here. Yeah, I'm going to go three-one uh, to Hampton. Uh, Terrors on this one. I can see uh, Hampton have conceded six in three games, but scored nine. Uh, so that that brings the three-two prediction. Basically, that's that's a probably pathetic uh, maths that I've used there, but I, I just think Hampton Terriers, let's not uh, talk club football Val down too much. They beat Barnstormers 3-1 this week, but uh, probably a result uh, that we could expect in the Challenge Cup. Uh, but I just think Hampton Terriers, yeah, they're, they're in good form still from last season. The one defeat against uh, a top, top side in League Two. Uh, probably one that they can just forget about and move on. Uh, but I'm going to back Hampton Terriers uh, to win 
3-1, but this will be, I'm going to go 3-1 and that will be um, a very good game uh, indeed. Good luck to both teams. Uh, last but not least, uh, Painters Community taking on uh, Junction Elite. Seconds, Graham, uh, what is the thought process behind this one? Okay, so this is a really, really intriguing, um, really intriguing tie, this one. Obviously, both teams promoted um, from League Five last season. Uh, they had their they had their battles and they had some really, really good contests, um, obviously, between the two teams. Both have got momentum. Both have got that winning mentality. Both have made a reasonable fist, I would say, um, with yeah. uh, some wins and, uh, and some losses. But I think if you look in that division generally, I think that that's going to be one of them divisions where teams are going to take points off of each other. Um, I think the reason why I threw it in, I think both teams will be expecting to be up challenging for promotion at the end of the season as I say they've got that confidence and they've got that momentum behind them and I think this is just a very early chance for either one of them to strike a bit of a blow uh, to their potential promotion or title rival so I think this is quite a big game quite early on in the season Um, I think the winners if there is a winner I think will be very confident that they're in a good place um, and it'll be a good test to see where they're at in terms of their title or promotion credentials I think the loser um, you know may want to go back to the drawing board and uh, maybe look at trying to do something different I know it's early on in the season to say that but I think with it being a very short division it's only 14 games because of the withdrawals of Newlands and uh, Locomotive Wimbledon um, yeah I think they're going to want the points and the bragging rights and the early blow over their rivals pretty quickly agreed despite Painters Community two wins from their three games one loss uh, their goal difference is naught, so they are right. leaky. They yeah. are leaky at the back, and that's that's going into my mind. Uh, Junction Elite, two games, one loss and one defeat. Uh, the defeat in the league was against Mortlake, and the win was against uh, New Boys Sporting Wep. Uh, Painters Community um, losing to Mortlake, so uh, both teams uh, tasting defeat by uh, by Mortlake, who will be. Um, a good team. Well, this they season. look like they're going to be a good team, and, yeah. and and I'm sure we'll get to a point with the um, predictions where we'll have to get Mortlake in there to, just so that we can look at them a little bit more because they definitely look like they're going to have a say in the um, in that division. I think they've already they've already had a say. They've beaten two teams, as you say. We expect to be yeah, but they have to there. then beat the South Sides and the Sporting Webs and the Parthenopes. They then have to go and win those games. So it's all very well beating the, the the so-called top teams in that division, but you have to be consistent. You have to back it up and you have to beat the other teams because if they don't, those results don't mean anything, do they? True. And Mortlake plays Southside United this week. So that's an interesting one. We'll see how that change in focus uh, of, of Mortlake being the favoured team uh, will do this week. But the prediction on this one for me, I'm going to back Junction Elite. Uh, I'm going to back them to win 2-1. I think it's going to be tight. Um, Painters, Need to need to be tighter at the back. That's clear. They can score goals, um, but they definitely definitely leak goals. As I say, to win to win two of your three games and have a, a zero goal difference is um, is a bit is it, it shows that their defence isn't uh, where it probably needs to be or where they want it to be perhaps. And uh, Junction Elite a bit tighter uh, at the back. They have a plus goal difference after their two games, despite a win and a loss. Uh, Graham, so yeah, two one for me. The prediction, let's have a look at the fixtures um, for this week. Uh, plenty of games um, to talk about this week. Uh, I'm just going to messing about on full time. Apologies. This isn't very professional at all. Uh, so the games, 
the standout games this week uh, in the Prem Division, Ballam against Putney Graham. That was an all championship title hope game last season. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look that way this year, it has to Partly be said. will need to bounce back, though. Ballam will also need to bounce back, bearing in mind that the shock um, Chairman's Cup results. So both teams will want a win for very different reasons. Absolutely. London Ravens against Wheatsheaf is a really good game uh, in the championship in the Bob Dixon League One. Uh, kudos look to bounce back from defeat against their uh, second team against Wimbledon Wolves Wimbledon Wolves first league game of the season uh, this week they want to get a win on the board and put some league form together to match their fantastic cup form it has to be said Ballam Mariner, Mariners sorry, take on uh, Magpie recruitment cruelly missed from the uh, results of the week uh, poll this week missed. justifiably missed <laughs> uh, Clapham Chiefs uh, task doesn't get any easier this week they uh, play Merton Athletic at home uh, after that, um, that Merton have just scored eight and they've just conceded yeah. all those yeah that's not yeah. a good uh, that's not a good recipe is it not at all as we just mentioned in League 4 Mortlake's good start uh, a beat in two um, promotion hopeful teams uh, now they, they now play bottom of the table Southside United they have they, to back it up you're right. Um, Clapham Wanderers take on AFC Poplar Rovers. Uh, Clapham Wanderers buoyed by a fantastic cup win this week uh, and Poplar Rovers hurt by um, a tight loss against uh, free score in Deportivo La Calrinha. That is going to be uh, a fantastic game. Uh, it's not a is. gimme now, is it? You just no. looked two weeks ago and you just said easy Poplar Rovers win. Not now. Absolutely. Poplar's funny old game, isn't it? Very funny. Uh, LMT and UBLCFC face off in League Six. That's a fantastic League Six game. Both teams on their day. Top sides, it has to be said. Uh, and another game in League Six catching the eye. South City taking on new and improved Ram. Uh, South City will be tested in this one. Uh, beaten new... 3-0 in the, um, in the London Cup at the weekend. South City? Beaten by CSKA Clapham in wow. the first round. 3-0. Okay, so not matching their performance in the in the county cups um, from last year. No South, si- South City left to concentrate on Southern Sunday fixtures. Uh, ACT Arantes uh, beaten eight uh, two this weekend. Go to Southwest Athletic. It doesn't get much easier uh, for them this week. That'll be uh, a good game though. Deportivo La Coruña in League Eight take on AFC Old Town. What a fantastic game that one is. Unlucky yeah. to miss out on game of the week that one. Yeah, that's gonna be um that's gonna be a ding dong affair, that one. Brilliant. Great game. Brilliant game. Bruce Battersea against Brixistain in League Nine. Uh, catching the eye of my my title picks. Um Bruce Battersea looking to beat one of their title rivals, something they didn't manage to do too often last year. And I hate to say that, boys, but I feel we've got a new and improved Bruce Battersea this season in League Nine. Uh, good luck to that one, guys. Um Tyne and Thames take on. Uh, Kudos Athletics seconds in League Nine. Another good game. Venezia Dons Old Ruts. Another good game. Fantastic fixtures this season. Uh, Wanderers taking on South London Peak and Wanderers looking to bounce back in the best division in the Southern Sunday after losing to Albion in the Cup. No shame there. Uh, they play uh, struggling South London Peak. And so the Wanderers boys, my pick for League 10, will be looking um, for three points and three points only. Uh, a battle of two teams uh, closely matched Dynamo London. And Rosendale Sports Reserves, both teams looking at that game as winnable, I imagine, Graham, this, yep. this week. Yeah, good chance for both there. Um, Dynamo London uh, particularly will feel rather buoyed following their um, cup win at Mitchum Strollers. So um, yep. they will definitely want three points. 
And the pick of the, the Chairman's Cup games, Harbert Rovers taking on West Norwood is a great game. Great Junction game, yeah. Really good. Junction Leap first uh, going to play Parthenope. This one due to go to penalties already. Referee just go, <laughs> just go straight to Ben's already. Uh, Egg Fried Roos uh, will play uh, Tizic FC development in the Chairman's Cup as well. Egg Fried Roos may be uh, expecting a win, but it's not. nothing is a expecting given. Expecting a win. Egg, <laughs> expecting a cracking win. <laughs> uh, in the Tilt Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup uh, the best cup in uh, Sunday football or one of the best cups in Sunday football uh, bringing together uh, the Sheen Park and Atletico Buble as we've already, already spoken about that's a good game Sporting South against Club International the Football Clapham another great round uh, a game in the Marcus Lipton uh, top deck Mas Vida Graham these games are fantastic mm. and last but not least Graham your game Bromwood taking on Wandsworth Warriors. That should be a really good game. Wandsworth Warriors really uh, standing out amongst um, the crowd that, at the moment. Great fixtures, great games. Um, could have had more than four games of the week for sure, um, but not everybody can get picked. So yeah, my my second game on Sunday is the Broomwood Wandsworth Warriors. My first game is Selhurst against AFC South London. So, uh, Oh my God, what a day for you. I know, I know. I've only refereed Selhurst once before and that was last season. Um, that was against Club Football Vale and I only did South London last season once. That was against um, Northcote Rangers in the Marcus Lipton Cup. So I haven't seen too much of either side. So be able to to be able to go and do that game when they've been put together is um it's a great honor for me i'm really looking forward to that game what's what a, a sun what a sunday for you brilliant sunday yeah, that, that's a real super sunday it is uh all the best with for your week next week and i'll Thank speak you, to you uh on episode seven of the sunday league show looking forward to it already cheers buddy cheers mate well that is it the end of another show episode six of the sunday league show done thank you to roger gibbs jamie and graham for helping me this week uh, and super well done to graham for making it back from edinburgh uh, to record uh, for the podcast and thank you to all the boys for doing it over zoom i know it's not it's not our preference to record over zoom but a positive covid test not helping that and for the safety of the boys and and all that stuff um, we recorded purely on zoom this week um so again sorry if if that's not the best we know it doesn't end up being the best thing overall uh, but it is what it is we still want to get content out to everybody uh thank you to our sponsors the down to play app match arc magpie recruitment board and sports youth grassroots football grf skipper uh, adrenaline rush laser tag a rush njpgd uh awards fc uh and that's our sponsors uh we've got a charity games kicking off again now in on the 4th of november we'll be playing um the kent sands united lads uh, down at tunbridge angels on the 4th of november an 8 15 kickoff uh, down there on a friday night um it should be good um get down there if you can more about that on social media and all that stuff as we go the usual uh, brilliant people involved with that um, player packs, uh, arithmetic accountants, Black Eagle athlete, uh, NJPGD, our front of kit sponsor, and the Stop Bullying campaign uh, from Baldwin Sports on the back of our shirt sponsor. Um, go again next week, boys. If you didn't get a win, uh, go and get it next week. Um, put things right 
and I'll speak to you next week. Goodbye. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.